Welcome to the PropMX.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OGK Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Q&A segment brought to you by BTOsports.com. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Are we on? Are we on? Are we on? Welcome to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. The best show. Dude, I am sicker than sick, oh, bro. I'm, so- I'm sorry, Kenny. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Gee whiz, I can't believe it. Uh, that would be my host, none other than Kenny Watson. Kenny, what's up? That's why you're an idiot. Actually, that's not Kenny Watson. Uh, Watson is not in right now, but get this. Well, actually, let me bring in the third part of our crew. None other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. Hello? That's me. There you go. Forgot to turn your mic I, on. Yeah, I'm back on. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, Kenny Watson is not here right now. Not yet. Those were not Kenny Watson's words no. live. Uh, he, w- he is on his way here. Believe it or not. I can't believe this. I thought we weren't doing a show. Special Tuesday edition of the Pulp and Beck Show. Um, but Kenny is coming straight from the airport. Is he really? To the house. He's going to come straight from the airport Right here. to the lion's den here. In, on, well, it's on the, it's on only on like a five-minute drive from, from the airport Good to the point. Strip, You're so right. Hopefully the lions the don't get him. And he's coming on to talk about his July 4th weekend. And it should be a humdinger. So he will be here. Join us at some point. But coming on the show... Dean Wilson, Monster Pro Circuit Kawasaki. Jason Thomas, BTOsports.com, BBMX rider, who uh, was at the last two nationals and uh, is going to hang out. As well, uh, Austin Stroop, always a good time when Austin Stroop comes in. I'm really excited for the whole lineup tonight. Really? You like it? I am, yeah. I think it's good. We haven't had JT on in a while. No, JT's going to stay with us for a long part of the show. He's going to be a little bit of a co-host, Right, we'll even say. And uh, and as I said, Kent, one Kent Watson will be in, uh, in a little bit. And uh, my wife's working late tonight, Tits, mm-hmm. so I apologize for the dogs everywhere. That's right. They're keeping their distance. So, all right. Um, they, they, all uh, right. they may bark at some point if you hear them on the show, everybody. So that's just because my wife is not here right now. She's working late. And it's a Tuesday. She's not here. Kenny's not here. And it's Tuesday. Oh, God. It's, it's pandemonium it's just, Everything is different. Uh, how was your July? Actually, before we get started on July 4th. Okay. Did you, have you listened to the new intro that our buddy Swiss Corps made? The one that we just did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? It doesn't say your name. It just says the tweet at tits. Right. It doesn't say your name as part of the show. I, I guess not. Are you upset about that? More than you know. Yeah. I, I hold it yeah. deep down inside, but, uh, you know, what do you do? Well, uh, my wife's upset about it. I saw that. That actually kind of surprised me last week that she was. She's not happy with that. No. She wants that change. So yeah. uh, I, keep for, I keep forgetting because I don't give a fuck. So, uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Yep, but. Kevin, if you're listening, change that intro. How was your July 4th? Happy Canada Day slash America Day. <laughs> Canada Day, July uh, I'm, 1st. I'm America slash Canada Day. Yeah. Can, we, can we put it in that order? Uh, how, how was your July 4th? It was fine. Yeah? Yeah, I got some sparklers for my I almost, boy. I almost made you show up last night. For those I, who are I, wondering, we were supposed to have a show on Monday, and there's no show next week, partly because there's no race. And partly because it's my wife's birthday. Pookie's birthday on Monday. And, and, and those two things 
We just we don't normally have a show after a race, so right. we have to have it. We can't go two weeks with no show. God help us. God mm-hmm. help our sponsors. Uh, More of the fans. They're the, the ones who would freak yeah, out. F them. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's no supposed to be no no show next week. I couldn't. We had to have a show this week. Monday was the day. Mm-hmm. Tits, you 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 tried everything you could to get out of it. <laughs> You know, it's funny, and looking back, I would have much rather done the show than what I ended up doing on Monday night. So, uh, What was know. it? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, went to a barbecue, and I'm not, I'm not a socialite, so there's a whole bunch of people. I'm just sitting there, and not fun. So I ended up going home and went to sleep. Well, I almost made your ass show up because yeah. I knew Kenneth wasn't going to be here, uh-huh. and I knew Pookie didn't really want to converse with me on the air that much. And so I almost made you show up. But instead, and, and actually at the race, Dean Wilson, I said, hey, you want to come on the show on Monday? He goes, yeah. And I go, it's, it's July 4th, though. So he's like, I don't care. <laughs> so he was good to go. Is he the only one who said, I don't care? Uh, he was Partly the only one, because, no, he was the only one I asked. American? He's the only guy I asked. Oh, oh okay. and JT. Oh, right. But I, I didn't ask JT about yesterday. But his buddy Chad Reed's in the Bahamas. Mm. So, um, you know, he probably could have came on. Right. No parties there. Uh, quickly. Quickly, quickly, our uh, our sponsors, BTOSports.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on. Big uh, big contributors to the show. X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Kicker, and Tits. We have a new one. Mm-hmm. We have a new sponsor. Yep. I, I, just people are just knocking down the door to come on this show, and it's super cool. I really appreciate it. These guys reached out to me. I, I didn't think... They would want to come on because I don't think we were their type of show. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem to matter. They want to come on. They know we're hot property. And that <laughs> would be another than Fly commodity, Racing. Yeah. Fly Racing is our new sponsor. Thank you, Fly Racing, for coming on. Uh, appreciate it. They're on for the rest of this year and hopefully 2012. Are we doing this show in 2012? As long as you'll have me, I'll be here. We'll see. Okay. We might not have you at the end of the show. <laughs> That's fine. But anyway, Fly Racing is on board. So thanks, guys. Thank you, uh, Fly Racing, for, for seeing the potential of this thing. And uh, and because you came on, I kicked tits down a little extra bonus last week. You did? Did I not? It was very unexpected, Cash actually. money. Cash money in my and pocket. For, and for the record, uh-huh. your iPad uh-huh. was more than what we originally agreed on. I was going to pay you. Right. Which is why I was originally going to say you can just put it towards the iPad. But no, 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 no. I'm a man of my, of character. And we had some extra money coming uh-huh. to the show, so I kicked it down to you. You did. Cash. I got these new shoes with it. Or no, with you some didn't. Of it. Did I you? Did. Well, I, mean, I, I, baby's, I on baby, all of it. baby's hungry. Baby needs clothes. He's fine. He's still eating breast milk, and that's free. So, uh, you know, we're in good shape. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, let's, uh, let's get into, into some things here. Those are our sponsors. You can listen to the show on archives later tonight on pulpamex.com. You can listen to it on stitcher.com if you have a smartphone. You can go to iTunes, and hopefully it'll be up on iTunes later tonight. So this, this will all be there. Red Bud, uh, Tits, did you watch it? I did. Another heartbreak for your guy, Ryan Dungey. You know? He's right there. He's right there. I was really, I was literally jumping out of my chair on that last lap of the first moto when he was going after Reed, but it wasn't to be. So, what do you do? It's just not to be his whole year. I mean, it's so close. Don't say that. No, I mean. The year is half over. Well, I mean, it's just what we saw on Saturday was what we've seen in Supercross. He's just right 
right there, but he can't close the deal for whatever reason. He did last week. <laughs> so you can suck it. He did. He did last week. You're right. He yeah. He rode well. He rode great uh, to hold off Ryan Villapoto in that second moto. But uh, you know, Reed, uh, KG veteran Reed, just uh, figures it out, man. Figures mm-hmm. it out. Gets third in the second moto, but that's all right. And you know, it's funny. Our, our guest Dean Wilson later. He's uh, he's saying that uh, you know he went one three twice this year, I think, mm-hmm. and lost both overalls. Mm-hmm. Reed's gone one three twice and won both overalls. Right. So, just, so Dino's kind of having the same luck that Dungey is, where he, he's right there each time and had some bad luck with Dungey's 2-2, where he gets third overall with that, you know? Yeah. No, hey, you know what? It goes around. It wouldn't surprise me to see Dungey win this thing, though, still. He's right there. Reed has not had that bad moto. Ho- well, I, I'm not going to say one way or the other. No, you but can't say it, hopefully. But, well, you know. I, I wasn't going to, but, uh, you know. That's all it would take. Hey, it's looking more and more like your guy's going to KTM. I got I got more information that we'll talk about later. But okay, I mean that that makes you sad as a fan. That makes you angry. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Mo- more fearful. Not not sad like that. KTM's a bad brand, but I fear for him riding the 350 after seeing what it has done indoors and out. I don't know. That's just one you know one man's opinion. Yeah, well, I'd be a little worried too, but I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll talk a little bit more later um, with uh, one Kenneth W. Watson. Mm-hmm. Voicemails. We got emails. Let me pull some of those up. Um, voicemails, though, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and uh, leave a message. 12 voicemails this week, tits. Uh-huh. And uh, didn't like this selection. At you all. cut it down pretty short. Uh, I did, yeah, because there wasn't very, very many good ones. Okay. Um, so you people need to uh, really step it up if you're gonna if you're gonna play that if you're gonna call in and leave a message. You can call in any time and leave a message, but for God's sake, it's got to be a little better than 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 what we got. Let's uh, let's listen to the, the, the two vo- voicemails this week. Zilpoto, one word, bad ass. Hey Steve, it's uh, Dave from Ohio. Uh, Let's say, That's two uh, words, by the way. Meet you, meeting you today at Redbud at the Media Center camp. Uh, one of us was drunk. I think it was me, but I'm not real sure. Um, I'm about to go um, have a lot of sex with my uh, with my girl. So, uh, right, come on, baby. I'm, I'm on the phone. Come on, baby. Say hi to him later. But uh, I just wanted to just call and say, hey, it was really nice, uh, you know, Rapping with you, uh, thanks for giving me the time and uh, not telling me to fuck off and go hang myself. And uh, hey, man, nice shirt, man. I see I'm wearing the same one right now. You must have stole that idea for me, Hart and Huntington, all the way. Peace. Uh, I met that guy in the in the press tent. He uh, yeah, he was a little drunk, but uh, it's okay. He was cool, and uh, he seems to really want to talk about all the sex he has with his chick. <laughs> but his chick, to his credit, his chick's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. So good, good on him. Good, good for him. And. Uh, um, yeah, the voicemails. I didn't like them this week. They weren't high quality. As usual, those voicemails are dedicated to Greg McQuarrie. Big fan of the voicemail segment uh-huh. on the show. Uh, we got a call? Yep, it's Moser. This early? We're going to go right into Moser he, he this was, early? He was mad that I was trash-talking the KTM. Moser. You weren't, you weren't saying nice things either. You guys pissed me off ten minutes into the show. Sorry, bro. No. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> Way to have a witty comeback or a nice retort to that. A nice retort to what? 
for us saying bad things about KTM. What 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 is bad about the bike? Well, your hero Andrew Short, ha- can you confirm or deny that he's having a worse season than he did last year? It, the results <laughs> may show that. Yes. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> what has changed with Andrew Short from 2010 to 2011? Um, name the one thing that has changed. Uh, his color combination on his gear. Nope, that would be a that would be a wrong. Uh, that'd be wrong. Uh, I think his eyebrow. I think his eyebrows are getting darker with age. Nope, nope. <laughs> hey, he did have a nice sweet replica helmet this weekend, though. It's uh, it's really nice looking. Fly racing, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I'm not just saying it because fly racing came on board. Really, uh, really cool uh, uh, helmet. But the only the only thing that's saving you from a complete Moser rant is that you brought on fly racing as a sponsor. I'm a big fan of Max over there at Fly. And, uh, You're a big fan of anybody that talks to you, like no, at the, no, at the race, really. you know. So, hey, I think Dungey's going there though. I, I really do. Uh, you said you talked to Mike Webb. What was that about? Yeah, you'll have to read it tomorrow in observations column on racerx.com. All right, fine, fair enough. Um, how was your July Fourth, Moser? It's pretty low key. Really. Yeah, I got I got big big mogul plans going on right now. Big what? Trying to get on, trying to real estate mogul plans. Oh, okay. Big. All right, getting out of Seattle. Or, getting out of Seattle, are you? <laughs> no, no, not getting out of Seattle. Oh, okay. Right. Moser, Moser's, Moser's are moving on up. We're trying to get on Dave Castillo's level. Good luck with that. You need a jet. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Tits moved to a bigger house. Swizzcore has a big mansion. I'm just trying to keep up with the rest of the dream team. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, yeah, you do need to step it up. Just move in with your parents. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, anything else, or do you want to talk about the KTM? Yeah, no, I do want to talk about the KTM. So, I think it, I think it's getting better now. You think it's getting worse? You just think the bike's – you don't think the bike will get there or what? Uh, it's 100 cc short, man, and uh, – you know, a shorty's not getting the starts. It's hard to get the starts. The tracks are dis- dissed up, and they're watered, and they're deep. Very interesting this weekend. I spoke to Pitt Beyer, who is the head of KTM Racing. Um, Stefan Everts reports to him, as does Roger DeCoster. So he, he's the man right there at KTM. And um, he really, really backed down from um, saying the three, 350 was the answer. It was uh, very strange. He... He said, you know, for in, in Europe, Antonio Caroli is winning. Max Nagel's doing well. The 350 is working. In American racing, perhaps we're going to have to take a, another look at what works. Maybe it's 350. Maybe it's 450. You know, we're really going to have to take a look at, uh, at what goes on. So, uh, very interesting. And, and, you know, all KTM has been that way the whole time. They've been 350, 350, 350 the whole time. And uh, he was definitely a little... A little hesitant on saying the 350 was the answer. So we'll see. Well, I feel like that's the biggest defense right there. Is it does so good in Europe, they don't have any problems over there with it. So what? I mean, the racing's not that much different in here and there. No, well, the but 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 the rules are the CCs, right? You can run anything you want in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Way to follow. <laughs> way to follow racing, bro. Yeah. Well, what about? Uh, didn't you? You threatened that, you know, you wanted them to tear it down. They said, hey, no, the bore and stroke, it's all 350, blah, blah, blah. They're always going to say that. They're not going to say, yeah, we're souping this thing up because it's not good enough to start with. They don't offer to tear it down in front of Steve, and Steve just didn't show up. Oh, yeah, I'm going yeah, I'm to I'm 
drive to San Diego out of the blue. Right, but saying I'm just saying nobody would lie. Point. I mean, go to that extent to lie. Nobody would lie in professional <laughs> sports, really? <laughs> Listen here, asshole. Really? Nobody would go to that extent. I mean, didn't he say he'd cut off his leg or something? What was the quote? I can't remember. I don't exactly, remember but. that. I, I don't remember. I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, just saying. Got somebody at the door. I gotta go. Yeah. All right, Moser. We gotta go too. All right, see you guys. All see right, you. bye. Very angry, Moser. Talking, yeah. We're not talking trash on KTM. I mean, man, in Europe they're the, they're the shit, and over here they. I mean, with Musquin and Roxon, their future is bright, man. They are going to do some damage, and I just uh, yeah, we'll talk more about it later with Kenneth because I'd like to get his opinion on stuff. But uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. Um, Josh Lichtel. Passed away. Very sad news from Red Bull um, or Red Bud. From Red Bud, uh, heat looks like some sort of heat stroke complications. Not a good deal at all. Um, it wasn't that hot there. I've been to a lot hotter races, but apparently, Josh at some point fell and couldn't start his bike. And we all have been there. That takes a lot of work without the air flowing through you. And he was transported to the hospital with heat stroke symptoms and. Passed on, passed later on. So uh, uh, definitely thoughts go out to his family and friends. That's that's really really sad. We haven't had a death in the AMA side since Jason Chiletta uh, in 2006, San Diego, I think, where he crashed onto the uh, concrete floor there. So uh, really bad deal. Nobody at the track really knew what was what was what was going on or how serious it was. And Lechtel's a guy who was a, a top amateur guy. Uh, coming up as a kid, and he had some injuries and some other problems once he turned pro, but he, he's still a local racer, still very fast, and uh, our thoughts go out to him. Uh, this show dedicated to Josh Lichtel. Hey, Tits, let's uh, let's get Jason Thomas on the line. All right. And then we'll do our btosports.com uh, news segment with him, and we're going to come up with Dean Wilson coming up very shortly to talk about his season. Uh, a couple things from Red Bud. That I wanted to touch on before we got uh, too far into the show, just what an epic race it was, and uh, how how awesome the track is, how awesome the fans are. Uh, it was it was hot, like I said, and uh, man, there was a lot of suntans and sunburns there. I couldn't couldn't believe it. Uh, Reed wins again. Villapoto loses some points, and uh, that's not good. He uh, fought hard in that first moto to come from the back with no visor and a muffler. Eventually, fell off and. Uh, you know, it was tough for him. Michael Lessie rode great. Met Metcalf rode well, and um, you know, it was it was it was a quite a day. I'm still thinking about Lichtel and how sad that is, to be honest. Blake Baggett, uh, dominating performance for him. Uh, still not in the points lead, but uh, he's coming. The Blake Baggett train is coming. He breaks his breaks his uh, streak of one bad race, one good race. Let's uh, let's bring on BTOSports.com BBMX rider Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Hey, man, what's happening? How are you? Hey, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no worries. Good. Uh, first, I guess I was just talking about Josh Lichtel and that, that situation. Uh, really, really sad, obviously. What's your thoughts on that, JT? You've raced uh, in this stuff. Um, what's your thoughts on the weather on the weekend? And uh, just talk about how tough that is. Yeah, I mean, first off, I want to say just, uh, you know, condolences to his family and, um, you know, loved ones. It's a pretty bad deal. Um I really had no idea until later in the day I'd heard that uh, he'd had a heat stroke. <clears throat> um, obviously, like, we play fantasy motocross and stuff, so, like, he was one of the guys we were like, oh, you know, we were kind of even talking about him, you know, kind of a outside pick, but um, just kind of a scary deal. Like, I had no idea that it was that serious, and then, um, you know, to wake up the next day and hear he had passed was 
pretty brutal. Uh, I know a lot of people that were close with them and stuff. So bad deal. Um, what you know, uh, as far as what do you think of the? It wasn't. I mean, from what I understand, and I I only kind of know what I what I've read. I, I don't have any inside information on this. The uh, just starting his bike, he fell and starting his bike, he fell twice, and the second time he started his bike and couldn't get it going, and that really gets to you, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I you know obviously was reading some stuff on Vital, and uh, I, I am very much in agreement with uh, the case that <clears throat> the crash made it worse. Um, I know, like in the middle of a moto, you feel fine, but mm-hmm. then, then if you fall and then have to get up, and uh, you know you lose that breeze and your heart rate kind of spikes and all that stuff, man, it makes, it makes the moto so much harder to get going again. And, you know, if he was already on the verge of being in trouble, as far as heat stroke wise, that had to be a huge contributing factor. In my opinion, obviously I'm not a doctor, but from, you know, my experience, I think that was a huge factor. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, uh, bad deal for sure. Uh, how's your knee, bud? How's that going? It's good. I'm good. As far as that goes, I'm just waiting. Um, it just sucks because I feel like, I feel so good, and like I feel like I want to go riding right now. Honestly, I just have to like sit around and wait and yeah. not do anything stupid. So Peace. you're getting around good. You're getting around good. I mean, what, no, you, I, yeah, you know? I feel good. I mean, I don't even wear my knee brace or anything. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I just uh, like if if there was no such thing as doctors or you know you had no experience with knowing what you were supposed to do, I would probably go riding next week. I mean, that's how good it feels. <laughs> Well, and also too, Tits uh, JT had a d- nice designer shoes. Didn't want to wreck them, uh-huh. uh, so had motocross boots on all day. But uh, but ha- th- but that's got to be hard on your knee too. And it stood up. You know what I mean? So walking yeah, around all day. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, yeah. it's it's honestly like I can't run, um, but I can do anything else. I can't run or I can't ride, but I I literally can do anything else. So it's kind of like a bummer. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just around like you know normally when you're hurt you're like oh you got a cast on or you can't do something but i i literally just feel like i'm just wasting time because i <laughs> I, I feel like i want to go riding and you just you know physically can i have to kind of hold myself back from doing anything anything dumb uh your buddy chad reed he he won again and uh i just got the phone with him he's in bahamas i knew you knew that but uh he uh yeah. uh man he these other guys like we talked about it today on the on the podcast with David Pingree and and Jason Wygant. These other guys, before they know it, Reed's going to chip 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 away at these points, and he's going to have a, over a race lead, over a moto lead um, on these guys if they keep screwing up because he's like a Terminator. He just he's there all the time. He's not. He doesn't seem to be any chinks in his armor. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's uh, having his. You know, I, I still would say his strongest outdoor season ever. Um, even stronger than 09 when he won the title. Right. Uh, so um, we'll see. I mean, it's it's still really early. We're what halfway now. Yep. And uh, I don't know those. I, I wouldn't say that 16 points is anything to feel comfortable with or you know be overly excited about. You know, obviously he's in a really good spot, and uh-huh. um, you know if you told him after Redbud he would have a 16 point lead, I'm sure he would be really excited about that. Yeah. But yeah. There's just so much racing left, and uh, both of the excuse me, oh, sorry about that. Both of the Ryans have proven that um, they can win races. I mean, they're, it's not like they're they've you know are off the pace or giving in or anything like that. So it's, I think it's going to be every weekend. You're going to have you're just going to have to win races. That's all there is to it. You can't 
you know, settle. You can't ever just say, you know, that was good enough. You're just going to uh-huh. have to win because those guys are, you know, like he got really lucky with Phil Poto crashing the first moto and giving him, you know, some point cushion. Um, but it's just going to be every weekend. It's going to come down to the wire, I think. I don't, I just don't foresee it, you know, anything changing until, Uh-oh. you know, the last moto is over at Paula. It's crazy because I, re- I wrote about this last week. You know, at Lakewood, he got beat by 45 seconds. He got beat by over a minute, um, both motos, and he was out of it. Let's face it. It wasn't his day. He got the whole shot even in the second moto. Dave Osterman was a little mad at me because I wrote that he got, you know, um, a whooping or I forget what the words, words I used, but he wasn't too pumped on it. Um, it's crazy that a guy, and I mean, only, I think, I think only Reed can, he's one of the only guys that can do this. He, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no chink in his confidence. There's no, no hit to his confidence to get beat that bad. Is there? He doesn't care. No, I don't think so. I mean, he's always been a really mentally strong guy, uh, almost to a fault. I think when he was younger, I mean, it, people didn't like him because of that. You know, I was one of those people, um, just because he was, he believed himself so much and it's just carried over into his attitude. Uh, but I think, um, he's just going to have to, you know, bring that intensity that he had the first moto, you know, try to be more consistent with that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for me, I, I feel like for him, he has to feel comfortable to be able to ride that, that pace. Yep. And just sometimes he's not. I don't know why, and I'm, I'm not sure that he knows why. <laughs> right, right. But obviously, Chad Reed from the first moto was a different guy than the Chad Reed from the second moto. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if that's just him not feeling the same or a bike setup or the track or just, you know, who knows. But Yeah. Um, well, unless he, unless he got by him right away, and I wonder if that rattled him a little bit or held him up a little bit. And he lost that draft. I mean, if if Mike and Leslie hadn't gotten by him first lap, you know, five mm-hmm. corners in, six corners in, does he do better? You think, or was that going to happen no matter what? I don't know. What? I don't know because the first moto, he struck right away. Like he, you know what I mean. It was he wasn't waiting. The second moto, the reason Mike got around him is because he was kind of floundering around, and uh, that's kind of what he did the, the whole moto. Um, he made a couple big mistakes the first lap and. Mm-hmm. Even when Mike got him, it wasn't like he was like all over him trying to strike back right away. He kind of fell into Mike's pace, and and uh, I just didn't see the sense of urgency that I did the first moto with him. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, um. So uh, I, I don't know. It, it's it's not frustrating. It's just kind of like a head scratcher as to what the difference is, and uh, it's always kind of been like that though. Even when when. Uh, he was battling with with James and Supercross, you know, those six or seven or eight. Uh-huh. Um, some weekends he would be right on James and he would have it, and they'd be battling the whole race. And then the next weekend, James would win by twenty seconds, and you'd be like, you know, wait a minute, what's the what's the difference? It was like a totally different guy tonight. So yeah, it, you're right. It's it's weird, huh? So what? I don't, what? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's been like that his whole career, it seems. And uh, you know, I, I don't know if he knows the answer either, but. Obviously, it would uh, you know help him if he could figure it out because it's not like he can't do it. It's just what's that magic formula to make him be the best rider he can be? I guess. So if you had to, if you had to uh, lay money on it right now, who wins this title? I know Reed's your guy, but who wins this title? Um, I would say. I mean, you're you're because I, I, I know you're like. You're a racer and a very fast one, but you're also a fan, and, and you and you're very knowledgeable about the sport. So, 
you know, let's let's yeah, let's get I would, down. I would say Chad is is uh, the odds-on favorite, but I would say it's not by much. Um, mm-hmm. I would say like if you're you know if you're in Vegas and the odds on like yeah odds on them winning, I would say that they're all really strong odds. I mean, they're all like. Nobody would want to bet on any of them because the odds aren't good enough. It's just <laughs> right. they're too close, and one mistake can change the whole thing. Um, you know? What about Redbud in general? What's your feelings on that track, on that facility, on that place? Uh, where does it rank for you? Uh, it's it's top three for me. Yeah. Um, it's obviously the the atmosphere there is is second to none. I mean, mm-hmm. just going even and spectating is so cool there. Um, the fans are more into it there mm-hmm. by far than any other race yeah they are kind of uh, nuts huh so it, i mean it's just a cool weekend it's fourth of july and you know the the holiday nationals are seem like so much better as far as fan turnout and fan enthusiasm and uh all that stuff so um it's just a cool race the track's cool and it seems like um there's just not a lot of drawbacks about it uh, obviously this year the heat was brutal i mean obviously the, the situation with lickville kind of showed that but yeah i mean you, even standing around during the first motos i couldn't believe how hot it was like literally couldn't believe <laughs> it it was it was insanely hot like Dude, i don't know I felt bad for some of the the spectators because right. i feel like i'm in pretty good shape and i you know live in florida so i'm used to it and acclimated to it and mm-hmm. i mean these guys are had been drinking for days and just stumbling <laughs> i mean i literally saw people stumbling around like in a you know, they looked like they were not doing very good with the heat at all. Yeah. I was up in the tower watching in between motos, and I'm surprised there wasn't more heat-related accidents than there were. Right. I uh, I always thought, uh, I mean, it was hot, but I can think of a year at Bud's. I can think of Texas. I can think of uh, a few different one- races that uh, were hotter to me. But, hey, whatever. It was up there. No doubt about it. No, I think it was. I think you're right about that. But it seemed like it kind of came out of the blue. Like, it was yeah. unexpected. And people weren't prepared for it. You know, mm-hmm. when you go to Freestone or you go to Troy, Ohio, you're ready for it. You know what I mean? Like right. you've been thinking about it all week. Even the people that are just going to watch, like, man, I, you know, <laughs> I got to bring water and I got to do this and I got to do that. It's going to be brutal. But on Friday, it rained all day, so you know it was never got out of like above like 75 degrees. I was wearing a jacket all day on Friday, and then you wake up Saturday and it's you know that hot i think it kind of uh lulled everybody into a sleep a little bit and then right. just the heat you know the heat hit yeah uh uh surprises in the 450 class surprises um oh i see second moto yeah that's pretty strong uh-huh um i don't know i mean it was kind of you know Wyndham was there <clears throat> metcalf was there uh Nothing. There wasn't really anything too crazy. I thought Jay Canada did well the first moto to kind yeah, of back up his right. performance on a bike he wasn't comfortable with. Um, on a bike you on a bike you hate. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> say I hate it. I, just, <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I, kidding. I don't think it's the best bike. By any means. Hey, let's um, uh, let's uh, sorry to interrupt you. Let's bring on our our, our points leader in the activity class right now. Huh? None other than uh, Dean Wilson. Dino, what's up? Not much. What's going on, boys? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. The other guy on the line is Jason Thomas. So he's going to oh, okay, just sit okay, in. Okay. He, uh, hey, buddy. You know, he's got a hurt hey, knee. Does he have his mohawk all gelled up or what? It's, ask him if it's gelled right now. <laughs> I wake up and it's ready to roll, bud. Hey, I know. Okay. I, since when did the motocross races become a runway show? Because JT's uh, there. He's there. 
JT's got the fresh mohawk, the the true religion pants. He's all, oh yeah, it's a, it's a fast. He's looking good. For I sure. know. And and I said, hey, why do you have motocross boots on? Because you know he goes, oh, I don't want to get my shoes muddy, and I. I didn't say anything to him, but my first thought was, you knew you were going to a motocross race. So, now, yeah, granted, it was... I, I asked him the same thing. Okay, all right, good. Yeah. Had, hey, it was pretty muddy, though. There was chicks mud wrestling in front of our tent. Like, that's not normal. <laughs> you should have came and got Dean. He would have... That's, that's not kind of motocross race right there. <laughs> he would have refereed. Dino would have refereed. Um, yep. <clears throat> hey, before we get started about... Uh, Dean, maybe you can weigh in on this. I really thought... I love Bet Metcalf. He's a great dude. I can't believe the AMA didn't do anything to him for wearing that vest uh, in the second moto. I mean, he's got to – you bring a jersey to Tech. You know, you got to be – you got to have the right num- name and numbers and all that. I can't believe they didn't do anything to him. Like, I'm not saying disqualify him, fine him, dock him as position. Uh, I, I don't, what do you think about that, uh, JT? Yeah, it was obviously a blatant kind of uh... – breaking the rules you know right. everybody knows the rules you're not allowed to wear that you have That's to have your name and number everything i was actually on the radio the whole moto going i can't believe that he, he's wearing this like you know <laughs> you know you're not allowed to do that so well, i, think it was, I don't was know a, i mean did, well, did they even say anything to him about it it was a, yeah they did they they said hey what's up and he said oh i forgot to take it off which i i totally believe that's, that's not true no 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 not. That's not true. no he forgot to take it off no they even said it on I tv said, oh, they on said, TV, yeah, Aaron Bates said him, are you gonna wear it and he said yeah no, no. He told Wygant he he forgot to take it off because it got hot. No, it got super he, hot. They I think he said was on TV, the, the pit reporter on TV said oh. she asked Alcor. Oh, it said on TV. Said, well, it must be true. Right before the moto. Hey, this is Aaron Bates. The, this is the other yes. lady. No, no, that's not true. I mean, I believe Valcor was maybe misunderstood, but Metcalf told Wygant that he had all these blisters on his hands because swe- he was sweating so bad it was pouring down his jersey into his gloves. You know? So he, that means he forgot to take it off? Yeah, he forgot to take it off. Because he had blisters, so that made him or, forget to take or it off. maybe he just... No, no, he had blisters from the from sweating so much. But what does that have to do with him forgetting or not forgetting to take it off? He forgot to take it off, and he couldn't figure out why he was sweating so much, because he was wearing it. Uh, I don't buy it. Dean, what do you think? I thought that thing was supposed to kill you down to prevent you from sweating. No, it's... It, uh, uh, no, it, it does for a little bit, and then it gets hotter. It's either a it's either a cool vest or a heat vest. Depends on what it is. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to figure what was because I mean I didn't even really see the start, and then I was just in the tar watching. And right. I was trying to figure out what the hell he was wearing, and then it was like some. I was just surprised he's wearing it because it it wasn't the most stylish thing out there. But yeah, no, it was a mistake. JT, don't listen to TV. You can't listen to everything TV says. <laughs> hey, seriously, seriously though, in like the middle of the moto, if you realize that that thing's still on, I take it off. Like I unzip it in the air and then I just oh. fling it off for real. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. There's some big jumps out there. You if you're that it. hot in the middle of the moto, it's making you hotter. I take it off, no problem. He Guaranteed. didn't know he had it on. That's I what I don't he... know if I can. I don't know if I can buy that. I don't oh, know, dude. I don't know, Dean. What do you think? You don't know. He he dropped a call earlier. He said he'd be good, but uh, that might not be the case. All right, we just let Dean go. Try, try to get him and, back yeah. on. Um, hey, tell me this though, okay? Right. You know, you know how you feel when you're riding all like you, you know, like guys at this level ride all the time. Every day you're riding, and he's not wearing that thing when he rides. 
So you're telling me that he couldn't tell the difference of wearing a cooling vest when he's riding than normal? Okay, we all know the cooling vest, it, it, it cools you, but then what it also does, it, it heats you up. Right. So. Right, but you can feel that. There's no way you can't feel that when you're riding. Like, so, that's not a normal riding feel. That's why, like wearing a chest protector when you never wear one. It, it bothers you all the time. Why? There's no way he didn't know that cooling vest was on. I don't buy that. There's no way. Why would he wear it knowing that it would heat up later on in the moto? Why would you go? Know, maybe, maybe like, how would doesn't. you possibly think that it's going to last all moto? And Dean Wilson's back. Dean, sorry, we're still arguing about this vest. I can tell. I just, I was, well, I was talking to myself. I said, are we still arguing about this vest? Yeah. Because <laughs> my call dropped, and then I was talking to myself, so I've had two conversations <laughs> by myself. But. Well, I mean, I just, and actually, let's have another conversation with, um, uh, our, our co-host here, Kenny Watson. Kenny, I think the vest is bullshit. <laughs> Welcome to the show, bud. Dude, if dudes drank more beer when they race, they would be fine. All right. Thanks for that, Kenny. Uh, uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Sorry, all right, guy. let's let's move on. Let's move on from that, Dean. Um, hey, if you have a question for Dean Wilson, give us a call seven zero two five. Hey, how did Dino do this weekend? Two two. Freaking, that's the points leader right there. I think. Yeah, it is. Oh my hey. God. Yeah, do you know? I thought you paid a little more attention than that. Dude, I was busy this weekend, bud. Dude, it was beer bongs aplenty for Kenny this weekend. What? Was he doing some reality TV show stuff again or what? Oh, boy. You don't oh even know what boy. we got into this weekend, bud. Uh, uh, Dean, let's, 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 let's focus the conversation on you because obviously JT is high and drunk thinking about this yeah. vest thing. Um, Why? What, what's he saying about the vest? <laughs> What's he, what's he saying? What's please he saying? Don't, please don't bring this up. We'll here. get into it after Dean. I said there's no way he can wear that all moto and not realize that it's on. I say we try to get him on the phone. Who's that? Matty. He said it, he said he forgot that it, he forgot to take it off and then he didn't even know it was on. That's like a baseball player wearing a cup and saying I didn't know that I had the cup on the whole game. Dude, when you ride that much, you know exactly what you have on and don't have on. I don't believe that. There's no way he didn't know that he had it on. Hey, no that's JT's beliefs, bro. You can't argue with him. Who cares? I'm just saying that he's he's drunk. Let's <laughs> let's 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 talk to Dean. Dean, how how, how was Red Bud for you, bud? Um, a little depressed after the moto, but I still still thought you rode really good. Uh, yeah, Red Bud was good. Um, well, first moto, like the beginning was wasn't very good, and I was really like struggling with the off cameras. Like the ruts were really really deep, and yep. Pretty gnarly. So um, I actually kept over, like, started lapping the first one and in one of the off-cameras. And then, I don't know, from there, I kind of just didn't ride that great. And it took mm-hmm. me so long to pass types. And, but, uh, I mean, Blake was on at that moment. So then I was like, all right, well, you know, I finished second, so I still have a chance to live all, so I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get it the second moment. And then, uh, yeah, pretty much followed Blake for 15 minutes, and then uh-huh. he uh, gapped me at seven seconds, and that was that. So mm-hmm. just a couple of things to work on. Um, you know, it, it was pretty good that I was behind him, though, because, I mean, I felt like I learned a lot because I haven't exactly really ridden behind him for that long. So, you know, I've kind of learned a few things, mm-hmm. and i got a couple of things to work on. And uh, You know, one of, them is, one of them is, Dino, you do not jump Loraco's leap on the parade lap. Dude, that was sicker than sick. Yeah, but what ends if he cased it and snapped himself? Yeah, I know. I've, I've done that before. I've crashed on that parade lap before when I was amateur really hard. Almost go- And actually, they get stretchered off. 
So but, what were you thinking, dude? You shouldn't do that on the parade lap. I know. Well, no, this was the, this is my plan because we didn't do it all day. I was watching <laughs> this is the my plan. fourth four fifty. I was watching the first four fifty mo, and I was like, we can do that thing. Like I'm watching these guys are just sitting down, like doing it easy. I'm like, we could do it. Uh-huh. So my plan was to get the whole shot in the second two fifty mo and just bust that thing at every lap, and then I felt like I oh, I'd be gone. That would have been sick, dude. If so, you would have done that and pointed back, that'd have been the best. Before like. I had to make sure I, did, I could do it. So, like, right. you know, like the hot lap, I made, I went last, so I had some room, and then I just, I just went outside and I started clicking gears, and, and then like, I barely, barely, barely made it. Like, my back wheel just, I just barely made it. So, mm-hmm. in the race, I kind of went for it a few times, but I just didn't have the run, and it wasn't worth it to case it and blow a rear wheel or something. Your brother Bar should do it. No, the only guy I ever saw do it on lights back, I believe I saw Cunningham do it in practice. I think he's the only guy. I thought I saw I thought I saw the nineteen do it too on TV, but it didn't work out too well for him. Tomac? No, he he, when he crashed, I don't think he he just doubled it. Oh, where did he crash? Is that when he crashed? Yeah, he crashed at that. He crashed doubling it in practice. Yeah, he crashed after the jump. After it washed out, he like scrubbed it, and then his front wheel slid when he landed. Hey, do you remember when Swink would do the no-footed can-can off that thing? That was sick. Uh, <laughs> Dean. Did, that jump's weird. It used to be so – it's been so easy and then so hard some years. They it, changed it so much. It has been. One year, like, Ernie – So, Dino, did you go to the way to the outside to do it? Did you go around the fence? No, I just, I, I just reeled the outside when I did it. Uh, I actually heard Rohan did it, too. So oh, he did? I gave Rohan some props, too. Uh, okay. I heard Rohan did it as well. In in the motos or in practice? Uh, in the second mole, apparently. Oh, okay. What I heard. All right. Um, it would have been pretty cool as a fan to see Dean Wilson bust it on a hot lap, though. It takes some, it takes some balls to do that. Yeah. That's cool. When I was getting up to it, I was just like, I was kind of like cringing my teeth. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to do it because last what year did I didn't say? do it. So. What did Mitch say I wanted, after? I wanted to check off the checklist. Did Mitch say anything to you? No. Um, huh? Hey, Dean, uh, you're in a points lead. Um, I don't have to remind you, though. You haven't won a race yet. Uh is it is it is it something that you think about all the time, or are you looking on the positive side where you you've been week in and week out the fastest guy, no doubt about it. But you haven't won yet, so is it frustration getting setting in? Is, have you tried to stay positive? How much uh, how much is that coming into play? Um, well, I mean, I don't think I'm actually the fastest guy at some of the weekends. Um, no, but every compa- I mean, over over six weeks you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Blake's been on it, but. I mean, races like Texas, I felt like I was the fastest guy. and mm-hmm. Those were the little points that I could have had. And, but, you know, he, sometimes I wish I had a, a TV remote and I could just rewind it and re, <laughs> redo that race. But, yeah. um, you know, so far I've been quite consistent, and I'm quite happy of what I've been doing. I mean, I think I've got, like, five seconds. So it's definitely time for a win, though. I mean, consistency pays off, of course, always at the end. But, you know, you also need to have ones in there as well. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to be like a guy like uh, – actually, I think one of the GP guys, like Steve Ramon, won a championship without winning a race. But I don't want to be that guy because I want to be born as, you know, I was I was the, <laughs> just the, the best complete rider. You know, I was consistent. Right. I was the fastest. And But, you know, it's still quite early to think about the championship. You know, I'm just realistically taking it moto by moto. And uh, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, well, Tim – I'm happy. I mean, I, I you can't – Completely when you're in the lead, for sure. It's nice to have that red plate. Right, hey, right. so let me ask you a question. Would you rather have won three races and be in third or 
not win any races and be in the have the plate. Oh, I'll definitely be in my possession for sure. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So keep doing yep. what you're doing, fella. You're doing fine. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. What a what a pep talk that is. Hey, we got a call from uh, Mike. Mike, you got a question for Dean Wilson? Yeah, Dean, I'm just curious. Uh, are you surprised at um, Lake's speed? Did he show it uh, in preseason at all or something new? You got um, no, not really. I mean, when we when we passed and we practiced, I mean, he's like he, – Glenn Helen's like his track, and, man, he's real fast at Glenn Helen and Comp Edge. And mm-hmm. He's actually especially fast at Comp Edge because he's really small and light, so – then the bikes are already slow up there, so he really yeah. like goes fast. And how much? Just, how much less does he weigh than you? Is he that much smaller? Uh, well, I think Bones, our suspension guy, said he's like one thirty-five, and I'm like one fifty-five, one sixty. Oh so wow! Is it that much? Huh? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One fifty-five, one sixty. So, so I'm freaking tall, dude. He's like half my height. So. Yeah. And it really makes that big of a difference at your guys' level. I mean, just a simple that amount of weight will transfer into just being that much faster? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not just the weight. I mean, he's riding really well, but uh, he, you know, the, way, the way it does make, like, like you can ask Tyler or, any, or just ask anybody. When you're watching him, you're like, man, why is his bike so fast? Like, his bike <laughs> always looks so fast. It's because he's so it light. It floats over itself, it seems like. Yeah, but, you know, and sometimes when it's a little bit softer, we might have a little bit of an advantage, you know, like if it's dest off the start or something, but I don't know, like in places like when it's real sandy, he actually has a little bit of an advantage, like uh, Is there one technique you know, that he does that you feel like he's faster at, like cornering or jumping or scrubbing or um, He's actually real good third. at picking lines, I've noticed. He's real good at picking lines and he's uh, been pretty smart when he's racing about when it's time to pick up and gap, make a gap on the lead and, uh, you know, those are things I'm learning and things I'm picking up on and things that I'm also, you know, working on as well. So he's just riding really well. And, um, you know, it's cool that the whole PC team's top three. Yeah, um, you guys are killing good, it. Well, I mean, it's good for Mitch for sure. I mean, yeah. and good for all the sponsors. But, I mean, sometimes, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it it's pretty gnarly how we're all kind of like all friendly still. So mm-hmm. we'll just see how long it goes for. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Thanks. Dean. Uh, good work. All right. Hey, I Thanks. wonder what the weight Cheers. the weight issue is going to be for uh, Baggett when he has to ride the big bike. If that's going to hold him back. Well, as no, our RP's pretty small, dude. Has, <laughs> hasn't held back JT. No, but JT yeah, but don't weigh 130 like pounds. Or dude, you ever, Do you really? Have you seen Baggett's yeah. arms, bro? They're they're not. He doesn't have. He's hold not on. like JT. You're 180. Right. Well, it depends. Like right now, just because I've been working out and stuff right now. Oh. Jeez. I'm, yeah, I'm close just to that. I guess like benching I'm a lot. Racing, I'm like 170. Right. All right. Yeah, but Barsha, like he, you could be 135, 140, and be yoked. Are you talking about Baggett or Barsha here? Bar? No, I'm talking about Baggett. Okay. You said Barsha. I'm sorry, but Baggett. Yeah, he, he. I mean, you see him with his shirt off. The guy. He's not. He's. He's a small guy. He doesn't have muscle tone to him. He's not like no disrespect to the guy, but he's not like he's yoked. All right, let's stop talking yeah. about Blake Baggett. We got Wilson on the phone. I'm talking yeah, to no, I'm talking on, to you. Dude, this, this conversation is making me a bit depressing right now. <laughs> All right, bud. <laughs> hey, Dino, how much longer for you in lights? Uh, obviously next year probably, right? And then uh, is is that when you have to, you want to move up? Do you even know? Is it too early to talk about? No, I definitely want to. I have 
I got a two-year contract with Mitch, so next year would be my last year, and then um, you want to move up. I'm planning 2013 um, to be 450. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm keep telling myself not to be excited about it, but kind of deep inside, I'm pretty excited because you know, you know, like I'm I'm tall, so like I ride the 250 yeah. well, but I really think I can ride a 450 a lot better because when I was amateurs, I rode a 450 pretty good and. It's kind of like, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to it. So, But, you know, it's way ahead of time still, so I'm kind of right. trying not to think of it too much. Hey, looking back, uh, not to continue on this bummer conversation for you, but looking back on Supercross for you, uh, I think you but you and Barcha came in, I don't even know, flip a coin to me, and either guy could have won the championship. Looking back on it, what happened? What did what you, you do wrong? What did he do good? What, what would you change if you could? Um, Besides I've said it's a million times, but my start sucked. Yeah. I mean, I had the worst starts. And right. He, if you like, look at every start he had. He was top two or three. I mean, yeah. look at Jacksonville when he was far outside. I think he, he, I don't know. He, he did the goodness. He races way far outside. Right. And he whole shotted that thing. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Barsha's really, really good. If you know us, you you'll probably even notice that Red Bud. He's good at sprinting, like, right at the beginning of races. He sprints and checks out, like, you know, look at Red, but he checked out until he crashed. So he's really good at that, and, um, I mean, obviously he's a good rider and yeah. all that. But, but no, no. Um, if, if there's one thing that I could change, it would be to just to be up there on the starts. But mm-hmm. right now I'm, I'm quite happy because I don't want to jinx myself, but I'm feeling like I'm uh, – I'm starting to figure out my starts again. You know, the past two weekends I've been top five. So right. I've been happy with that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just um, got to keep getting the starts. I mean, it definitely makes life easier for sure. JT, uh, what do you think of uh, what do you think of Dean as a rider? What kind of style does he have? What uh, Watching him, you think, he's, you think it'll translate well to a 450? Well, yeah, I think, I mean, Dean's super talented. So I don't think it's going to you know, matter what, what kind of bike he's on. And obviously being a little bit taller and it's going to help him um, have a leverage over a bigger bike. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think Dean's future is super bright. I don't think he has anything to worry about, you know. He's just doing he's doing what he needs to do. And, uh, you know, the cool thing is he, he is riding, like, on the edge speed-wise of, you know, the fastest anybody can go out there. But you, don't, you just don't see him having big get-offs or – you know, big mistakes or anything. So that's that's the coolest thing to me is he just looks like he's in control all the time. And uh, especially in Supercross, his style's pretty sick. I like watching him ride. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. Style's <laughs> making me blush over here. I'm getting a bit emotional. <laughs> Maybe one day Thanks, you can. Yeah, I appreciate that. You could have a full. Well, hop. let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Uh. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what are you doing on your week off, man? What's uh, what's the plan? Um, my weekend off. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know yet, really. I mean, I'm I'm actually I'm just gonna rest the bike a little bit this week. I'll probably I'll be a little, well. I mean, for a couple of days. I I think I'm gonna go to Glen Helen on Thursday and have a good solid day there. But yeah, you no, know, just um on the weekend I, I wanna. Sometimes Kawasaki actually let me borrow some jet skis. And, um, oh, nice. So I'd like to go out to the ocean and ride some stand-ups and just have some fun and, I don't know, just relax, really. Right. Kenny, if it was... Yeah, you Kenny, you could have took Dino with you Dude, this past have, weekend. He would have had a 
the life, time of his life. Would he have got some chicks? Like, were there chicks? <laughs> Not with Kenny. She did no problemo for that guy. <laughs> no problemo. Kenny, where did were you? Go, Kenny? I was in your backyard, bud. Damn Kinda. it, I was at Red Bud. I, <laughs> I was in Destin. Uh, Kenny, oh, you were? Ke- oh, okay. Kenny couldn't believe you were it. with Ivan or what? Yeah, I mean, Ivan and Ricky went. Dude, that place, Redneck Riviera, dude. The best place yeah, I've ever been to. It's pretty to. fun, though. Yeah. It's, like, it's really nice there. It's like... Like, I've been to Havasu, I've been to Parker, I've been to all these shitholes around here. Dude, that place is definitely the best spot. It's hidden secret. Yeah. People are cool. People don't want to go fight you. People don't say, oh, my chick's hotter than your chick. She has bigger tits. My boat's sicker than your sick. You could pull up in a pontoon boat next to some guy's $400,000 yacht, and they're tying up to you and inviting you on the boat. I mean, it, uh-huh. it's good people, good fun. It was a, it was a blast. So Will, Dino missed it by one week. It, yeah, dude, I yeah. dude, I could see like why people go there, like right. like why Ricky has a spot there, and you know why what well, that's he's told he told me he's been going there since two thousand and three. Okay, and was that his little Gailey place or what? Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. I think it's kind it of was. the place where all the people that used to go to Panama go now because Panama's ghetto now. Yeah, yeah. that place is really. You been uh, there, JT? To Destin, I mean, I've driven through there. I haven't spent a lot of time there. Dude, um, like the water. I mean, I've driven through it to see how nice it is. The there. water's like blue as a pool. Yeah, like it's, it's like, so it's nice. It's like you're going to the Bahamas or somewhere like that. The water, yeah, so white clean. sand beaches, just yeah. crazy. Um, it was cool. They had like a really sick, like the the Blue Angels flew over for like half hour. Then they had like a really sick fireworks show. You know, it was cool. It was totally, totally cool. Hey, we got a question from Eric on the line for Dean about Baggett, but we're not going to take it. We're not taking it. Oh, Eric, man. Eric ask, call back with another question. Anything. Hey, Dean, have you thought about ever leaving leaving California? Like uh, once you get a little older or, or mom and dad want to go or whatever, have you thought about getting out of SoCal like so many guys do? Oh, I mean, I would love to. I mean, <laughs> I, I would, if I could, I'd be gone already. I mean, uh, um, not that I absolutely hate California, but right. um, Mitch doesn't act – Mitch will let us go places, but only for, like, a little bit of time, you know, so. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, oh. Yeah, well, um, Tyler got to, he's, Tyler's been in Florida right. for a couple of weeks, but that's, like, his time limit, and that's it. So, <laughs> but I don't think, uh, for one, I'm kind of hard on bikes. I don't think Mitch really would like to be shipping bikes right, back right. and forth as much. Right. And I just don't think he likes the whole shipping deal and, and, I think he just likes to keep me on a little bit of a short leash. And <laughs> Seemed like he didn't have a problem with it with Ricky. Yeah, or Ben Townley, but... Ooh, um, ooh, good points. Yeah, or Christoph Purcell. Oh, another... Ooh! I think Ty was saying to send all of his stuff back and forth, too. Like, that was part of his deal to go. Tyler pays for it. Everything. <laughs> but, like, I, I just think it's kind of like a hassle for him because, you know, it's just a lot mm-hmm. of work and... I mean, um, definitely in the future, I'd like to, you know, go somewhere like Florida or even Texas because um, when I was an amateur and I rode for the extreme team, extreme team green, yeah. um, they had a pretty good setup in Texas, and I loved it there, and I'd always go there before Lorez and ride in the humidity. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a different pace of life, and it's like there's not – I know people always see like there's not as many distractions, but, you know, like – it's just like you go right and then you go to the gym and then I don't know it's like 
we lived or uh, we stayed right by a lake, and then we'd always go in the lake. And I don't know it's just different way of living, and you know sometimes that's a nice change and yeah. keeps you. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Motivated, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. might. I can see that the native Texans having. Uh, I can see the biggest distraction you could have in Florida or in Texas is the Demeth twins. The oh, <laughs> not, not me. Not for me. <laughs> those, um, those little girls are funny, dude. I'd like to see. Uh, wait. The are those the chicks with purple hair? Yeah. Yeah. They're the Demeth. Like I thought you were talking about Sheriff. It's jo- Josh it's, Demas. It's weird oh. because it, no, it's weird because what is those chicks deal? Yeah, but Demeth what goes is, out with their older sister. Are you still? Yeah, whatever. he still does. Josh, is Josh older. Demeth goes out with the Demas sisters. Yeah, no, the sister. Then <laughs> her name is Demas, and he's with a U. Yeah. They're with an S. It's crazy. Like I had to book their flights one time. I had to book her a flight. And let me guess, you screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? The look of shame on his face when he had to admit that. No, what is those chicks' deal for reals? What are their deal? They're sisters. They just hang out. They just super fans. Uh, I wouldn't say they're super fans. They're just, yeah, kind of. But they're cool. They're good. Yeah, no one's saying they're not cool. I'm just, what is their deal? Okay. I don't, I don't even know if they're super fans. I think they just like to party at the races. That's their favorite part. Oh, well, what the hell? What am I doing? Married? Yep. Why aren't I with them? No no answer? Nobody has any answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we I don't love saying anything. I don't want Pookie to shoot me in the face. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hey, Dino. Hey, speaking of Pookie, what time does she get back? She's on her way here right now. i got to move my car then. I'm blocking the driveway. Well, wait wait till the commercial break. Yeah. You have time. Uh, Dean, I was checking out your Twitter account. You follow one person, the LA Lakers. That's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what, what, what is the deal? You don't follow anybody I, else? I don't know. I just like <laughs> No rappers? Uh, well, when the Lakers uh, were playing and, you know, I was all, and I was on the road, I was, that, that was a good way for me to – Keep check on updates and stuff, and okay. I don't know. I, I just don't really care what that many people have to say. I'll be honest. So because your Twitter account, I just follow. I, I just follow people like, or I just follow the Lakers because it was convenient, and I'm a huge Lakers fan, and I just like to keep track on scores. And you know, people are always like, "Yo, follow me, follow me." And I mean, right. if you want to follow somebody, you follow them, and if you don't, you don't. Yeah, I, I don't get the whole follow me. Also, I've gotten the same thing from other people. I just found it yeah. weird that you don't follow any rappers because I know you're into that, or any you know yeah. Scottish people or, or any Canadian people. Well, like the the rappers, like they don't even like really, really tweet that much. Oh, okay. Really, right. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll follow some more. I don't know. Follow Watson. We'll maybe, maybe you should I'll follow me. Yeah, you should follow tweet. me because I know some of the Lakers and they could work out good for you. Uh which ones do you know? Let's see who you know first. I, can, I can't. I can't it. be throwing that out there. But if you, you know, maybe I could work it for some Laker tickets for you. All right. All right. Maybe even a locker he, room. Even maybe even a locker room walkthrough. He's got to hook up a little bit with Laker tickets through, through his agent Cardia, who is a serious Lakers fan. Yeah, but he's so stingy with his tickets. Whoa! Man. Whoa! Stingy. <laughs> um, no, and and not into hockey at all, huh, Dino? Just another, just another thing you've turned your back on. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I, well, you saw us be a big Calgary Flames fan, but they kind of right since since I left Canada, they they they're they're depressed kinda, like all of Canadian motocross that you left. <laughs> yeah, they kind of got. I don't know. They, I don't know what happened to them. Uh, um, hey, Canada's not bitter though at all. No, Canada's okay with totally fine with Dean going out and oh. yeah. Uh, you know. Can we not go to the subject? Because <laughs> it 
could go on for a Dude, what so is... long. It's unbelievable. Okay, we can't talk about Baggett. We can't talk about Canada. Did the Canadian Nationals that year in 09? Yeah. Like, they were pretty fun. Like, no. I had a good time. Right Dude, they, everybody liked having you there. And I, I really wish you would have rode the 450 that day at, at Calgary, though. Dino goes ah. out. So do I. I wish you would have rode. Dino goes out in practice. You know, he's been killing. He kills it 250 class. He was beating those guys by 20 seconds. Uh, he goes out in practice in the 450 class. Fasciati, you know the big guys? Who? Fasciati, Clat. I don't know. Okay, is. anyways. And he sets the fastest time. Not by a lot, but but by a little bit. And, ooh, I would have liked to see how you would have done. I mean, I think you would have won. That but... would have been four 35-minute moors. I mean, well, whatever, I dude. Whatever. <sighs> Hannah would have done it. Hey, dude, these yeah, guys race this weekend want, coming up. You everybody to be judging you off of. When you're already exactly. You're talking that. to the guy that used to ride both classes in Supercross. Yeah, JT used to race. Yeah. yeah. Is, does it pay? I'll race. Where do I sign up? Does it pay? I'll race. Yeah, yeah but I'm just saying for him, like if he's going to go do it, he wants to. He wants to win. And Colton's just what? not like Colton's slow there, so he, he would have won. Out there tired. He would have won. JT knows what, what's going on. JT knows. Oh it. God, here we go. The, the two Fohawk guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to hear a little story? What happened today? Yeah. Well, like. I was road biking and it was like, it was really hot too. It was like, nine, I don't know, in the 90s or maybe 100. And I'm going up this huge hill and I, I forgot my water bowl. So I'm just like dying of thirst. And I get to the very top and I see this guy just sitting outside his lawn. And I'm like, yo, can I like please have some water? Like his house is right there. Like I, right. a glass, you know, and he says no. Oh, did you need to go back to that guy's house in your truck and do the biggest burnout across his grass? Like, dude, I was like, you shoot me, I was sweating. Right. Like, I couldn't even talk. My throat was so dry. Like, <laughs> give me, like, a glass. Like, do you have a hose I could have? Like, a garden hose? Like, God. and he was just like, no. And he didn't even say sorry. He was just like, no. He just and, said no. Wow. Yeah, so that was my story. So then I had to go all the way back down the hill to the gas station and, oh, man. Guy probably thought it was groundskeeper Willie. Like freaking out. Groundskeeper, <laughs> well, yeah. love it. Um, oh, what a dick that guy was! Wow. I know, I know. I was just, I just thought I'd share with you. I mean, I just hope there's not that many right. more people out there that that won't share their, you know, their water with me or with anybody. Yeah, that that's was it. Was he? Uh... Maybe they were Blake Baggett fans. Yeah. <laughs> then, maybe he was. Hey, Al Chupacabras, that's dumb, dude. That's dumb. That I'm, over, I'm over it. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. I wish that never would have happened. Uh, Dino yeah. doesn't have a nickname, really. Do you, Dean? It is. It's Dino. It's Dino? I don't know. Dino? Uh, huh, I guess that'll work. Yeah. I like Grinskeeper. Uh, <laughs> well, he's off of uh, The Simpsons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just got a Scottish accent like, like you do. I know, but it's just, you know, Wilson, Welly, you get it? It's kind of funny. Hey, do we still have Dale on the phone to talk uh, about? I'm guessing so. He wants to talk about the vest? I'm not talking about the vest anymore. Vest is over, man. Vest was 10 minutes ago. Have you ever seen Dean Wilson? Yes. No. Oh. The guy that wears the vest's girl's picture on Twitter. Wrote her bio picture. The guy who wears the Metcalf? Dude, his chick has a, like electric guitar, and she's all like done up. And, and she's, she's like, licking, licking it. the yeah, strings. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I don't get it. Dino wouldn't have saw that because he only follows one person. Hey, why don't you just follow follow JT? Wait, I don't have Twitter, dummy. I forgot. Damn. Sorry. Oh, huh? thank God for that one. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, um, what's coming up for you, Dino? Uh, this uh, 
the next half of the races. What tracks do you like? What are you uh, What are you looking forward to uh, the second half of the Nationals? Um, Melville's sweet. I love Melville because in 09, I did some Loretteland qualifiers, and there was a uh, – I raced, I raced there like a bunch because we were there for like a month. It was the same year I did those Canadian Nationals. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, we stayed in, Mel- in Minnesota for like a month, and we got to ride Melville a bunch. And I just like it there because there's so many trees, and it's mm-hmm. really green. I just, I don't know, I just really like it, and the track's really good. And Close to Winnipeg. So Melville's too. good. Melville's good. Close. And what's after that, Washougal? Yeah, Washougal. Sucks. Hate- well, I don't hate it, but... yeah. Like I crashed pretty hard there last year, and then I kept, I just kept crashing there last year. So well, I'm gonna yeah. turn that around for this year. You like but Paula? Where? Paula. Yeah, I like Paula, of course. Get to sleep in my own bed, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't mind Unadilla either. So the all the sharks are pretty good. I'm looking forward to them. Um, only one that I kind of suck at is Southwick. So. Oh, yeah? Not a sand guy? We can get through that race with, like, a top three. I'd be pumped. Hey, when you were hanging out as an amateur around Minnesota, did you, did John Martin make you pick weeds to go riding? No. Oh. He didn't stay there. Oh, because that's his move when everybody wants to ride the, the, the track during the week and stuff. So. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to, like, paint signs, pick weeds, do that kind of stuff. So. Unless he's had to do that for a long time. Huh? Yeah, unless he's did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, JT, uh, Dino said Washougal's not that good. You agree, right? I remember you telling me years ago you didn't like that place. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool track. I just don't think it's that great for a national. It's just kind of narrow and shadowy, and the dirt and the motos isn't very good. I don't know. I mean, it's a cool the cool, the, the track itself and, like, the setup and where it's at. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's awesome, but... Right. What's like, the weekend of Washougal? Having a national on the track is not so good. The weekend of Washougal? What, when is that? What's the date? Uh, you know? It's in three weeks. I don't know the July, day. July uh, 23rd. Oh, so it's the 24th. weekend before X Games. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, are you hey, doing... You, you know what else is pretty crazy? Is, you know, I was just thinking of this. is how good they make the tracks look on TV these days. You know, like, if you've never been... Like, I just remember last year's my amateur... Or my, my first year, and I'm going to all these tracks I've never been to, and I'm like... Like, I just can't... Melville is like... The, narrowest track I've ever read and on TV it looks so like <laughs> yeah. big and like wide and it's crazy how narrow it really is yeah hey I was thinking about uh, one of my questions I have on here is the destinations for you you, you your team has a bit of a choice you could end up on a 450 for that race Tommy Searle is riding well in, in the GPs and you know like we talked about you being good on a 450 uh, maybe they'll bump yeah. you up is there any talk of that uh I mean, I've, I, they emailed me and said I was on the short list, so... Oh, really? That's all oh. I've heard so far. I mean, so I don't know who's on the short list, but... I mean, obviously, the best team would be, like, me, Tommy, and I don't know how Billy McKenzie's riding, or maybe Sean Sampson, or... I even heard, like, I've been seeing Brad Anderson even being doing good, so... Well, somebody... I don't know, but for me, like, I, I'm only going to ride a 250, because... Oh. For one, Mitch won't even build a 450 for me, I don't think, so. Yes, he would. He was going to build one for Purcell. Yeah, but Purcell was over the age limit, I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah, well, so, yeah, okay. So, But then he'll have to build one for, for Searle. He'd have to build a 450 no matter what. Because of Searle. Yeah, but Searle, Searle's not under contract for his team no, in the U.S. on I a guess. 450. That's true. 
They could just yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I've, I mean, Sarah even won in that race, so it's. I mean, it's up to Sarah if Sarah wants to like. Uh huh. Right. This. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Like, if she'd be willing to ride a four fifty, I'd be so. I'd be pumped. But where's Auntie from? I don't know. I think we're gonna get a little. Auntie's Ant- from uh, England. But I don't... why don't they do Sir Hall, Auntie, and and it's not Auntie. Whatever his name is. Sir Hall, Auntie. Well, like they're. Zero, Ansi, whatever his name is, and I mean, Dino. I mean, that would be a pretty solid program right there. No, Kenny. There's what? age. There's age limits. You can't. You can't have. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Nothing about that. <laughs> the age limits to get in the bar is <laughs> 21. Not that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not surprising. Yeah, exactly. Not surprising. No, it'd be that'd be a sick team to have. Uh, you, Sir, on a 450. You on a 250. And well, we can't have McKenzie. Billy McKenzie. Because he's Australian. No, he's not. No, he's racing in Australia. So, so. Yeah, that's right. That's no. I got confused. I got confused. Um, no, Mackenzie's too inconsistent. He's fast, but he crashes too much. I like that kid last year. was was all right. Anderson, he was all right. Dude, Brad, he like he he held the, the oh he held the four up on the team for sure. I mean, uh, he uh is not like if you watched him in practice. I don't know, like. You wouldn't think he's that good, but right. Then he just—he the guy has so much heart and never gives up. He's just like a warrior, man. Like I remember, did you, did you watch the Nations last year? Like the big jump before the finish. Yeah. Well, he didn't huck that thing till like the race. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, like he's gonna loop it. Like right. I, every lap, I was like, oh shit! Like you just kind of like you know, front and high a little bit, but. He he's he's uh he's riding real well right now and I don't know, he, he did good for us last year and so did Jake as well, but I feel like we actually did really well last year. We're almost podiums. We're so close. Yeah, you guys did. That that would have been cool, no doubt about we it. We were uh, in podium position for like five laps and then I think Max Nagel passed somebody and moved his back. You have to excuse my dogs in the background. I think I think Ken, either Kenny's doing something or um uh my wife is home. So everybody are, are they rolling around on your X brand goggles right now? <laughs> for the Yeah. I've got Alessi's goggles prepped underneath Hank right now as we speak. <laughs> oh um There's no chance that you have any goggles built for Melville yet. Don't even try it. Yeah, you're right, I don't. I had to build roll offs this weekend though. Um I had to build some some uh some some roll offs for Mikey and he warm in a second moto. Which I guess it, it, it looked like it rained a little bit in that second moto, so the goggles were ready. Um, yeah, uh, well, Dean, if it doesn't work out, if it you know if it doesn't work out for you, there, there's another country that would love to have you back. I'm just putting it out there. All right, just all right. just putting it out there for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, as if we'll, as God. if we'll ever as if we'll ever see him again. Let's take our question for Dean, and then we'll wrap this thing up uh, with Dean Wilson. Mike, uh, you got a question for Dean that doesn't pertain to Blake Baggett. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dean, it's Mike again. I, I talked to you earlier. Um, quick question about the uh, SFF fork. I know you guys are using that this year. Um, my brother works for Showa, and he says that's kind of um, all reason Showa did that on the production bikes because it was um, a cheaper alternative, and Kawasaki bought into it. But since you're using the A-kit stuff, does it – make a big difference to you? I mean, is it that much better than this normal twin chamber? Um, well, I was actually the one of the very – last year I was actually testing it with Bones, and I was, like, the first rider on the team. And 
I'll be completely honest, I'm not a good tester at all. As, as long as I feel comfortable, it makes yeah. it good. But um, the, the first section felt really good. I mean, at first they felt like uh, they, they weren't like getting good traction going into the corners when the bumps were really sharp. But then once, I don't know, Bones figured some stuff out, and then, uh, I don't know, my suspension feels very good right now. And I, I, I know Bones uh, is a big proponent of it. Feels better than last year. My my forks. Yeah, like pillows, yeah. like riding on pillows. Riding <laughs> on marshmallows, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So yep. okay, all right. So so um, but yeah, for me, I, I'm not the greatest tester to start out with. So if you're gonna ask somebody, I'd ask like Tyler because he knows he's the best at this. <laughs> he's really out. For me, right. I like him, so it's all that matters. I you think. What do you mean? Do you, do you know it's a big difference though between that and what you had last year? Though I mean, is it, is it like revolutionary or is it whatever? Uh, last year was 2010, and this year was 2011. So oh, no, I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Like it just feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't hey, answer. My, my All right, whatever. Circuit forks just feel amazing. You can go online from circuit.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think as you get older, you'll get better. Everybody will. Everybody does in that testing. Was, you know? That was a tough question, dude. No, you handled, it. Hey, right now. you handled it well because you turned it into a sale, maybe. <laughs> there we go. I hope so. Um. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, uh, great, uh, great, to, great to see you this weekend. And um, keep it up, man. You, I mean, you have the points lead, so it's very crucial that you keep it all the way to the end. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it, and thanks for having me. One hundred percent of the riders who have the points lead after Paula win the title. That's a stat that I just came up with. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, I'll Dean. I'll try and keep that one. Thanks, all Dean. Right, man. Appreciate it. See you guys. Say Keep it real, really. Dino. Bye. All right, Dean Wilson, Monster Pro Circuit, uh, Kawasaki. Dean Wilson. Um, he's a funny guy. I like having him on. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Uh, JT. What's up? You think Dino can win this thing? Yeah, I think he can. I mean, looks like Baggett's got uh, you know all the momentum right now, but. Yeah, but Dean was closer this weekend. He was, he, uh, wasn't he? he... Yeah. He kept him way more honest than he did at Denver. Yeah. It was definitely a step in the right direction. But I agree. Having said that, it's the same situation Chad's in. He's going to have to win races. There's just no other way around it. I don't think you can sit back and, and wait for a mistake from the other guys because it's just not, right. you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. There's not enough big enough points gap or yeah. whatever. You're going to have to, hey, have JT, to go win it I, yourself, I think, is the best way to say it. Can I ask you a question? No. What? And the F were you thinking on Fourth of July weekend to go to Redbud? Dude, it was fun. I bet it. I got like back. It. I mean, I got back Sunday, and then I went to the beach all day Sunday. Sounds like a great time, man. I wish I would have been there too. Well, not all day, but I mean, I still got back in time for Sunday and Monday of Fourth of July. It wasn't like I was there all weekend or anything. Uh, true. When did you get there? Friday night. Uh, actually, I went in early uh, with Chad to do press. And press, I was day there with, like, press day with Reed, you know. Just Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So you, flew, you flew private, right? Fourth of July, Sunday, Monday. What's that? Did you guys fly private? No, no, we just flew Delta. Oh, just Delta. We fly Southwest here. <laughs> he was sitting in uh, 36E in the middle, the in the back. Where and were you, up front? He still hasn't got over it yet. Yeah, I was in the front. He's very bitter. 
Did he fly private? Oh, so bitter. <laughs> Did he ask you for your seat? No, I offered it to him. I tried to hand it to him. He wouldn't take it. Good but, job. Uh, at least you tried because you knew that he wouldn't take it. That's why you offered it to him. No, I was ready to give it to him because for me, it's not a big deal. Like, whatever. I'm going to sleep as soon as I get on anyway. And you're tiny. But you're tiny, too. He was so bummed. I, you know, yeah. it was fine. Um, so he what wasn't he, having it. He, he was, it was like a point. Like, he was so bitter at Delta because he <laughs> tried to buy a first-class ticket. And he could, they real, they wouldn't sell him a first-class ticket. Like, he couldn't get one when he booked his ticket. They but they'll upgrade you out. for miles, right? What's that? So they, they upgraded you because you have miles and you're preferred flyer yeah. with them. And but I changed my ticket the day before, and I still got a first-class seat. So he was so oh, super he was, pissed about that. That shows you how gnarly Delta is to their to their freaking flyers. I'm surprised he just didn't go and just buy the plane. You know what? I'm going to buy the 757 <laughs> right now. Kenny, no, what are you eating? I feel bad for him. Sandwich. I'm starving. You got some food on your mic. So I'll lick it off when I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Dessert. You got it. <laughs> hey, uh, JT, sorry, we're going to go to commercial bro. break. Or should we take this call? Yeah, we should take this call. Yeah, probably he's on long oh, distance. All the way from Australia. O'Rourke, what's up? Watson, Mathis, how are you guys? Good day, Matty. Good day, mate. Good day, JT. What's happening? Oh, no, much. I just thought I'd call in and uh, and speak to a fellow Chad Reed fan and, and ask you a few questions about um, your BTO sports ride and how long have you got to go with those guys? Uh, I'll be there until I'm done. I mean, I don't foresee myself going anywhere else. So as long as I'm still racing, I'll be, I'll be there. Be awesome, Kenny, <laughs> if you if you offered JT a bunch of money and signed him away from Forrest, and then you Never. got because you guys sort of have a rivalry. Never, no, nah, we're cool now. No, I know you're cool now, but just it just it would be funny. I would never do that to Forrest. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, he wouldn't do it take anyway. it. He wouldn't take it. All right, I'm just saying it. No, It'd be funny. It. Okay. No. Anyway, as a as a JT as an elder statesman of the Supercross slash Motocross series, do you is this the stage where you start to really look at what you're going to do? After motocross and supercross, like, are you Great question. have you figured out what you what you want to do, what like where you want to go, and what you want to do with yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at stuff. I don't have anything um, for sure, like ironed out. But obviously, as you get to the point where you can see, you know, CBN coming, um, you start to, you know, wonder what's next. Um, you know, you don't think about it too much when you're racing because it's so kind of encompassing that. You know, you get wrapped up in that, but, you know, having time off and, you know, a lot of just time to sit and think and kind of ponder what you're doing and what you want to do and where you go from here. Um, you know, I start to think about it and I don't know. I've been talking, asking around a little bit and it's just such a bad time with the economy to try to do anything like that, that I haven't really, you know, <clears throat> made any, any like hard decisions or anything. I'm just going to kind of get back on my bike and, uh, and hopefully when the time comes, an opportunity will present itself and I'll, it'll be an easy transition. But If you, uh, if, uh, you if you move to Vegas, we'll give you Tits' job for an iPad, too. Hey. Oh, sweet. That, that should pay all the bills. JT, <laughs> has kidding, professional, uh, being a professional poker player ever crossed your mind? Yeah, but just the variance is too bad. Like I, it's, it's really not that cool to go to work and lose money. That's, that's the crappy part. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, JT, it's a cool what, job, but what would you want to? I don't know. What would you, what would you want to do in a perfect world? You you step off the bike and go into what? What do you? What would you want to do? I would like to be motocross related for sure. I, it just seems like it would be a waste to spend your whole life doing something and kind of 
become an expert on the topic and waste it, you know. It's not like I, you know, I did some some college, and uh, I would definitely like to go back and finish my degree. Uh, but I, I just love the sport, and I want to stay in it um, in some capacity. It's just what avenue am I going to go with that? Is it going to be with, you know, some kind of motorcycle company or a team manager type deal or, or well, what? I, I don't know. Yet. I, I think he'd be an uh, awesome team manager. I, I agree. Really he'd be a good media guy, too. If, if I don't know how your writing skills are, JT, like how, how you are at forming – you know, a story, but I think you'd be good at that too. Um, aren't those guys in poker? Aren't they all kind of shut down? What do you those, mean? Because of those what? sites? Like, how are they? No, I'm talking about a tournament poker player. Are they still making a do doing a deal? I would think so. Okay, I don't know. I'm just I don't know anything about poker. Besides, if you don't get the cards, oh, the only, the only, you don't win. The only people that that hurt is are the top top guys because they have huge contracts with oh. them. But okay. your average everyday professional poker player had no relevance. Oh really? really. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know much about poker. I just gave that up, obviously. And they, they the only real problem is they don't have they have to go play live now. Like they can't go play online. They have to actually right. go to a casino or somewhere and play. Right. So anything else, O'Rourke? Yeah, earlier you had a very angry Corey Moser on the phone about the KDM 350. Yeah. And um, and I I work in the bike industry, and I, I'm always getting asked, guys always talking about the 350, 350. And, and in my opinion, I, I think the 350 is a great bike for the average rider. Um, I think a guy, 9 out of 10 guys out there on a motocross track riding a 450 could, could probably not ride it even close to its full potential. So, mm -hmm. But I, I think when you're competing against guys like RV, uh, Dungey, Reed that are, that are on, that are guys that can ride 450s, that, that 350 just seems like yeah, you're, you're, such a disadvantage. I, I stand, uh, you're exactly right. In my opinion, it's, it's a great bike for 98% of the, of the people out there. Hey, is there, is there any other rumor like this weekend that Dungey did sign? Or yeah, we'll get to that. We're going to talk about that in a little oh. bit. But yeah, I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, O'Rourke, we got a guy from Delta who who wants to defend Delta. Do you want to stay on the line or you want to go? I'll hang. Hey, how much Rourke, How much does it cost you to call the show? Call the show every week. Well, well, normally it would cost a lot, but I have a a cell phone plan where I get um, a hundred dollars worth of international calls for free. So. I'm for how long? For how long? Because I was going to say, instead of up. calling the show every week, you should just donate a hundred bucks to the show. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't get his call, no, and he gives us hundred dollars. Yeah, and then you <laughs> could, and then you could just go in the chat room, and we'll wrap to you there, and you can save money, <laughs> and we'll get the hundred dollars. Hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> I give I give the Pulp and Mix show enough promotion in Australia. I think I, I'm yeah, you said, serving that he, iPad. Hey, let me ask you a question. He said this week he got two people asking him, "Are you the O'Rourke from the Pulp Show?" That's awesome. Hey, what do you know? Is there some big auto show going on in Australia right now? You know, in the whole country like of Australia? Show? In Australia, like yeah. there's some huge auto yeah, show? Yeah, the, the, the uh, motor shows on at the moment is Sydney International Motor Show. You know what's crazy? Uh, do you know the guys from Aaron Style? Do you know Kale? From where? Kale from Aaron <laughs> Style. He was like the the fact the Yamaha team for a couple of years. He's a heart and oh, height the, importer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Air Style Imports. Yeah, Aaron Style. They're doing uh, their team truck they're doing for Supercross. I guess they have it on the floor at the auto show, and they're wrapping it there at the sh at the show. But the, the question is, do they have wrapped coolers? Yeah, Kenny. They will, because we sent them all their artwork. Oh, shit. Wrapped coolers. Oh, wait. You're going to hey, have wrapped coolers um, in Australia, bud. Mike, you there? Yeah. Mike, you work for Delta, and yep. and you'd like to take issue with Chad Reed's middle seat. <laughs> no, I just noticed a lot on uh, Twitter lately. Uh, Ricky Carmichael and Chad Reed have been rip ripping on Delta. Uh-huh. For issues that 
I mean, it's kind of the right form to talk about it. It's probably pretty boring for you guys to hear, but uh, it's like any other business. I mean, people get frustrated, but Ricky Carmichael really got mad at Delta recently, and it kind of bummed me out because he's kind of like my hero. I fly for Delta, so it's kind of weird. Is that all you want to tell us, that you're just bummed that Ricky got mad at Delta? Yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love Delta. I fly only Delta. That's it. Uh, what oh, I don't I have, I'm going to have like uh, 950,000 miles on Delta or something, so I'm going to be coming up on a million miles here. <laughs> the, Ricky got pissed because he closed the door on him. He was late to his flight, so he closed the door. And that's Delta's and fault? Let, that's that's Delta's fault? Yeah, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, the other 300 passengers were happy that they left on time, but Ricky was pissed. So now he's mad at Delta, and he tweets everything. <laughs> and then people talk about how the – I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you guys hey, don't care I – <laughs> I, Delta, he flew Delta all the time his whole career, so. But I don't get it. Well, he, he ain't hating that much. Wasn't there some dude in Atlanta, and maybe Mike is the dude, who hooked everybody up with Delta connections and changing of the flights and all that, JT? Yeah. Wasn't there some magic uh, dude that everybody had on the phone? There was a guy. I don't remember his name, though, that Red Dog used to talk to. Yeah. Everybody but had some guy on speed dial. I um, met him a few times, but. What I don't like about Delta or American is it seems like, like I get upgraded 75% of the time. To first yeah. class, I'm I'm a Continental now United guy, um, yeah. And and it seems like the pe- dudes who have million miles on American and Delta status never get upgraded. Like I talk to guys at the races every week, they're like, "Dude, I never get upgraded. I, I'm gold elite or whatever." And I'm like, seriously upgraded eighty percent of the time. So yeah, that's yeah. Weird. That, I mean, that, you know what the problem cool. is with Delta, and I'm sure that Mike can say this is like when Delta bought Northwest. Yep, man, it's so much more difficult to get upgraded now. I, I still get it. I would say 75 or 80 percent of the time, if not more. Right. But it's much, much tougher to get it now. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a baller up there in first class all the time. Well, I'm just saying the the problem is is then all the Northwest people are also, you know, all they're they're also trying for upgrades now. So you get double the people you had before or whatever. So all right. Like you should the upgrade list now at the airport are crazy. There's like 50 people on the upgrade list. Now, one thing about the whole uh, soldier and the extra bag with Delta is just uh, complete crap, too. I mean, Delta did not charge the guy extra money for his bags. Who? So, you know the whole controversy about that soldier got mad at Delta because no. they were charging him for bags? No, I no? didn't hear anything about that. But let me tell you this, Mike. When the, the stewardesses get on the mic and say, we have something up here that tells us people have a cell phone on, you guys are – effing lying to everybody. You don't have anything. <laughs> and I know that. Of course. There's you ever, no you ever had that, Kenny? You ever had that? We have a cell phone, uh, whatever they call it, a machine up here that tells us you're still talking on your cell phone. I'm like, you effing idiots. No. We, we leave our I leave mine on every time until know. we take off. Like I shut it off actually in the air. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. I flew Delta home today, and I had a pleasant flight. <laughs> Kenny had a pleasant flight. Good All right, Mike. All right, good. Thanks. All right, man. Later. See ya. Mike, wanting to defend Delta. He still never really got to get the point of Reed having a, a shitty seat, though, and wanting to be upgraded. But Well, it was his fault that he got a crappy seat because all you got to do is go online and change it, which he he yelled at Ellie for, but whatever. She's trying to raise a kid. She's busy. Yeah, exactly. O'Rourke, we're going to go to uh, – we're going to take a commercial. No problems. Um, and, JT, come back to Twitter, please. <laughs> Dude, he won't do he it. I, I, I've done it. I've tried. I don't know what his deal yeah. is. He's being very. Hey, can cool. you ask? Can you ask DV what the hell is with his Twitter? Twenty yeah. percent off. 
I asked him. He, he signed up for some sort of spam thing, and he, he got $6 last month from everybody uh, clicking on that. Uh, $6 <laughs> off what? He got $6 from the company that you know signed him up to spam. To twi- Twitter they, they have access to his Twitter account, and they post out. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't really know how that works. To be honest, I don't know if he had to do it or if they did it. But he got six bucks. He said so. Hey, who do you think's tighter, DV or Ricky? Who? DV or Ricky? Who's tighter with money between those two? Who's the first one? D- Dillman. Uh, Dillman or Ricky? Dude, I ain't saying Ricky's tight, dude. That guy just hooked me up for the last five days, and he wouldn't let me pay for nothing. Yeah, but you know he is. I, I'm, I'm pumped he hooked you up, but that doesn't change history. He's pretty gnarly. Well, uh, I think he has what he has is because he is tight. Oh, dude, I, I'm not bagging on the guy. Just, just a fact. Everybody knows. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. Dude, I have You're... more respect for that guy, what he's done in his career, than I could ever explain. I don't. I don't know. I don't know uh, Millsaps that well to say know how tight he is. I don't hang out with him, so I don't know. Who was talking about Millsaps? <laughs> what the f are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you talking about? David. David Villeman. Oh, number nine thirty-four. Yeah. Oh. And then number twelve. I wouldn't know because I don't hang out with him either. How about Who the, that? Who the f is talking about Millsaps? <laughs> Welcome to my life, both of you. Welcome. Welcome, uh, Auntie. Auntie's a good rider. <laughs> he is. He he ran a little full hawk for a second. Yeah. Marcus Auntie. <laughs> All right, got, and, and uh, Charlie, Charlie Watson. You got some good stories about Daytona you can share with us later on. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk a little bit about Watson's uh, little holiday. Uh, we're gonna go to commercial. JT, do you want us to call you back, or what do you want to do? Uh, whatever. I mean, I'll. Yeah, if you want to call me back when you're back on, do that. Yeah, we'll call you back because commercial breaks a little while. So. Right. Cool. Australian right. International Dial Code Six One. All right, you can call me back too. Yeah, sure, bud. <laughs> see, you. Right, see you guys. Bye. All right, JT, we'll call you right back. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, we're going to go to our first commercial break of the night. Come back with uh, <clears throat> Kenny Watson talk and uh, a few more Red Bud talk. You've been listening to the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. See you in a little bit. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount.
As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything. From your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design, experience, and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protective Products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Shard, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. 
With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Coming at you, Van Halen, 1984. Watson, were you rocking this this weekend? Because you just finished telling us we just finished. You just finished telling us all about your weekend. Was this where you guys were rocking on the boat? Dude, I don't remember to tell you the truth, but I know Halen was on. I don't know what I don't know the other song that well, but I know Van Halen was on. There was a Van Halen song. I think it was Hot for Teacher though. That's all right. It's David Lee. It's not Sammy, but yeah, it was on. Well, welcome back to Pulp X Show, presented by BTOSports.com. You're uh, listening to the best show on the internet on PulpMX.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And this hour brought to you by uh, BTOSports.com. Check them out on the web. Use the discount code Mathis to uh, to save yourself some money on that deal, and uh, check them out. Free shipping, anything over seven hundred bucks international. Great sponsors of us, and they're they're on board, um, and it's good to have them. X Brand goggles, the goggle of choice of Michael Leslie, Josh Strang, um, uh, many others in the pits. Uh, Top notch goggle, X Brand. Uh, what Kenny? I'm reading the sponsor. Can thing. I have the pen, please? Yeah. I'm just trying to take notes so our show could be really good. Do you need paper? No, I just need a pen. Okay. All right. Let me finish reading the – good God. I'm here for what, the listeners, What could dude. he possibly be writing right now? I, I, I'm here for the listeners. What could he possibly be writing, Tits? Uh, I don't know, but he looks like he's looking at the chat room. Um, FMF Racing. Don't forget to check them out. Uh, FMF Racing, they've uh, been there since uh, the early days of Moto. Names like uh, Monster Kawasaki as well, JGRMX, who are running the unmarked FMF Exhaust systems. They've been around forever. They'll give you a power boost along the way. Everything's made in the USA, tits. Check them out at fmfracing.com as well as on Twitter and Facebook. And let's not forget JGRMX. Good guys there. Coy Gibbs bought me dinner Saturday night. That's nice of him. Did you eat them out? What'd you eat them? What'd you eat? Uh, I had chicken parm, and the guy I was with had uh, um, some sort of uh, fettuccine, chicken, chicken fettuccine. So thank you, Coy Gibbs, for dinner. And uh, I felt like we should be buying him dinner, though, because, you know, he sponsors the show. But I, instead, I see that happening. Yeah. Instead, Koi, uh, Koi hooked it up. So check them out, JGRMX.com. They do suspension and motor work for Justin Brayton and Millsaps, but they also, tits, 
have an amateur racing program. Uh-huh. They're working with Pirelli. They have Cooper Webb, one of the top amateurs. They can do your bike no matter what it is. Any of the five brands, maybe even Huskies. I don't know. But check them out on the web and uh, call them and tell them that Kenny Watson sent you. And Coy will give you a bit of a discount. You want to get JT back on the line? I will. Let's uh, get Jason Thomas to join us again. Austin Stroop coming up, 8 o'clock hour. We'll have uh, Valley Yamaha's Austin Stroop. So, Kenny, um, talk about your weekend. How was it? Did you even watch the race? Do you no. even know what happened? I Well, I, I went on the internet oh, you on, on, uh, on Saturday night and just seen who just won. Just to see who won. Yeah. yeah. I didn't watch the race. So I had no interest in watching that race that weekend or doing mm-hmm. anything, but... But Just I did. I did go to the NASCAR race in Daytona. You did, yep. And we were guests with the the, the Dodge guys, Ivan and I. Yep. And that was quite an experience for me. Uh-huh. I've never been full access deal. Yeah, yeah. Like behind the wall at Brad Kozlowski's pit, and just watching the way those guys operate, it's <coughs> like uh, I was very, very impressed, and it gave me a lot of ideas, you know, to bring it back to my team. Anybody with rap coolers? Nope. Fantastic. Nope. Jason Thomas. Hey, I, I brought up the whole rap cooler thing. I love that you guys are using it all the time now. That was, that's the, that's true. Yeah, it was. JT, did you really? I don't remember. JT yeah. can take credit for that because I remember. What, what do you mean take credit for it? You did it. And you no, were, but he's the he one that said it. it about the show. Oh, really? Right. Oh. He, he talked about how jealous he was of the wrapped coolers. Yeah, we use it all the time, JT. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they're you, good. Hopefully you don't they're want a royalty I mean, that was That's like trend-setting stuff. Like, I was pumped on it. Never seen it before. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you once again. Um. Let's go into the BTOsports.com news segment, uh, which actually is actually a Twitter segment. It's the Tweet at Tits. Tweet at Tits, whatever. Oh, he had to oh, get his name out there. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment, where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. All right. Yeah, we changed the name. The news got Kenny irate because it was It sort wasn't of, news. Yeah, it wasn't news. Exactly. So... These are Twitter questions or email questions from fans of the show or questions that Tits himself has where he tries to set me up to hey, make Hey, you look know bad. what, though, before we get into this? <laughs> yeah. Before we get into this, I really think that you need to give some kudos to our sponsor, JGR, for their stellar weekend. But I did see how their guys did. Yeah. Davey Millsap, strong first moto. Second moto, twisted a knee, dropped back. But still, first moto, very, very good. And Brayton, outside of him winning that moto, uh, on a KTM at Steel City, this might have been his best outdoor finish. What do you get? Five six. For what? Fifth. Braden gets fifth overall, right? Five seven right. for sixth. That's strong. <laughs> I mean, there's three yeah. guys in front of him that are podium every yeah. week. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's get. I want to get to Vestgate one more time. Um. Hey, how did Burner ride this weekend? <laughs> Vestgate. Broke the chain, first moto, second moto. He rode pretty good. He was. He was like with that whole pack. He got eleven, but like like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven were kind of all together. He was okay. Kind of the of it. Got an email from somebody that would know. Medi wears earplugs when he is racing. When his mechanic asked if he wanted to wear it, quote unquote, Medi thought he meant his drink system. So he really did forget he had it on. He said he was roasting in that thing after the ten minute mark. He said if he had remembered he had it on, he would have would in fact have stopped and taken it off. JT. Who'd that come from? Someone that would know. All right. I mean, it's, it really doesn't matter to me. It just was kind of hard to believe that he forgot. That's all. I just thought that he was, you know, like kind of 
I'm going to use it. Maybe they had it set up where it would work to keep him cool during the moto, and he was like, I'll ask for forgiveness rather than ask for forgiveness. I can't, believe you're, I can't believe you're, staying, you know you're, you're sticking with that. What? I can't believe you're sticking with that story. You've got to feel the no, thing I'm on you, though. No, I'm saying if that's the actual case, if, if like that's what happened, fine. I just Get thought Metcalf it was more on the phone. that he was trying to, you know how hot the first moto was, I just thought he was trying to maybe, you know, use it. No. He, he's no. already had problems with the heat. No. Not like I thought he was like trying to cheat or something. I just thought maybe it was like, you know, this might might not be very healthy. I'm gonna have to do something about it. No, no, gotta there, keep myself alright. No, he just he. I mean, I'm sticking with my premise that he should have been penalized in some form for it. But uh, uh, like, you can wear a camelback. Yeah, but you can't block I mean, your name and numbers. Part, he would have been penalized. There's That's not, what I'm saying. You know what I mean, it's black and white. He had a the vest on. Black and white. Kenny, you didn't you see know, the whatever. race. But okay. He had a, a cool vest, total vest. Covering front jersey, covering back, it looked like a life preserver, and so it covered all his well, sponsors. You know everything. what? The AMA should have done something on the line. Then the, they should have. Yeah, they wow. said I mean, back in the day, if you didn't have a freaking AMA sticker on your I chest know, protector, no. they would say, "Oh no, no!" They would freak out on They'd the walk, line. Yeah, on Were the they? line. Do you remember JT? <laughs> they would walk up and put a sticker oh, yeah. on you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember hey, I saw, that. I saw a rollerball roll ride a whole national with the number one jersey on before. Uh, a U.S. national, yeah, Gatorback. <laughs> and I was in the I was in the AMA trailer, and this is when Duke Finch was the race manager. And <laughs> I heard somebody radio in. I don't know who it was. They radio in. Oh uh, yeah, we got Ross Patterson down here with the number one jersey on. Uh, what do we do? And Duke comes on. Uh, yeah, when the gate drops, nobody's gonna think he's number one. Just let it go. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> It was classic. That's not awesome, actually. Well, you know what? On Metcalf's <laughs> defense, yeah. why do you have transponders then? Why do they need to read the jersey? It's not a mud race. Well, whatever. They I'm... know who it is. I'm just saying. I can't believe JT sticking with that story. I really can't believe it. But, Must I mean, be an inside scoop. I just said if that's the actual case. If somebody's like, you know what I mean? That that argument sounds pretty legit. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. I'm going to allow it. Whatever. Um... Let's get to the uh, to the segment to the tweet at tits segment here, Kenny. Um, sorry to ha- sorry to ha- make you come in the show. I'm very impressed though. Right from the airport, right? Right from the airport. I to here. Right, here, right here. That is dedication. Yep. That is dedication. No dice on Metcalf. He didn't answer. He didn't answer. Nope. It's because he's running scared. But Sinjin nope. called in wanting to know if there was a show tonight. No, you should have told him no. And <laughs> that's why I, I just the answer this this line all the time. What'd you write? Oh, you just checked. Did he tell you to go F, F yourself? He, he's very cordial to me, actually. JT, did you hear the subway story? I don't know if you were listening that night or not. The one where I got screwed out of a bunch of money? <laughs> no, not no, 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 about That's the only subway story I know about. <laughs> not that one. That guy was a piece of oh. work. Um, hey, you know what? I you know what I don't understand what? about dudes like that guy? Guys that own teams that screw people over, they resurface about three or four years later and think it's okay. Like, they want to come around and they want to talk to everybody and, like, bro down with them. And, you know, and I'm just like, dude, you fucking screwed some people out of money. Why don't you fucking pay them their money and, and live up? Like, if you hit a, a – like – Speaking of paying money, what about Steve Cox? Yeah, that's a What about Paglia and Rhino? Hey, the bottom line is <laughs> – I'll give it – I'll give it, like, a dude like Steve Wagner. The Plano he, guy, yep. He, he went belly up. Six months after he was done, he didn't have to pay anyone nothing. He could have went away, and he still paid people their money. Nice. I mean, that's just the, the kind Chuck, of guy. Chuck, Chuck Schultz do that? 
Hell no. Chuck Schultz. I've seen Chuck Schultz, and I like. I wanted to call him out, and I should have called him out. Because like, there's dudes. He was in the Indy. Was that a race? He was this in year? Atlanta, too. Yeah, he was there, and oh, I was wow. like, you know, dude. Like, right. I had, like, one of my guys was there that worked for him, was a mechanic, was at, he doesn't, he's, his name's Cliff. He was there, Brian was there that drove his subway yeah, truck, yeah. and I know all those guys kind of got hosed, huh. but. JT God, got hosed? It's, it's not hey, my Hey, Kenny, deal. we got a Twitter. Uh, I believe it's time to change the co-host who has no interest in watching Redbud. Well, I think it's time to get rid of the, the guy on the Twitter and freaking go kill yourself. Because, you know what? I have a life outside of motorcycle racing, not like a lot of you idiots. All right. <laughs> uh, what, what do you got, Tits? What's, what's your first question? All right. Um, Godwin39 asks, what MX Sports could do to make racing the Nationals more attractive to Supercross-only teams like Hart and Huntington, <coughs> L&M, whatever? Very easy. Kenny Watson, take the four. Very, very easy. Lock okay. the gates. Go away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What what I've been hanging out with Ricky all weekend, I can tell. Yeah, no shit, huh? Hey, you know what? You Why know are you starting start starting shit on Twitter too? Shut Why are you trying to that. do that? Dude, you you took that way out of content. Bro. I took it way out of context. Dude, all I said was they said, Can you get Ricky on the show? I said, No, Ricky doesn't like Mathis. Bottom line. What? And then you call him a what did you call him? Then you call him a name. You shoot him. You called him a name on the. I called, said he's a blowhard. Okay, I didn't say Mathis. Uh, he, I didn't say what he called you. I just said they just don't get along. And then you're all, yeah, I don't want no, him on my you, show you anyway. Didn't say he's a blowhard. You didn't say they didn't get along. You said he on Twitter, Mathis. He'll never do Mathis' show. He doesn't like him. I didn't say Mathis' show. I said the, the, the show. show. Okay, and I said he, he just doesn't, doesn't like, like. He doesn't not like well, Mathis. Do you not think so that my think, Twitter blew up and my email blew up after you said, after you said that? That's fine. Say yeah, he doesn't like me. Big deal. Right. You didn't have to call him a blowhard. And as soon as you called him a blowhard, uh, that's when I responded. Right. You didn't have to. You call started him. it. This is what. That's what gets you in trouble. You started it. And that's what gets you in trouble. You started it. You. I didn't start. You started it. it. Tits. I'm not taking a part in this. I'm not JT, who sure. started it? You guys both go sit in the corner. <laughs> You're on timeout. Yeah, I'll defend like I always say. I don't care if it's my friend or not a friend. I'll defend people if you know if if I think it's right. And I yeah. think that you should not. You didn't have to call him a blowhard. You could have said, "Yeah, I don't like the guy." Bottom line, cool. Well, you don't I, like I think we're clearly, clearly, there's a lot of tension between Ricky and Steve for people that don't know. And why would you? I mean, Ricky's not going to come on the show. There's, I mean, he doesn't. No, but but you guys don't get along. People don't He's know not that. He's going to go out of his way to go on the show, and no, he doesn't. No, no, no. But you guys just don't get along. I would have Ricky on the show in a second. I really would. I, I know, know I you s- would because it would benefit you. No, not at all. Yeah, I, there you go. I would there have him go. on. I've tried to do. I've tried to do things with him. Uh, for whatever reason, the guy doesn't like me. I got no idea why. Okay, okay. End of story. He doesn't like you. Big right. deal. So, I just wish you wouldn't have put it on Twitter. Because now I got emails. Hey Mathis, what's up? And I, I'm not going into it. I'm, I don't care. You know, it's not a big deal. Ricky Carmichael <laughs> does not like Steve Mathis. Steve Mathis does not like Ricky. I, I'm okay with Ricky. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Tits, get off the phone. What can what can what can what can they do to make you race nationals? TV package is there. You admitted that a few weeks. I just think, uh, <clears throat> you know, we would do the nationals if we could get better, you know, funding to go out and do it. I'm not saying that we really. If we did it, I think uh, my guy, um, the structure of our team is. Is for Supercross and and sponsors pay for that. For us to go out outdoor national racing, Kerry Hart's gonna have to go to his pocket, and I don't think he's in that position where he wants to. I'm not saying he can't, um, but.
but I don't think what? he wants to spend money out of his own pocket to, to do it. Long as the team is paying for itself and sponsors right. pay, we're going to race. And if we get enough money to go Supercross and outdoors, we're going. What if what if you went to what your sponsors – because actually JT's team is in this. They've gone in and out. Um, what if you went to your sponsors for more money to do outdoors? We tried. We oh, tried you did? this year, yeah. Oh, okay. And they don't <coughs> think that it's the value what the value is worth. Okay. And I, I agree. If we go to the Nationals, Hart and Huntington goes to the Nationals and say we have Ivan Tedesco, Chris Blos, and Josh Hill. Right. Okay. If those three guys aren't running up front every week, what are we getting out of it? Yeah, but y- no offense, you're not running up front in Supercross. I've been t- whole shot. He's yeah, whole but, shot dude, nationals. but our I mean, team is structured more than just running up front. I we know. Do, we so why sp- can't you structure? Let me finish. Let okay, me finish. Okay, okay. <laughs> our t- our s- w- in the pits, we have a strong pit presence. Yeah, absolutely. We, we promote our sponsors. We do giveaways. We get data. We get people's email contact that we give back to our sponsors. This year, we got 75,000 emails, okay, that we put on a disc and we say, here you go. Here's content. You, right. Delray, you can email 75,000 people and say that you have 30% off on a, a, a can of contact cleaner. No, there but you, go. you could do the same. What's stopping you from doing that at Nationals? If you ha- you know. There's nobody there. There's 15,000, 20,000 people there. Maybe 4,000 of them go through the yeah, pits. Yeah, but, but Kenny, you can make a case. Now, I'm, I'm, just, I'm playing devil's advocate. You can make a case. That in, in 30,000 people that are at Supercross is 40,000 people. There is only 10,000 people that ride and race motorcycles okay. that buy your product. So at yeah. Nationals, you're getting everybody there who buys your product. That's w- If I was Davey Coombs, that would be my comeback to you. Okay, well, you're not Davey Coombs. You're just the guy behind the microphone. <laughs> and you know what? Like I said, I would love to do it. And I know, Kerry, those are the plans for the future yep. to do it. But at this point in time, the way our team is structured – for what we do, it doesn't make sense for us to go do it. All right. It does not make sense for us to go do it. If we could sell product in the pits, if we could sell, you know, promote yeah. our sponsors, do what we do in the pits, I think there would be a shot. But you agree with me that at a motocross national, you'll reach more core people that maybe no, no? I don't. Okay. I don't. Right. I don't. Are you going to freaking argue with me, Meathead? Are you? Uh, Athletes argues with everybody. You should know this. JT, you're the king of it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not arguing that. Uh, JT, if well, you hopefully didn't Godwin get, got his question answered. <laughs> hey, hey if, JT, if you didn't get it. hurt, would you be doing the nationals every week? Yeah, I was supposed to. I had to. Were you pumped on it? Uh, exactly. I, I actually like doing nationals. <laughs> the only problem is, is there's really no money to be made. Like, there's no Suzuki tendency. There's no like the track money is. You know, it's it is what it is, but. I mean, there's no money to be made. Well, JT, it's oh, sorry. Literally twice, twice the amount of work as a Supercross to get prepared. Exactly. So, and that's one thing that I would like to get across is, he said it right there. First of all, our contracts with our riders are Supercross only. So, if we were to go do Outdoor Nationals, we would have to divide. Say, okay, we pay you. So let's say Ivan Tedesco. We paid Ivan Tedesco say five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. So that way, we'd break that down per race. He made 500000 We'd have to pay him that per race because that would be his salary mm-hmm. by 12. Yeah. We would divide it into that. So it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to do because we're not going to say, hey, you're going to make this flat rate for Supercross the last two years, and then you're, you're going to have to ride nationals for the same. They're going to have to get paid more money. That's well, just the way our I, team structure. I mean, I know what you're saying, but at the same time, hey, you want to ride or not, we're doing nationals. Beat it. You know well, what I mean? Well, hey, how's the Hanny thing coming? Uh, I don't know. I've been gone. I don't know what's going on with that. He he tweeted something. I got an email that he tweeted something because he doesn't let me follow him. Um, 
that he he was dropped. He got dropped by Monster. Do you know anything about that? He seemed he 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 made a fun of Monster or something on Twitter. I don't know. I just got an email that said. He, he, oh, here he, we go. He tweeted. Uh, what what did he tweet? I hope the dolphin craps on the shark. The mud dolphin. Craps that, on the dolphin. That's probably just him and Ash having a moment. Okay. All right. I it his deal I having know isn't with <laughs> his deal is not with Ash. It's with the way higher ups. At Monster, like the the head 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 guy at Monster has a really good relationship with Josh, and Josh is so, you know their guy. So. so when are you signing him? Which is who, Mark Hall? Yeah. Yeah. When are you signing him? Like I told you, I know nothing about okay. his deal. JT, you think Kenny ends up riding for Kenny next year? I don't know. I mean, I, I think either I heard. Didn't you tweet something about he's talking to Valley or something? Yeah, I heard that from from you, Kenny. No. Yeah, no, it wasn't you, dude. He's no way. He, he got into a fight. Listen, with I'm with you. I heard it from somebody that would yeah, know. I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't see that coming. I would say he's either at Hart and Huntington or at PC again. Right. Generally, when you, sure. when you when you sucker punch a team manager, and there's maybe he didn't sucker punch him. That's still up to, for debate. You're not going to get hired by that team manager. And I said that to. Oh somebody. yeah, Vegas. Yeah. I and I that. said that to somebody, and they were like, "Oh no, dude. Oh no. Like you know, maybe maybe." And I was thinking, you know what? To throttle. Uh, it doesn't matter what he thinks. If Rockstar says we're going after Hanny, because let's face it, that's the image these companies want. You know, it doesn't really matter what happened in Vegas. That's what I was thinking. So, what else we got, Tits? All hey, right. just to clarify on the outdoors, I really do like doing outdoors. I mean, I've done like thirteen full seasons of outdoors. It has nothing to do with whether I like it or not. So, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are diehard outdoor guys, and they get bummed if when people don't do them and I, I want to make sure that's very clear that I actually like doing them. I'm I, just kind of trying to point out reasons that people right. don't do them. To me, when the Nationals were on the OLN network two weeks later, and it was a one moto deal, I understood yeah, teams. I understood yeah. the team saying this is brutal. But we're in 2011 now. The first first motos are live every week on Fuel TV. Second motos are on Speed, or they're live on NBC. Sometimes the next day, but mostly the same day. TV package is as good as Supercross, if not better, and I think they're coming around. Now, Kenny's point about the coverage, I don't know. Uh, I haven't I watched think, enough. I think he has a point there with Supercross because in Supercross you have heat races and last chances right. that get TV time. Well, and, uh, and dude, who's going to see my coolers at Outdoor Nationals? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the coolers are going to get dusty and dirty. And, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> Hart, Hart, we can't do them. Coolers. <laughs> I think. I think. I, I. I know Hart. Hart's a motocross guy. Like he loves moto, and I think that he would be backing the whole thing to go. But at the end of the day, I don't think he wants to spend money out of his pocket. And for us to go at that level, I mean, we spend a lot of money on motors yeah. and suspension yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and setup. And for us to go racing, it's going to cost us a lot of money. We should get Forrest Butler on here to tell us because he's done them, not done them, and done them. You know. Well, Kenny, you did them with with, with Plano. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? It costs a lot more money to go race outside. Got a CR125 nationals. <laughs> it costs. How, a how lot. was that part budget? How was that parts budget? Well, you see how long the team lasted. Yeah, good point. Um, what else we got? Tits. We're gonna uh, get Austin Stroop on here right away. We okay. We're not doing well with this segment. It, it's fine. Um, oh, it's fine. Oh, thank you. No, I, I, I'm getting around. To tits it. says it's fine. Yeah, don't Kenny. worry about it. I'm back, tits. Um, <laughs> All right. I backed it. If if Stewart were to go to Suzuki, right. like some rumors have it, and Dungey goes to KTM, 
what will Yamaha do with their support effort? Will Hart, it Hart could, could they Art Huntington. Huntington? Nope, Moto Concepts. <coughs> Full factory program. I mean, they would Well, those teams right now, Valley, Moto Concepts, they buy things. They I mean, Yamaha. Does Stewart buy things? I don't think so. No way, right? So they would have. Hey, who, who was the first one that claimed Stewart was going to go to Suzuki? By the way, you, JT. That's correct. That's right. What? And did your claim to fame this show is coolers, coolers, and Stewie? No, for real, JT. Did you? I don't remember. I'm not claiming. Yeah, you did. I did. I did. Well, Long time ago. Oh, how'd you know? And it's pretty. It's getting pretty close to done. From so I hear. Oh, I agree. Like it's it's going to happen. I want. I'll keep waiting to talk to bring this up on the show, and I, we keep getting distracted. But what? About, just about silly season and stuff and stuff that I found is, out this week. Is that is that pretty good? You think that's happening? Yeah, I'm pretty sure from what I heard this weekend that it's going to happen. Like it's it's for sure going to happen. Hey, so does Suzuki buy him out of his contract, or how does that work? I don't know. I I, I heard that, and Mathis, you were in on this that they weren't real pumped. Yamaha wasn't real pumped on him being there either. So, yeah, who was telling us that? Yeah. that- that uh, I don't want to tell anybody else. Oh, but yeah. We were in the tower, and we were both talking. It was in the tower with somebody, and they were saying that because James has been throwing them under the, the Yamaha under the bus a little bit. Is that it? Was yeah, that- just between that and obviously all the legal problems and yeah. his image isn't so good right now. I think he lost Sam Manuel. I really think that happened. Yeah, for sure. Me too. I think he's going – they're going to go with Brooks' like Brooks's team. Yeah, Brooks and McGrath starting a team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I've been trying to get a hold of Brooks, and he, he – you know, his lawyer is Aldaco, and um, uh, I talked to Aldaco a couple Who, weeks what ago. What rider would they get? I think they're going after Dunge. Is it Aldaco or is it Adelco? Is it? I thought it was Aldaco. Like Taco. Uh, maybe. I thought it was Adelco. It doesn't matter. Anyways, <clears throat> he told me he was Brooks's lawyer, and I was like, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, and he's telling you way too much, Mathis. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, he barely told me anything. Like, seriously, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I – yeah, and he's just like, yeah, you know, he, you know, he's, he, he's not talking to anybody. I'm just like, oh, okay, great. I guess it's just a NASA thing. This is just a NASA secret. We'll just never know. Larry Brooks is still on Family Time. Yeah, people, uh, people take this sport way too seriously. Right? Thank like, you. Thank you. Like national security secrets. Like if someone knows, it's gonna bl- blow the deal. Like, yeah, like the the, the world's gonna explode, like butterfly effect or something. I know. Yeah. If uh. if Dungy weren't leaving Suzuki, would they have still been going after Stewart? Or did... No, no chance. No. No. Okay. no. They don't have any money. The money that they're going to pay Stewart is not where he's going to be drawing most of his money from, I don't think. And for sure, no doubt, Mookie has a 450 over there at the Stewart Ranch, and James has ridden the shit out of that thing and realized it's pretty good. Right? Yeah, I mean, I would assume that if there's any serious talks going on with Suzuki, he's been on a factory Suzuki so, already. Let me ask you this: If this happens, where does Goose? What does Goose do? You know, James is like, "Hey, I want, I want Gosler." No, or maybe not. Oscar. Yeah, maybe he's got Oscar. I don't, I don't think he could. Right now, I think wouldn't you go to KTM with yeah, uh, with I would, Coster and Dungey? I would, I would think you would probably go with Dungey to KTM because they have a lot more uh, mm-hmm. to offer right now. Let's say Dungey goes to I, KTM. I don't know. I, I, that's Hypothetically, let's say Stewie goes to Suzuki yeah. and Dunge goes to KTM and McGrath and Larry Brooks. are doing their team with Sam and Well. Who goes there? I don't know. Good question. I don't know. I mean, there's Kennard is 
Canard signed up, right? No, Canard's done for another year. Yeah. Josh, Josh Grant? Grant's open. Um, Josh Grant, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Who else is moving up? No one. Hey, why does Reedy keep joking about him signing Dungey? Is he just messing with us? Or is no, there... I don't think he's joking. No, he's trying to sign him. Yeah. Oh, is he? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's trying. I mean, everybody's trying to sign him. Right. Yeah, I believe. But... I, I think Reed's putting in an effort. I just... Can he get the money rounded up in time? You know what I mean? And all that. I really believe Dungey's going to KTM. We touched on this on the beginning of the show when neither of you guys were, were on the line. But from what I hear, from what I gather, he's going to KTM. I just can't believe that. Like, I, I can't believe it because I think it's going to happen too. Mm-hmm. But I just can't believe that he would do I can't remember a time when somebody was more <laughs> sought after than Dungey is right now. Right, and he basically has everybody in the industry that has a dollar. They're throwing it at him right now. Right, and he's going to go to a team that's never won in the U.S. You know what I mean? They've never won consistently in in the 450 class ever in the U.S. And he's going to go there. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, is it brave? I think is it a money deal? I don't think Dunge sells up for money, right? He wants to still win and all. Well, I mean, it just seems like he could get money anywhere he goes. I mean. If Brooks has Sam Manuel, they're going to have money. You know, I mean, Honda's, I guarantee you, Honda and Chad and everybody's offering him every dollar they can find. Right, right. I mean, he's, you know what I mean? He's the guy everybody's trying to get right now. What did RC say this weekend, Kenny? He doesn't know anything. No. But he's so out of the loop. It's not even funny. Right, right. <laughs> he's it's wrote, funny. I, mean, it's I really about... think he's going to KTM. I really, really yeah, think that. I, I mean, I, I saw I... his dad high five Ian in the, in the tower this weekend. You know what I mean? Like, I really, really think he's going there. I just, uh, it's funny, like, no one out at that ranch, like Carmichael's, like Big Rick, Ricky, I yeah. try to get it out of them, and they're just like, don't even. we don't even talk to him about that. Like, right. it's like, well, he's focused on what he's doing, and yeah. they don't even bring well, it up, so they, they I don't know. They, they were in that grind for a while. Uh, we're going to get to more but questions later. You got a lot more questions. Don't you think that's, just yeah, to, I got quite to a few. finish that topic, don't you think that's pretty, uh, like, Kind of a ballsy career move to do that. Well, what I was saying earlier, JT, and again, you weren't on the line, but I was talking to Pitt Buyer this weekend, who's you know the head guy at KTM, and I look for an interview on Racer X like next month. You know, they kept saying about how much they love that 350 and it's the future and this and that. Well, I interviewed Pitt Buyer on the record, and dude, he totally backed down from saying the 350 is the is the bike. He told me, you know, in Europe, Caroli is making it look good and he is winning. But maybe we have to look at something different for a USA racing. Maybe in American racing, maybe something else is the answer. We'll have to take a look. We'll have to see. Like, crazy talk from a head guy at KTM. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which made me yeah. think, whoa. Like, And then I heard afterwards, I told somebody that conversation with Pitt, and they told me that Pitt told them they're coming out with a new 450 for Dunge. They're going to – I mean, KTM's got the ability to stop and start an assembly line. Right. You know, like no one's right. business. And they're coming out with, with a better 450 EFI and, you know, the latest great that, stuff. That's the only way I could see it working. There's right. no way you can convince me that Dungey looks at the the history so far of the 350 results-wise and says, yeah, that's going to work. <laughs> that's like, where I want to go. Right. 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 I'm ready to race. You know what I mean? I just right. don't, I don't see that. I, mm-hmm. That guy wants to win races. He's not going to put himself on a team or a situation where winning races isn't, you know, feasible. And I don't think him put going if, on that 350 is is it's going to happen. I mean, look at just look at what it's done. Look at Alessi's back at the front on a 450. Look at Short where he, you know what I mean? He's not racing with anybody he raced with last year. If you're KTM though, you uh, you definitely eat a little poo 
because you, you you know you went out on a 350 limb for so many, for so long, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, what is if if you're capable of signing Ryan Dungey? Yeah, that that trumps everything. That trumps your philosophy right, on the right. 350. That 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 changes everything. Like you're going to do whatever it takes to build a bike around that guy that can win races because that's going to sell motorcycles. Would you agree, period. Kenny? Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's get to our next guest. Valley Yamaha's Austin Stroop. Stroop-a-loop, what's up? Hey, buddy. What's going on, man? Hey, thanks for doing the show. Appreciate it. Um, Glad to be on here. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, i got Kenny, Kenny, Kenneth Watson in studio here, and Jason Thomas is on the phone. So, uh, Oh, nice. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up, man? Hey, uh, uh, first, yeah. first of all, where's Ryan Dungey going? That's what we were just talking about. What do you think, Stroop? <laughs> what's going on? Um, I was just... I just heard about you know all the news and stuff. So uh, I would, I really doubt he'll leave Suzuki. You know he's got like a really good relationship with them, but uh, uh-huh. I don't know. It, it depends. You know he's really he was really close with Roger and Ian. So uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm not sure. All right, right. Do you care? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all. Uh, you yeah. Need to, that's, that's all. You, all you, <laughs> that's all you need to. That's all you need. To we let, just got that's your all you answer. Need to say. Hey, uh, what is going on uh, with Austin Stroop? How's the rehab coming? Uh, everything's good, man. I was uh, spent a lot of time back east after I had my surgery after Vegas, um, and I've just been back home and um, spent some time back there. And now uh, I just got back out to California, and I actually just got back from the doctor today, and um, they gave me a uh, a week until I can start riding. So, oh wow, forward to it. So, yeah, uh, so some good news. It was just uh, you know everything's been strong. It's it's, uh, it's getting back there, and um, so I was kind of excited to get the. Uh, Get a good notice on what the doc said, and um, he said I can get back going pretty soon. So hey, good. so what was what was the final verdict on your shoulder? I know, like in Vegas, in a couple other races, like you come by and G was working on you, and you seemed like you were in a lot of pain the whole time. And he was just like, "Man, every week it's the same thing. You need to go get checked, and there's something you know I can't work on you until I know." And you like, you know, your body did. And I looked at you in the eye, and I could see that you said, "Man, there's something wrong," but I don't know what it is. What was the final verdict like? What did what did, what did you have fixed? Well, the whole season, it never really felt as good as it should have felt. And I've just kind of had a little couple crashes before the season started. And um, that's kind of what it hindered me the first six races. And that's kind of why I wasn't racing at the time. And, you know, I just made a little bobble it at, uh, in the first practice or whatever. And I felt like I had popped it out. And it was just like dead to where I couldn't even finish the you know, even try to do it, but, uh, gee, yeah, he helped me out to the race, but I just, uh, went to the thing and it was a ligament attached to my rotator cuff that I had done the past season. And they just reattached it with a screw and a plate. And, um, it was just like a month and a half, you know, just fixed it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot better now. So That's cool. I mean, that what was what I pretty mean. much it. It was just like a stupid, like little jerk in my shoulder. And like, I pulled the ligament apart and like, it had been bothering me for a while, and it said, like, the doctor even said, like, it could have built up where it, you know, where it just kept getting worse and worse, and, like, every single round I had to get, like, help from, you know, the Asterix guys and, you know, Dr. Ryan and all those guys, and they were helping me out. And so it was just done after the season. The Supercross just beat it up even worse, and I thought I could get through the outdoors. I could actually do motos on the outdoors, and it wasn't bothering me, but that last little bobble I made in Vegas like it was done I could I had to do something or it would have been even worse um did they did they make a mistake the first time around or you know I just 
the thing was with that injury I had was a really bad injury, and mm-hmm. I I had came back right before Redbud last year and crashed on my mountain bike really bad, and did like re-injured it again, and that's, a lot of people didn't know that I hurt it again, and that put me back another two months because right. that's where I was, had planned on coming back last year. So, yeah, I hurt it a bunch, and really it was just weak and. I honestly, you know, I wasn't even really prepared to come back for Supercross, so I was kind of rushing everything at the time, but mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to be able to do something and have something, you know, a shot at doing something for outdoors and stuff, so I wanted to get into it. Yeah, that, it, was, so. that was the plan, dude, because when I talked to your pops, he was like, we are not racing Supercross. We are not racing right. Supercross. We're going to come out, and we're going to be ready to go at the Outdoor Nationals. And then next yeah. time I see, oh, Stroops on Valley. Exactly. <laughs> Stroops on Valley. Stroops on Valley. And I'm like. That's, that's the exact story, man. And so I kind of, I, you know, I had forgotten and, you know, what it took and doing all last year and how good everything went last year. And and 450-wise, I really didn't think I, you know, I thought in my mind I, I might be ready. But, you know, I was nowhere near where I should have been and where these guys were at in the whole eight months off, you know, it just took effect. And mm-hmm. I never really got back to even close, and you know. Not a lot of tests and stuff, so yeah, I was way behind and a lot less prepared than I should have been, you know. And it just kind of all fell effect when I hurt my shoulder in the beginning of the season, and and it just kind of came down to getting through at least something. Yeah, it's 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 got to be frustrating for you, huh? It's uh, this two two uh, two years of uh, of of kind of just battling through it, right? I mean, when's the last time you were 100 yeah. percent healthy? Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not for I don't think until I was, when I was 16. You know, I've kind of dealt with just some lagging stuff and not being, you know, just not having a clear shot at anything and not really doing what I should, you know, exactly where I should have been. And um, right. I think when I hurt my shoulder this last time when I was with Suzuki and I and I had a great season and I hurt it and you know eight months is dude, it's just a long time and you don't really think it's that long and when you have some bumps during the time that it's hurt and stuff and you know, but I don't think this will help me, and I can get strong, and I'm just going to come back when I'm ready, and then I'm going to build this up. And so at least it won't be, you know, November when hey, I'm back the, riding, you know. So. Hey, is your team pretty much solid behind you right now? Like, are they just saying, take your time, yeah. get back when you can, or are they just they want you to get out there like ASAP? Dude, yeah, you know, if I had to really deal with something right now about trying to get back on the bike and, like, having to be racing, I'd be really worried about stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. But they've been so cool from the from the start of it. So, I mean, I really haven't had any problems. They haven't rushed me. They, you know, Chad Lanza, he's a super cool guy. And he just watches over and he wants me to get back healthy, you know. He kind of, like, you know, he wants to see me at least where I can race before I'm even ready to get back on the bike, you know. That's so. cool. That's totally cool. So do you think we'll see yeah, you this summer? Yeah, a lot of less pressure. I mean, it just takes your mind off of it. And so, you know, you know, because this is an injury that's lagged for three years. So it's mm-hmm. like, got to do it now or something's, you know, uh-huh. going to get worse and riding like that, you know. So you know what's crazy? Like, get back. you know, like, I, I – I talked to Hill quite a bit, like, you know, about his injury and about his mental state, like where he's at and his career. And, you know, I think you and him, like, I'm not saying that you guys had the same type of injuries and maybe you raced a couple times here and there. But he told me this time off made him really realize the gift of racing that he has and how much it means to be out there and what a privilege it is to be able to ride, you know, at that level and to go out there 
like a lot of people wish that they had your speed and the talent that you have, but a lot of these people don't. They don't. They you know they struggle through whole career to get top ten, and you guys have that, and you guys get hurt. And I think a lot of people get hurt and they take advantage of it and they don't realize what they have until it's gone. But, you know, what's your what's your take on that? Do, do you like when you're sitting on the couch, you like, man, yeah. I got to get I got to do it right now because I can't I freaking. Mean, yeah, I mean, watching the season, I mean, especially with how everything was going, I mean, I was super excited to be there. And then, you know, like when you're kind of injured, you know, it kind of kind of takes a little bit of the fun away and you kind of get over it. And then, you know. And then you're watching, like, you're sitting on the couch and, like, knowing where you should be, like, you know, this weekend, like, red button stuff. And, you know, for me, I've never done an outdoor season, and, you know, I, I miss out a lot on that. And, like, that's the one thing I actually look forward to, you know, at the beginning of, I mean, November and December, you know, I was planning on doing outdoors. And so, yeah, it bums you out. And, you know, when you're sitting here, you don't think about nothing but racing, and you see that. You know, it seems like every year it like gets a little bit more exciting, and there's a lot more closer racing, and all these young guys coming up. I mean, you just miss all of it. You know, you you take it for granted when you got it, but you know, when you're out, you you know, you really think hard on it, and you know, you know what you have, and so. Um. So, do you think we'll see you this summer? I mean, the doctor with this update, like, yep. what I got the the news that I got from him today, I was kind of really, I didn't expect it, so mm -hmm. I. I mean, he said, like, 10 days I can start riding, and, you know, I've been staying, I've been training with Johnny and stuff, and he's been helping me late, started with him late in the Supercross season, and so I think I could, I think he could possibly see me at the last two rounds. That'd be, uh, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's I been... think the last two rounds would be decent for me, or maybe, you know, try to get three in and have one to, you know, come back in and then, you know, have fun with those two. And mm -hmm. I love to race an outdoor, man. I was, I was really looking forward to that. You know, I was getting ready for the GP before Vegas and stuff. So, yeah, I'd love to get back, man. I'd like to see Stroop back on a light spike outdoors. Can, can you do that? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was – we talked a lot to the AMA last year. You know, I really wanted another chance to race. Like, we wanted to do, like, an outdoor Supercross, and, you know, with mm -hmm. my, you know, I had two, I had three really good Supercross seasons. You know, overall, you know, I was second and two and then third this last year. But, you know, that rule or whatever they have there, you have to yeah. do something. But, you know, but now there's awful. Now there's talk go, of changing it know. again. There's talk of changing it again because I believe Tickle is out. And Morris is out, and some people are saying there's this little thing going on where they want to change the rule again to make more guys eligible. I mean, I can't keep up anymore. It's kind of confusing, but yeah, they're talking about changing yeah, them because Tickle has a two-year deal with Cali, so they're trying to find a place for him. I know it's like, <laughs> was it just, like is Mitch that powerful and Cali that powerful to change the rule? That's crazy. <laughs> It's troops just laughing. I know. I love you know. I thought about going back lights and stuff, but no, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the 450. Yeah, Stroop outdoors on light spike, dude. Because you know, definitely, you know, yeah. you won you won um, Glen Helen. Yeah, did you win? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you won Glen Helen. Yeah, I went. I got, I got the first one, and um, yeah. I went two, three, four. The next. I had started off pretty well. So. Right, right. But I'm just going to try to get, you know, I'm going to try to build myself back. I really, I really miss the whole, you know, I'd really, I want to be a part of this and uh, really want to get back racing, man. You know, I enjoy it when I do it. And uh, I'm really, 
this year I honestly didn't enjoy much of it with my injury, and uh, it was not ready for the toll of a 450 and the toll of the tracks this year, you know, and all that. And so it wasn't mm-hmm. that fun. So I'm just trying to get back in good spirits and, and start back and um, you know, start a lot earlier and be ready for the season. Hey, if you got a question for Austin Stroop, 702-586-7857. 702-586-PULT. Call in and uh, ask Stroop a loop uh, a question that's always been on your mind. Austin, what do you think of that bike? It's uh, Jason Thomas here. He hates that thing. He's on the line right now. He just can't stand it. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He doesn't. He, but what that bike? Certainly the 2010, 2011 YZ450 oh, is uh, is I'm, a little out there. But what do you think? Well, honestly, the first time I rode it was at the end of November, and you know, I got a I got a little bit of testing in. But you know, the, other than the, that, you know, we we tried a lot of different things and. Uh, you know, they had a lot of different specs and a lot of different stuff from, you know, the other Yamaha riders. And, mm-hmm. you know, Nick was testing a lot. And, honestly, we got the bike. I thought it was pretty well. And riding it outdoors was really where I thought it would be a lot better mm-hmm. with me getting – I thought it was really good outdoors. And, you know, we would just need more preparation for Supercross. I just didn't get to try many things and right. get it where exactly I wanted to. And, you know, so – but I definitely love the bike. I rode Yamaha's way before, and you know it's definitely a bike that you can you can put up front. And I think I can. It gets good starts, and yeah. that's the important thing. So well, I think if we got some more time this year and and a lot, and I I think it'll be a perfectly fine. So do you have a contract for next year, or is it up and uh, and you're just hoping um, to, to? No, I don't have one at this point. But um, I'm really. Well, you know, I said last year, and then I got hurt, and I didn't really. Mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of people knew that I re-injured myself, but I want to get out, and I would like to race or, uh, two races or so before the end of the season. You know, just to uh, keep going and have something to to look at, and then yeah. get the ball rolling earlier and stay on a good schedule throughout this next couple months till the end. You know, there were times, Kenny, uh, in Supercross that uh, Stroop so showed some flashes of speed. Heck yeah! Right? I mean. Heck yeah. Uh, there was some heat races and some, some – Dude, Phoenix came out <clears throat> swinging. Yeah. Ooh, you led that yeah. heat race for – cool. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um, certainly had to get yeah, everybody yeah. pretty excited. Yeah, that was, I was – I'm always excited to race, man, and I'm even happier when I'm healthy. So uh, yeah. I like to get back at it. So. Not, not, not to uh, – like you said, not too many people know how much you've been banged up the last little while. You really need to uh, – to just have a uh, get healthy 100 percent and, and maybe yeah start. yeah it, it's so hard you know when you're you know the injury I had last year and was such a you know the whole year how it went and it being such a good Supercross season and and then you know the mistake that was a injury that was four to five months that I could have rebounded on and got mm-hmm. back out there that I re-injured again and again and then at the point where it was just weak till this point and I regenerated what oh did we lose him we lost him try to get him back if you can um i was gonna ask him a couple more questions about uh about us uh you know the 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 rockstar suzuki team is uh really struggling this year and i wanted to ask austin about those bikes because those bikes are pretty good did they sign durham not officially no he rode the bike though what did he say he liked it, yeah. I mean, well, those guys said he liked it. <laughs> Did you ask him? I didn't know. What do you think, JT? Hey, Stroop's bike was good when he was on it, right? 
Chip, yeah, it was like, killing it. Like, his Suzuki looks sick. Mm-hmm. But then now, they don't look good at all. But I, I don't think it's the bikes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, his bike looked awesome, I thought, when he rode it. Yeah, I agree. He, he got good starts on uh, Interesting, he said. Yeah, like, he was jumping the big stuff. Like, you can watch the lights guys jump stuff, and a lot of them are struggling, and he was just doing stuff easy. Like, he looked like he had a lot of power. But then now the results aren't there for those guys, so. Yeah, I'd like to know what's uh, up with that too. I think I've that asked, I've asked around a lot. Like, is it the same bike? Yeah, are they not on as good of equipment? What's the deal? No, same bike. I, I think that team cleans house next year, right? Kenny, Riders? I heard Rockstars yeah. out. You heard Rockstars out? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I heard. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to spread bad rumors about that. I mean, that's not fair. But that's yeah. just what I was. Told. Yeah, I know their contracts up. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah their contracts up. Hmm. Interesting. See? Keeps and, going and, to voicemail. And, oh, what, and what's going to happen if Rockstar is out? They're not going to do the big bike team because let's say that Suzuki does go t- with James. They're not going to have a team. They'll just do James's deal. James is Red Bull. Eddie's got another year on his deal, though. So he's got to go racing. You think they're going to have that semi-truck out there for Metcalf? And somebody else, yeah. I don't know who, though. Could, maybe Stroop? Josh Grant, maybe. Josh Grant? Josh Grant, man. If you're him, you're stressing. What happened to him this week? Pulled off again with knee. Tw- put his knee down. Twisted it again. Pulled off in a second moto. Man, that's a bad deal. Sucks. Uh, Not good. Feel no. bad for him. Yeah, you got to be stressing if you're if you're yeah. Grant. You got to you got to his deals up at the end of the year, and it's got to be really tough. You know. Um. Hey, uh, let's. Uh, hey, you want me to help you out here? I don't know. You're, you're you're dropping the ball. That's what a co is supposed to do. Like jump in. Oh yeah, yeah. Problem. I like that. <laughs> no, I was looking at tits, thinking we should do more BTO questions because we had a lot more. But then I was thinking we should go to commercial. But then I'm thinking is Stroop coming back on? It, you're thinking it, it way keeps too going much. to voicemail like straight away. So, so his, I don't know. His maybe his battery died, died or yeah. something. Yeah. Died. Okay. What? What? what like Dave like, die. Same, same deal. Dave yeah, die. Exactly. What are you talking? Oh yeah, the Dave die incident. I seen Dave die in Mammoth when I was up there. Do you guys have words? No, he really didn't have much to say. His, boss was, his boss was up there with him. That's why. Who? All right. What else we got, Tits? Okay. Um, what's Regal doing for next year? Any chance he goes back with JS7 Racing? No. No, Larry I don't Brooks. think he goes back, right? I say Brooks? maybe Brooks. Yeah. Him and Brooks, they live with Brooks. I think he had a pretty good relationship. Brooks was the one who, who signed him originally, He right? can't be a number one guy, though, right? He no. would just be another uh, secondary guy, right? Yeah, I would. he needs to be racing outdoors. Yeah, I can't believe he's he not... wants to. I know, right? I can't believe that. Like maybe like uh, Mookie's team didn't pick him because I know he's tight with Mook. And why? Why wouldn't he just go ride uh, the fifty-four bike that's under that tent that's doing nothing every week? Good point. He's trying to race. It's not like he's doesn't have places he could go. He just he, he like he'll lose his money from JSE like yeah grand or whatever. Yeah, like why? To me, I heard he's trying to race, but to me. Dude, you're getting paid, and you're not going to get paid if you race, you know, anywhere near what you're making right now. So just take the summer off and relax. As long yeah. as he has a deal lined up for next year, it's all right. But if he doesn't have anything, he needs to race. Do we? Do does anybody? Does anybody in this room or on the phone think he's going back with JSC? No way, no. right? No. No. Mookie's on that I team. I think obviously his his Supercross season didn't go that well, so, and he's a he's a better outdoor rider anyway. So I think that's probably. You know, he wants to race and show what he's got. I mean, he's good. Right. He can be a lot better than he showed in Supercross, I think. What else you got, Tits? Okay. 
This one's from Mosier. Will Shorty podium this season in the outdoors? Just a single moto. I don't think so. Um, he ain't going to do it at Southwick. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he is. Those guys are – I don't think he's going to do it. Those three guys are – I don't think he's going to do it at Unadilla. But it – I don't – you know. Yeah. If he could do it anywhere, he could do it at Washougal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's a hard pack. Yeah. What, what do you think, JT? I think it's possible, but I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. I think – this is why I think if he's going to do it anywhere at Washougal, short start. Yeah. Hard packed. Greasy. And uh, he always rides decent there. Yeah, that's my theory. But he needs he needs Villapoto to go down like this weekend, or he needs Reed to go down or Dungey. Like all those three guys start straight up. I don't yeah. know. I don't like his odds. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think it's possible, but I don't think it'll happen. Like even even if even if somebody goes down, it's going to have to be a big fall like Villapoto's, where he's rolling around and his bike's falling apart. Did he crash hard this up. weekend, Villa? Yeah, he went down big on the start. Got a question? Uh, who is it? What's what's the name? I, it's hard to understand. It's hard to understand. That's what I said. Hey, caller, <laughs> uh, what's your name? Rod Rivera. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is hard to understand. I know. I was getting ready to come <laughs> out of you tits, but. Hey, you got a question? For Ken- you got a question for Kenny? Yeah. Ask him if he saw. Um, it's right here. You can ask him. Uh, you can listen. Yeah. To him. Ask him if he saw Josh Grant's dad fist pumping into Costa's face and on that uh, inside the moto. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was funny as shit, man. I mean, Mike Grant was an animal in front of this dude, and DeCosta was just sitting there. All- it was right when Josh Grant was... Um, he was on um, JGR, right? Rod Avera, what's up, man? Yeah, when he Rod, was on... Mike, the- Rod Stewart, Rod Avera. Rod Avera, I got you, brother. So, hey... Hey, man, yeah, you- man, uh, did you see... Um, uh, on inside the moto, um, yeah, the I one did. That comes off your yeah, you, you, yeah, you, I did. You, you he was riding that. for JGR when that happened. That's when the universe got Michael Essie, or he said the universe was in a game. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't think he did that on purpose. I think he was just fired up. Mike, he's not that type of guy. But I think he was just showing so much enthusiasm for his kid. But, yeah, uh, man, he's a great dad. I mean, I've started following him on Twitter and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. I, the Grants. You know, I I I, have, I like the Grants. I think they're cool. I think they, you know, I think he, they have a. He wears work boots. He does wear work boots. I like that. Mike Grants a rad dude. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks exactly, for thanks man. for calling. And he, he was like tearing up. You know, yeah. he was uh he was talking about wanting to see his kid do good. I just thought it was good shit, man. I know. Hey Rod. Hey Rod. Shoot shoot Mike Grant. Up. Shoot Mike Grant a Twitter and go. Hey, you're a rad dad because you wear work boots to the track. I'm a working class man myself. You know, I did. I uh. And he was I, t- I tweeted I tweeted him the other day. I saw him like talking about missing his fly or something on Twitter because I follow him. You know, I like I like the way and you say I'm, that. You say it like me. You tweeted him. That's so awesome. Yeah, I'm from Georgia, so I probably got a thick accent anyhow. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> but good. um, it, yeah, man, it was just you know he was like tearing up talking about him. It was good shit. Yeah, he's Let's a good dude. Right on, dude. Well, hey, appreciate the call, Rod. Take care. Yeah, man. Thanks. All right, buddy. See ya. And we got Austin Stroop back. Stroop. Yeah, hey, my bad. That's all. Did you charge that battery? Yeah, I got it. Sorry, guys. Thanks. No no oh, no problem. <laughs> hey, uh, I wanted to ask you the most. This is a little bit random question, but Jason Wygant, you know who he is. He's. Yeah. Uh, he said that his highlight of the Nationals so far has to be early sun Saturday morning high point. He's eating breakfast in his hotel, <laughs> and, and a girl comes down with shorts on, and says Stroop. 
a loop on the back of her shorts. <laughs> you're not there. You're not racing. And this girl just is wearing your shorts. Oh, man. I would have loved to have been there. Who Did is it? Name? Who was it? I don't know. I think her last name was like D, the D, D myth or something. I'm just joking, um, dude. No, um, oh, no, I think I know who they are. They made them for uh, like a race in Vegas or whatever. They're like some, I think there's some friends of mine. If they're the ones that if I, if I'm thinking the right ones. Yeah. He just said it was so random because you're not racing. You haven't been racing. It's Saturday morning, and this girl's got your shorts on going to the races. That's awesome, Street. Yeah. Shout out to him. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I got to say. Nobody's especially got- especially oh, yeah, if Wygan said that was his highlight of the Nationals. <clears throat> and Steve is, is asking me why I don't go to the Nationals. Well, the reason why Hart Huntington <laughs> doesn't go to the Nationals and do the Nationals is because this is the highlight. Just some chick wearing Stroop shorts. <laughs> that's how fun the Nationals uh, are this year. Hey, uh, uh, Stroop, talking about uh, other teams here, th- th- we were just talking about it. I don't know if you heard us, but one of the questions I have for you tonight, the, the Rockstar Suzuki team is is really struggling this year, and and I, the, the riders are getting hurt, guys aren't working out, but you were on that bike because they got factory support. That's a good bike, right? I mean, can we put the rest that the bike is an issue over there on that team? It's an amazing bike. It's uh, right. I loved it. I loved every second there. They, uh, we we worked really hard that year. We they um, tested a lot with me, but the bike is amazing. It's it was a you know it was a, a fuel injected bike, and mm-hmm. we uh, I I think it's an awesome bike. I was very excited. To, I was looking forward to racing it outdoors, man. Um, I loved every minute on it. And I I don't know. I think they had they had a couple of good races in Supercross. You know, they got some guys coming up. You know, I uh, you know Nick Paluzzi. They got some guys, but yeah, I'm not sure though. Is that the same exact bike that you rode? I think it's really close. I, yeah. I know that I was there one day, and they had a uh, they had initialized my the motor with my initials, and they had it in one of their bikes. So <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Then great, honestly. I mean, I thought it was an awesome <coughs> bike. Yeah, JT was saying that uh, you know when you watch practice of you on that Suzuki, you know you had no problem jumping a lot of big stuff. Oh yeah, that yeah. was I was 150 pounds too. You know, I was about the same weight they're running. So I mean, right. Hey, uh, good. hey, how's Twitter doing for you? <laughs> I get back at it every now and then. I love Twitter, man. Yeah. I just write random smashes love your Twitter, too. You know, Sometimes we have. I write stuff off of songs, off music. Sometimes it gets, you know, but I just tweet sometimes random stuff pretty much all the time. Uh, you know, we have a, a segment on our show, right? Uh, no, I, I haven't seen it. We, hey, we, let, play the intro for it. Let's uh, let's go to our intro. What we Strip, do. Listen to the intro. This is the intro to your to your segment. <laughs> you stop laughing right now. It's quality, not quantity. All right, man. <laughs> and we have an Austin Stroop tweet of the week every week. We oh, have we have one, and then we normally don't know what you're talking about, but then Kenny Kenny steps in and tells us 
what's going he on. Translates it right. I tr- exactly, dude. No he one does. gets it, and I'm like, dude, this is what he said. Bitch has got to go. Chick's got to yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he even the doing your thing in the high tops. We got that one, and Kenny broke it down. It was good. Yeah, just the old school high tops with you know the old store the old. All stars. They're the ball caps. Uh, yeah. wh- so let's let's do this. What do we got this week, uh, tits for for <laughs> Street Street of the Week? You, you provide us with a lot of gold. Let's uh, uh, this last couple of days. I did it. I did one other day. I was just listening to this old song, and it was a it was Dude Scootin' Boogie. I did that yeah, one. That I was saw fun. that one. But my favorite one was I want to rip one tens down Main Street with a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was down on I was down HB and I've never been on you know down there during the summer on the Fourth of July and I was down there and it, that place is it's unbelievable they were they're having a parade everything it's crazy so that that is what that is what inspired that tweet so I thought like all these people were on the side of the mm-hmm. road I think it'd be cool to get on a one ten and just rip down it with just there just you know doing with, your thing be part of the parade <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. What what else, Tits? Anything else that, that caught your eye? Uh, sure did. Um, I got a nice good doogie, and that's how a play a do. <laughs> please, please, please break that down for us. Oh man, that's that's um, I've got a a, a pretty girl, mm-hmm. and that's how I play a do. I don't know. Bad, <laughs> just a pretty girl, I guess. I don't know. See, this is awesome. We actually have them breaking it down for us, hey, Kenny. I, I, I got one more that I actually would like some clarification where it says, let's try to last a little longer today. <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about, Stripey? I don't know. I, wanted, I don't know. I was, you know, it's treadmill. got me on 30 minutes. I wanted to go an hour. Uh, I need to go okay. longer. All right. All right. Yeah, I like it. We, we do it every week. We, we, so don't stop because we break it down. We, 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 we read off our favorites, and I, and I retweet your stuff all the time uh, to people who follow me, and I think we all get a laugh out of some, sometimes your complete randomness of stuff. Yeah, I follow you. You follow me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, complete randomness. It's awesome. You just never know. It's not all about like, hey, I'm, go- I'm going. It's like whatever your mood's in, you know, you right. got to just throw something out there. Like, I don't know. Like you got a lot of riders that are like going to the track to do work. Uh, hard day <laughs> at the track today. Um, you know what I mean? But you're like, whatever. <laughs> like, it, it's good. Yeah. I like it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not banging on I, it. Well, yeah, and most everybody's, you know, they're doing their motos right now, and I can't really do that, so I'm not like, I'm not, you know, I'm not out there busting <laughs> my butt right now, but right. so I can throw, I can throw in something funny, you know, and like because I'm not chewing much, so. No, I but, like yeah. it. I like it. Well, hey man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for calling back. Appreciate it. Yeah, oh. I'll um, I'll probably see you guys at a national here soon. Did I'm I thinking about going to Millville this weekend. Well, next weekend, next weekend so yeah. we'll uh, maybe we'll. Catch up there. Yeah, don't go this weekend. There's nothing going on. But um, yeah, next weekend, uh, Yeah, man. I hope to see you in the track. I love the, I love your riding style. Uh, I'm a fan. I, I think uh, to me, you're like potential unrealized. Like you're you're there, but it's just little stuff that's holding you back. But I think you're a hell of a rider. I really do. So yeah, I really would like for people to see you know the way I can really ride, and you know being back healthy will be uh, you know a huge step for me and a big confidence booster. You know not. You know, with all the guys nowadays and, you know, all the fast guys, you know, it's hard to be even missing one thing out of your, you know, your book. You got to yeah. you gotta be on it. So that'll take a lot off my mind, and um, I'd love to be back racing, r- racing healthy. It's fun, and, and you know, all the, I miss it. So, yeah, 
hopefully you'll see me like on the last three. I'd love to be back, man. I miss every minute of it. Cool. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, Stroop, keep it real. We yeah. need you out there, dude, because, you know, all those robots out there that, you know, everyone does the same shit. But you know what? The I think the sport needs a personality like you and, and other guys that, that break it down and keep it real and just not that stupid, you know, my tire's hooked up, you know, my clutch worked good, all that bullshit. I think you bring a lot to the sport, and I think you need to uh, just keep working hard, dude. And, uh, oh, yeah, man, I want to get out there and bang bars, man. I miss it. Yeah, well, I like to bang bars and bang else, whatever else you want. Just oh, keep doing what you're doing, yeah. kid. I want to do good. like the old school, like, oh, nine, like, first. City, yeah, you know, old school, oh, nine, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stroop, keep it yeah, up, bud. Well, hey, appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, yeah. take care. Old school, oh, nine. Hey, you know what I was just <laughs> JT, thinking? old school, oh, nine. <laughs> yeah, bringing him back. Hey, dude, you know what I was thinking about right then? What? I, I was just thinking, like, tell us something came up, like, what you, you asked me about Steve Cox, the money. Yep, this is what I. He hit me up. Did you see what he hit me up on Twitter? No, I don't he, follow him. He okay. He hit me up on Twitter and said, "Hey, big baller, you have this money or whatever you do, and you, you, why don't you donate your money to? Uh, I'll donate it in your name to. Uh, um, what's his chops? I'm I'm drawing a blank and. The, the United the, Way. No, Chappie. Uh, Chappie. United Negro Hudson. College Fund. Steve Hudson. Yeah, I'm sorry. He said, why don't you donate the money to Steve Hudson's uh, uh, ministry, and I'll put it under your name. And I said, nope. Nope. I go, if you won the money, I wouldn't tell you what to do with it, so don't tell me. Just pay up. Nice. And I just thought what I want to do with my money. What? I want to split it. 500 and 500. I'm going to give 500 to Jimmy Albertson, and I'm going to give 500 to Matt Lemoyne for their privateer fund. For nice. them to get to the races. Just, nice. just put it all in. Just put it all in red. <clears throat> did, did the guy made a stupid bet, and he's going to pay up. And I'm and I and I hope that we could call him. And I want to tell him to walk up to Matt Lemoyne and hand him five hundred bucks, and walk up to Albertson and hand him five hundred bucks, and say this is from Kenny Watson and the pulp. Hey, Lemoyne, Lemoyne's Lemoyne's going to need that five hundred because his mechanic forgot to put oil in the bike first moto. No. <laughs> Ouch. Oh wow! But uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean. I, I just think that, yeah, I, right. I back Steve Hudson's deal, and that's rad what he does. But you know what? Those guys need to be out there racing for him to go to to do what he does. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, that's what I want to do with the money. I, with I, it's good. I, I like your other idea of taking the show winners and just blowing it and taking photos of us. Oh, we can, or we just go to the club and make it rain? <laughs> right, just make it rain with what Cox's money. Uh, that's $1,001 bills. That would be a uh, lot of uh, – my my wife weighed in with her favorite Stroop tweet this week. If you got ass, then shake it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Pookie would come up with that. Only uh, Pookie would I say know. that. Um, what, okay, let's try to finish this segment. Let's try to finish Cox. I, I've actually Where's got Cox? one last question. It's actually you want to get JT. Cox on the line? Yeah, I want to get Cox on the Can line. Can you get Cox on the line? Can I ask JT first and then I'll get Cox on the line? No. I need Cox's number anyway. No, do what you're told. Hey, I need Cox's number. <laughs> hey, JT. Do you're the call screener. You're not well, – hey, what what are your thoughts on running? Hey, he shorter thinks he's part of the show. He thinks when, he's part of the show. When it's really hot outside, wear a vest. Man, Next, you know what? I was really against shortening the motos. Uh, me, Chad, and Burner actually had a huge talk about it just amongst ourselves like a week or two ago, and uh, I was very against it just because I thought it. You know, you need to prepare yourself and whatever. Like they shouldn't change it. It should be tough. But man. Uh, I don't know. After you know that deal with Blackville this weekend, I am kind of reviewing it and 
kind of revisiting it in my mind, and obviously, uh, you know, I don't want anything like that to ever happen again. So, well, but something, something needs to be done. I mean, that's that's terrible. That can't, you know, that can't ever happen again. Like that. But well, hey, hey, hold on. The thing, the thing with Lichtel, he fell and couldn't start his bike. It wasn't the length of the moto that did him in. You know, it's not like he raced the whole moto and it, he pushed it to the limit and he passed away. The the crash and starting of his bike apparently is what really, you know. Didn't help, and that could have happened at yeah, the twenty minute mark. Are you going to put somebody else's life in danger on an opinion call like that? Like maybe the crash did, and maybe it didn't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. how many times? How I, many times in I racing just know that history? Racing itself is not as important as someone's life. I, 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 thank I you. Agree. Thank I you. Agree. Wow. I agree. Thank you on that. I mean, who's going to disagree with you on that? I agree. Well, I mean, I just if you're going to, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 that has to be taken out of the equation, like. Someone can't be dying over the length of the motos or the heat. Like it just can't yeah, happen, no you, matter what. You can't that say that it's not that important. You can't say that 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 was the case. He could have fell over at eighteen minute mark hey, and JT, couldn't start his bike. Dude, Lichtel, I feel bad for him, his family, everyone involved. But out of the history of motocross racing throughout the years, how many people have died of heat exhaustion? No, I know that was always my argument too. I mean, trust I mean, me, I was the one and saying I, and, no and way. I'm, I'm if you short motos, I will flip out because. That's why I train. That's why I ride my bicycle. That's why I do motos. I mean, for that reason. I mean, we don't know. Do they do gnarly, autopsy? Do they know exactly what happened? That's my whole argument. There could have been something way more than just, you know, and, and dude, it's, it's a terrible, 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 terrible loss to, to lose someone like that, especially a kid like that, you know. Yeah, I, I thought he, he quit racing, and to come back and that happened, I mean, this family must be Debbie. You know, it's 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 Debbie, terrible. Did you pick that up at the the river this weekend, Debbie? No, it's, it's I always had that in my back pocket, but okay. it just sucks, you know. But there's definitely something that has to be done, and it's 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 just another thing. Motocross racing is freaking dangerous, you know. What's yeah. he died of heat exhaustion? Okay, what else is the difference if he would have died and hit his head and and died from brain hemorrhage, or he would have well, bled out, I mean, or something like yeah. that. I mean, dude, it it happens, you know? Shit it's, happens. It, it, it happens. Right. It, and I don't say shit happens, because you're talking about someone's life. It's right. not shit. Okay, well, you know, I, I lost. Shit. We lost Kerry's little brother from a, a racing accident. Right. You know? Jeremy Lust died from, you know, flipping his motorcycle, which is totally different. But at the end of the day, it's it's a chance that those guys take. So if you're you're going in prepared... You know your, you know what you're doing. It's just like those dudes riding the tour. They they put themselves to the limit, yeah. riding a bicycle. And All right. well, let's let's. Uh, I don't know. I just I think it needs to be looked at. I'm not saying it needs to be changed or anything, but there needs to be. And I think this goes for a lot of things in our sport. There needs to be scientific data and and tests done. Like we need to know what's going on because we don't know anything. Like we don't even know if Will we at race works. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're right. The, you're right. the stuff that goes on with our sport on at that level is so. Just Bush League, it's unbelievable in my opinion. You're one hundred percent correct. I think that in any other big sport, you know, and obviously we're much smaller than NFL, baseball, NASCAR, any but they have crazy amounts of data and scientific testing done exactly what goes on with your body, what happens, you know what I mean, in every given situation. We have none. We just don't have it. So I think All that's right, something let's, that uh, needs to be addressed. Let's take some calls about um a few of that topics. But first, um, Steve Cox. Hey, uh, yeah, just for clarity, I didn't call you. <laughs> no, I know. We, we we already said on the show. Wait, that... Cox is on the show? Yeah. I thought he's not allowed to call in no more. He no, didn't. We called we, we him. We called him. <laughs> oh, okay, you're okay then, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> we already announced, Cox, that we were calling you. 
So am I actually am I actually not allowed to call in? No, you, you're fine to call <laughs> in. I, well, Kenny Kenny wants you to do something with his money. Kenny. Okay, you you sent me a a tweet or a, a text message or a tweet or whatever you want to call it, yeah. saying you wanted me to donate the money. You were telling me what I needed to do with the money that I won, and I was like, nope. That, if you lost, is that what I did? Yeah, you did. I have the tweet. You said you should <laughs> you should donate the money to to uh, Steve's administrator, you know, ministry. And I said, nope. If you, I go, nope. If you won the money, I wouldn't tell you what to do with it. So this is what I, I like want. You to actually, read the tweet. Because that's not what I said. Just actually. like when I, you called. I just like when you, you called. I asked you if you wanted to do that instead. That's okay. what I did. Okay, whatever. I no, I don't want to do that. But this is what I want you to do with my money that you owe me. I want you to walk up to Jimmy Albertson and give him five hundred bucks, and I want you to walk up to Matt Lemoyne and give him five hundred bucks so they could go oh, racing. Yeah, done. Done okay. deal. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Man of your word. Because I'd rather give it to those guys so they could go racing. So you could. So you could still have a job to take photos and do what you do. Oh, dude, I, I completely agree. That's that's what I was getting at on Twitter was that, you know, you and I are doing fine, and uh, it just seemed like if there was a, a better place, you know, somewhere else that that money could go. And I was going to donate it had I won. So um, Perfect. it's all good. Well, that sucks because Kenny said that originally Kenny said he was going to take your money and get us all hookers. <laughs> we ain't getting too many hookers for 1000 bucks, not in Vegas at least. We'll just lower <laughs> the quality of them. Yeah, all. whatever, dude. <laughs> You're the only one I think here that knows that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's jt on the line by the way cox um yeah on, hey jt uh hey, hey well, and by the way i was listening to jt earlier talking about the data and stuff and I, I completely agree with him about everything not just you know not just heat or even just leah braces but everything dude we do need like we need mass amounts of that stuff and it seems like people who claim they have it won't even tell you what it is or they won't show it but to just you, seems you know? like and tell me if I'm wrong, but every issue that we come across, it's like, okay, what what is actually going on with this? What you know what I mean? And everybody just kind of shrugs their shoulders and says, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. we don't know. Like, or nobody knows. Well, or we just guess and like say, well, it must be this, and then and then eventually everybody just goes, well, yeah, that must be it. But then nobody actually went and did anything to figure out if that actually is true. It like it becomes true because enough people believe it at some point. You know what's crazy in NASCAR? Those guys can freaking crash going 15 miles an hour, and they have to go to the medic. They have to get in an ambulance and go to and get checked out. Well, that's because right. their race is over if they crash. Like, you know, their car is jacked up. Our sport, True. our True. sport, the guy gets up. I mean. Yeah, yeah but, dude, if he gets up. And if you had stopped James Stewart at Daytona, you'd made a, you would have made a bad, a bad decision. Not really. I think well, he had. Well, a, I think he might have had a well, concussion. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he did. And he, he was out there. If And I'm, I'm not saying he did or he didn't, but let's say if he did have a major con- concussion, concussion, blah, 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 <laughs> concussion and he went out and blacked out over a jump and landed on someone, what then? Oh, yeah. it was more important for him to finish the race and get, you know, 12 points or whatever he got <laughs> than, you know, jeopardize someone's life. Right. That's all I'm saying. JT, can you weigh in on James Stewart landing on anybody? He does that? I don't know. He only does that. He only does that when he's feeling good, though. Um, all right, Cox. Well, hey, we're gonna get going. We just wanted to, to tell you what to do with the money. Hey, Cox, and- would you really do that, dude? That that, that would be, yeah, you know, that would be stand up of you. We'll do it. I'll do it at Millville. All right, that's gonna be stand up. Let's get a phone. No, no, yeah. We're gonna call. We're gonna let, call Lemoyne, and we're me, gonna call Albertson, and we're gonna tell him that, the, and we're gonna tell him what happened, and we're gonna tell him what, what they're gonna he's they're gonna do it. So don't it, don't not hey, do it. 
What if he wins a GP, though? What if he goes and wins a GP? That doesn't mean anything. No, we'll make another bet there. Um, no, Cox, let me know when, let me know when you do it. Let me know, Cox, let me know when you do it, and I'll take a photo of it and Twitter it and, you know, all that, so. Might as well, dude, if you're going to take a photo of it, you might as well, like, take, like, take a stone tablet and try and chisel it out because mm. your photos are terrible. Yeah, yeah, yours are way better. You're, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Hey, let me spend ten grand on camera camera shit like you, and then I bet guarantee you my photos would look as good. Ooh. All right, I'll take that bet. Perhaps, perhaps <laughs> that wasn't really a good cut down method, by the no, way. I know, I know, it sucked as a cut. Down. You have the sickest cameras ever, and your pictures are amazing. Ooh, burn. Hey, perhaps not, Cox comes over. To, perhaps Cox comes over to my house and looks at my photo of Ryan Dungey that was taken with my Canon Rebel. That was blown up and good enough for the press tent hey, wall. Do you remember when LeBig was uh, uh, talking sure, trash on sure it? I actually gave you was the settings yep. for that, too. Too much <laughs> like, uh, clutter in the background. All right, we got to go, Cox. I'll see you. Okay. See you. All right, uh, let's get a, t- a couple more comments about Lictal here. David, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? Thanks for calling the hey, show. I've, I've got, I've, I actually talked to a couple different guys on helmets and stuff, but with, with Josh crashing with Villapoto on that, if you look at the YouTube video, he's wrapped up in the bike. It could have been a head injury there, mm-hmm. and being punch drunk, and then getting up and then charging like he did. He could have charged himself, you know, into the ground. It's just like with Stewart when he crashed; he wasn't in the right mind. They should have never let him get back out there. Just like Kenny said, he could have come, instead of doing what he did, he could have very easily gone off the track. I had it happen to me back in '82. I got knocked out, got up back on the bike. I did things that I didn't even know I did, and was told later on. Yeah, and in. Well. I'm, sh- I'm sure JT JT's on the line. I'm sure JT has done that too, right? You've crashed, gotten up, not really remembered the rest of the moto. Uh, yeah, I've done that, and I've also, you know, what I mean, like I've done a bunch of different things. I got up and felt fine. I've got up and not felt fine, but rode anyway because I knew I needed to. You know, what I mean, there's just the thing. The thing with J- it's, it's tough with our racing because there's nobody there to stop you, David. Like, right? No, I realize that because I, I I was a pro, so. But right. like I, yeah. I've also had had a heat stroke too. It took four IVs to get me back up. Yeah, you know, yeah. because you start getting lightheaded and stuff as you're going along, that that something is wrong, <clears throat> and that's what I was thinking that he could have maybe had a head injury, and just kept pushing through. Well, you know, and not knowing what was really going on. They're uh, they're going to do so, an autopsy, from what I understand. They'll know more then. The right. the thing with James at Daytona, they had a black flag ready. Apparently, now I don't know right. for sure. But. No, no, yeah, because I went around with with David Coombs about this too. You know, I mean, if you look at it, he was clearly not in his right mind when he stood up and all that stuff after his crash and uh, wobbling and that, and then he couldn't. You know, and those guys were just holding the bike. They didn't really look at him. You know, the Asterix guys. But you know, it's 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 a bad thing in like. You guys were saying earlier, in 40 years, nobody has suffered a heat stroke, you know? <clears throat> and right. Well, we, I think we've had heat strokes, but never to this point. Never to the we're point of done. fatality. Right, I mean, right, I, I right. Like Keith, Keith Johnson at Southwick in 05 had a really bad one. Right. Uh, I mean, there's been incidents. Dave Kratz back in the day at Troy passed out on the track. Just David unfortunately, Kratz, we right. haven't had one. Dude, there, I, that, I remember that Troy race that you were talking yeah. about. There, there was a few dudes that were just ding dong out yeah. of their brain. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I was right behind Dave Kraft, and he just fell over, like riding down a straightaway, just fell off his bike. Like, dude, I was so, I was so glad that they canceled. Uh, they, they, they didn't impound the top. They used to impound top five at outdoors. Yeah, and I was running the old big stroke, the one sixty seven, and I was oh, yeah. totally worried about it, dude. And freaking, what's his name? That big tall guy that ran the AMA, Jim Brown, Jim. Yeah. 
we were pulling in, and I'm like, oh, God. And he just waved me by. He's like, no impound, no impound. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, David, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Thank Dave. you. Thank you. Uh, Swizzle, Swiss Gore. What's up? Hey, thanks for calling. Um, Here, hang me up. I don't talk to this guy. You don't talk to this guy? <laughs> no. But I'm, no, he's yeah. got a point about Lichtel. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk about Lichtel. But simple. that's it. That's it. What happened? Dude, he talked crap on me on the on that round table show. <laughs> oh, it was not crap, Kenny. I was back. That's you. enough. What do you got to say about Lichtel? All right. Well, apparently we were doing we're doing a film on Jimmy Albertson that's going to come out later uh, this week, Pulp MX TV, uh, and and. Uh, Swiss Gore, you actually we you filmed a little bit of Josh, right? Yeah, I just happened to be standing in the corner. Um, it was last lap. I had been making my way around the back side of the track, filming Jimmy in different areas of the track, like and, a good employee does. And uh, yeah, Josh Josh came around. And he he kind of came through the rut, and his his back tire kind of stuck, and it stood up the front end a little bit, and it spun him around. And I was filming until I realized it was Lipsol, and then I actually. Stopped filming him because I have friends that are good buddies of him, and I just felt kind of creepy filming him while I could tell that he was struggling. And it it didn't look like typical struggling at the end of a moto when you would go down the way that he went down. Did you watch it, Mathis? I didn't, no. Yeah, I, I, I knew that I stopped recording it prematurely, um, but even in the short clip that I did get, it's eerie to watch because you can see kind of as he's getting up, his his legs look like they're kind of mm-hmm. only only supporting him when they're fully straightened and locked. And it's just eerie to watch. I was wondering if you had watched it or not when you had it. No, I never did. I should go back and watch it, but um, um, it's been busy. Why did you know, a Swiss car, did you know at that time that he was in trouble? I could – yeah, you could – I stopped recording because, yeah, like I said, he's he's friends with friends of mine, and it felt creepy to keep on filming him. But even beyond that, just the the kind of the posture that he had and the motions that his his appendages were making, it wasn't it wasn't standard for somebody getting up from a crash that he made. Even at the end of a moto, when somebody's really wore out, you could just tell that something was up. And even after I stopped recording which was before he actually remounted. When he remounted, he just fell right over without any attempt to catch himself. And at that point, I was like, wow. But the people, like, he got back up again, and I was like, wow, how's he how's he go from not even trying to catch himself to actually getting himself back up again? And then he, he just kind of coasted down the off-camber out of sight, and all the crowd that was around me was all cheering and clapping for him for finally getting up and getting going again, but... Who knew? Yeah, bummer did deal. He, did he finish the race? Yes, I believe he did. No, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I think they sent. I don't him. think he did because when yeah. he went, when he finally did get going, I believe he was just coasting down. Off yeah, I think, the they, I think was the, it at the end of the race. It was near the end, and I think the official, uh, an official, uh, directed him to the medic because they saw that. Yeah, he was, was last lap. Yeah, I don't think he actually got the check. Yeah, that's, that makes me want to throw up, man. That's sucks. all right, Swiss Gore. Thanks for calling, bud. Anything else? Uh no, just I don't want Kenny to be mad at me anymore. I wasn't I wasn't ripping on him. You know what? I don't think Kenny even listened to that sh- that show. I think he I think he just saw it. And I was trying to be supportive. I was saying you said I, I, I was said you said I was too soft. You said you said that, I was too. You said I I, I dish Kenny, it out. Kenny, you do but I can't you do take, take you do take you you are a little sensitive. You are. I 
I stand behind the fact that I said. No, he's not. I love the look on your face when you're telling him that. Or you're like, you know, Kenny, he, you really are. A you little... are a little sensitive. <laughs> I, I, JT, do you agree? Kenny, uh, can be. I mean, everybody can be, though. Not me. I mean, I, I specified that he was. it was a long day. He, you could tell he was tired and, and just wanted to get it over with. So I was kind of posturing with that. And then, and then to, to, to get mad and walk off a show, you got to be sensitive at some point to, to get up and leave a show before it's over. The people so, in the chat I mean, room I, the people in the chat room make Kenny mad. He's like the incredible hall. No, they don't. Some guys are sitting there just telling me that I have a big mouth and there's no way that I he would ever like some guy in the chat room tonight was was claiming that he would be disgraced if I was his team manager. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well don't worry about it, dude. You work at Walmart. I will never be your team manager. I will never be your manager because I'll never work at Walmart, geek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey Swiss Corps. Hey Swiss Corps. I'm just jacking with you, bud. I know yeah. you do. I know you put in a lot of hard work for the show, and I really appreciate it. And I'm just giving you a hard time. No. I, I really don't care. Now get back to work. Uh, I know. I appreciate it. Hey, when, when's that video so, going to be done? Um, maybe by the end of the week. Hey Swiss Corps, did you hear the bet that we had with Cox? What I'm going to do? Yeah, I was pumped. Yeah, we're going to call. I want to call. I, like- uh, I want to call Albertson, and I want to call. I want to call. Uh, uh, what's his chops and tell him what we're going to do. <laughs> what's, what's his, his chops? chops? They're both good dudes, so they'll both appreciate it yeah. for sure. What's his chops? Have Mathis hey. call him, though, because he's got to call him anyway to finish this project. So give him a reason to. Hey, why don't you, hey, tits, call what's his chops and Albertsons. Lemoyne, chops and, Albertsons? Lemoyne and Albertsons. Call those guys. Call Albertsons right now. Albertsons. Both of them? Or, Albertson, or, uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> Jim, Jimbo Albertsons. You can try to call Billy him. Albertson and uh, John Boy Lemoyne. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hey, Swizzle, thanks, man. Yep, see you guys. See you. Morgan, what's up? Hey, not too much. I just had a quick story. Probably one of the coolest moments in motocross I've ever had okay. was because of Josh Little. Uh, I was at FCA motocross camp back in 06 in Louisville, Kentucky, and he was one of the instructors there. And between him and Steve Hudson, I got saved. And, but that's not the motocross part. Um, I will never forget Josh Lickville going, it was an uphill, just full of whoops. And he literally went back wheel all the way up it, past me, looked over at me. And it was just unreal. And I'll just never forget that guy. And it really sucks what happened. Yeah, I agree, buddy. I mean, he, the kid had a lot of talent on a motorcycle for sure. And you know what? I mean, a lot of people are going to think this is corny and everything, but you said it right there. You got saved because of Josh Lichtel. Josh Lichtel already knew the Lord, so I don't think we have to worry about him. He's in a better place, so you know. And for sure. And and you know he, I'm sure he, he's a believer and he's he's where he needs to be. So, hey, he he, uh, you know, he knew where he was going. So he's, he's in a place where there's chocolate rivers and gumdrops for doorknobs. Well, <laughs> that's uh, that's Matt's living room. <laughs> well, he, well, he ain't here then, so he's in a better place than that, more better place than any of us could ever understand. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a dick. I'm, you I'm, are a dick. I'm just I'm make, trying to make light. I'm sorry. I was a dicky. Was but a hey, I, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, knowing Josh, and I'm glad that you got to <clears throat> spend time with him and, and really realize what a good kid that guy was because he really was a good person. Hey, he hauled ass as an amateur, right? I don't follow amateur. Dude, I don't even care about him riding a dirt bike how okay. fast he All was. Right, he I'm was just, just a good person, good family, okay. and, and was good for the sport. But hey, I appreciate yeah, you calling. Awesome. 
he took so much time. I mean, he was a pro there, one of the only ones, and took so much time to just hang out with everybody. Nobody felt excluded. Well, you know what, dude? That's the way he was in life, period, away from away from a motocross track. He he gave his heart and his soul to the sport, and he was a good-going guy away from it, no matter if you race dirt bikes or not. Right on. Hey, Morgan, that's a cool story, man. Thank you for sharing. Hey, thanks, Mike. Come on, man. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Um, Top Jimmy. Yo. Kenny Watson has something to say to you. Kenny. Oh, lovely. The floor is yours. Jimmy. <laughs> yes. How you doing, buddy? How'd your weekend How's go? How's the rest of the Albertsons? <laughs> the weekend, it was it was a hard weekend for the Albertson Merge Racing Camp. We, uh, Did you know your last name time. now has an S at the end? <laughs> Albertsons. Oh, oh, yeah, Jason Thomas is on the line. Sorry. Hey, you know why I say that? Because that's where I shop, dude. <laughs> hey, man, they're pretty good. They all went out of business around here. He, though, he so. said, uh, he before we got you on, Kenny said, get, get Albertsons on the phone. We didn't know which one. We figured it was Jimmy. <laughs> okay, all right, let's get all right, this, one, this, this is the reason. This is the reason why I wanted to call you. I don't know if you know, but I made a bet with Steve Cox. Yeah. Do you know the bet? No, I don't. Okay, he bet me at the beginning of the Outdoor Nationals that uh was like a Purcell. <laughs> Purcell would win a moto before the 6th round. You know as good as me. The kid could win, but he didn't. So, yeah, well, I bet him. I, mean, I bet he him. He could definitely. He's fast enough to win. Okay. He just, I don't know. Okay, but he didn't do it, so he didn't make it. So, he owes me $1,000. So, what I thought I would do, instead of putting the money and go spending it at the you know strip club or at the pool or whatever, I'm gonna, we're going to donate 500 bucks to you, to your privateer cause. And Steve, That's awesome. Steve Cox is going to walk up to you in Millville and hand you $500. That is from that, Kenny Watson in the Pulp MX show because he is so ignorant and doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> that is awesome. That is. That you can is thank Steve Cox for being a dumbass. Yeah, you can. You thank Cox and his thank lack of MX knowledge. Yeah, for just that. say, hey, you know what? <laughs> I want to thank you for knowing nothing. <laughs> that's, actually, that's thank myself. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, actually, I just wanted to. I know that you're struggling. I know that you know to do what you're doing, it takes a lot of money and. You know, that money was just a bet, and I wanted to, because I told Cox, I said, hey, without those guys out there, you wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't have a job. I have a job right now, and I'm making money, and, you, 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 you know, even if you go out and get six every moto, I'm giving you more money than you're going to make from the purse, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the purse isn't bad, but, like... Compared to, you know, compared, uh, the worst part about it now is the contingencies went away. Yeah. yeah, tell JT like, all about before, it. <laughs> before, when the contingencies were around, like back in 08, you could make good money racing outdoor nationals and getting top 10 every weekend. Like, But now, no contingencies, and you got to rely purely off the full purse, and it's just, it's, you know, it's it's a joke. You know, all right, it's well, just what it is, I'm going to pay you contingency money for just showing up. How about that? <laughs> That's awesome. All right, it was you, good because, man, we were, I like, I've been, I didn't realize how expensive it was until we did these last two rounds, and. We had a we had a sponsor back out on us last minute, so I've just been pulling out of my own pocket. So five hundred dollars right now is like five million dollars. Will you run a Pulp MX sticker on your helmet? Do you all run one on the freaking side of the bike as big as it can get? Wow, yeah, nice. Well, 
you could you my co-host could give you a sticker. You put it anywhere you want. You could even put it under the fender. I don't give the a sticker's two bucks, so I'm only going to give you four ninety eight. <laughs> no, but just <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, we just hey. wanted to give you. I mean, I I just thought that would be good to help the cause out. So I wish you the best of luck, and uh, I'll hopefully I can make some more good bets so I can pay you some more money. All right, thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, well, yeah. Geez, that's awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Like, thanks, Kenny. That's freaking. That's a big help. Like, no you problem, have no buddy. idea. Five hundred dollars at this point. Like, yeah. That'll fill, up, that'll fill up the motorhome a couple times. That'll I wish good. I could. Dude, it started out with him like I bet him 100, and he's like, make it 1,000. <laughs> like he kept piping up. I wish I would have made it 10 grand. I would have gave you five and LeMoyne five. But it's that only 500 bucks. Like, that sounds like Cox right there. <laughs> yeah. All but right. Anyways. Thanks, Jimmy. Take care, Jimmy. See you. All right. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. See you. All right, Kenny, like Santa Claus. And hey, now, ho, ho, ho. Matt LeMoyne. LeMoyne, what's up? Not too much, man. Just kicking on the couch watching a movie. Yeah, sorry to wake you up or, or bother you. Um, you're live on the air right now. Um, Jason Thomas is on the phone as well. But Kenny Watson has something to say to you. Kenny? What's that? Dude, are you, did you really do that, dude? Did you really? No. Hey, no, this is what the deal is. I don't know if you listen to the show, but I made a bet with Steve Cox. And my bet with Steve Cox was that he bet me that Purcell would be on – he would win a moto before the, third, before the sixth race. Well, we know that he's not racing anymore, so he's not. But I bet him a thousand bucks, and he, instead of me taking the money, I want to donate five hundred dollars to you for your f- to help you get to the races. And he's gonna walk up and he's gonna hand you five hundred bucks in Millville, and that's for me to you to help your cause. Instead of me taking that money, I want to give it back to you. And I'm not trying to do it to be that I'm cool or anything like that. But I just want to do it because I know you're a privateer, and without privateers. That there would racing would, wouldn't even exist. So, uh, pretty, pretty I know I know it ain't that much money. Cool. I know it ain't that much money, but at the long run, anything helps, and I know that. Oh yeah, for sure. That's that's a that's definitely that fills up the van there and back to Millville. There you go. Well, yeah, that's that's, that's what I want to say to you. Bad, and uh, and we know you've been having a little little tough else races lately. Get from than Cox. Yeah, I mean, and when Cox hands you the money, Kenny wants you to say to him. Thanks, Cox, for not knowing anything, for yep. knowing nothing about the sport of motocross, and take the money from him. <laughs> That's what you have to say. Yeah, I, I've met him a few times, but I don't think I'm that close to him to talk shit. No, no, no. You have oh, to. That's, that's, that's part that's of the, part the, of the deal. deal to get the you money. Don't say that, you don't get the money. Hey, no, it ain't a deal breaker, bro. In the, the bottom line, you don't have to say nothing to him, but he'll he'll you don't even have to say anything because he will put his home foot in his mouth, guaranteed. Just sit there and relax. So and I just, yeah, so I just sit there, and then I say that, and then uh, he's probably going to come back with something real stupid. Yeah, because what he did was he, he Twittered me saying, yeah, I know you roll in a Benz, and I know that you're a big baller, so you really don't need the money, so why don't you donate it to, uh, you know, he wanted me to donate it somewhere else. And I said, nope, I wouldn't tell you what to do with the money if you won. Pay up. I didn't tell him what I was going to do. Then I, I, we called him tonight, and I told him this is what I wanted to do. And he said, yes. And I said, cool. You go pay LeMoyne 500 and you pay Jimmy Albertson. Yeah, we're splitting it up between you and Albertson. So. That's sweet. And, uh, and Matt, we know you'll need it because you've had a couple of rough weekends, uh, some DNFs. Yeah, and, I did, yeah. actually. Yeah. This, this past weekend, I was actually doing pretty good, and I was so pumped to finally be in that front, like, eight or nine rider, like, train, you know, right? The first few laps. And, uh, I kept. I was just. I was actually so excited just to ride up front with uh, Brock and Will and uh, all those guys like that. And mm-hmm. going up Larocco's Leap, my bike just quit. What happened? So, um, I'm not. Actually, I couldn't even tell you what happened to it. The uh, 
all the oil like started coming out of the bottom and then it fried the clutch and then the bike just wouldn't go anymore. And that then sucks. the second moto, I get to, we'd swap motors and everything. And then I got to the start line and, uh, right when I took off for the parade lap, I did like my start and went down the straightaway and, uh, it just started blubbering and then it died. So I hurried up and I pushed it back to the start line and then, uh, we did a couple of things to it and then they wouldn't let me go back out for my parade lap again. Uh-huh. Obviously, because I was already back behind the gate. Yep. But uh, we started it up, and we revved it up a few times, and it died again. So uh, I didn't even get to start the second moto. Yeah, well, I told him that you I was paying you that money, and his comment out of his mouth was, good, he could probably use it as a mechanic, didn't put oil in the bike. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Um, right on, Matt. Well, we just wanted to t- just get you quickly on the show and, uh, and just have Kenny um... – Announce that. And uh, there so you go, buddy. Thanks a lot. I wish you luck. I hope I can make some more good bets like that to help you out, bud. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. No All right. problem. See dude. you, Matt. Keep up the good work. Yep. Yeah. See you. Oh, Kenny. He's like Santa Claus, huh, JT? Yeah. Yep. Portly likes Santa, too. Whoa. No, he's back. He's trimming down. He said portly, Kenny. That means a little chubby. Wow. Believe me. Believe it or kidding. not, Thomas. No, are, you, are you back on the program or what? Dude, I'm only 15 pounds off you right now, bro. He he fell oh, off the wagon. Good. He fell off the wagon in Destin, but he's getting back on. Dude, I fell off the. Right, I, I didn't fall. I fell off the wagon for a week. I gained like seven pounds in a week, dude. I was tripping. Hey, but, it's crazy how fast you can put it on, huh? Tell oh, me yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really look good. that fat. Um, <laughs> okay, so what we need to figure dude, it's out? It's a lot. It's a lot more fun putting it on than it is taking off. I'll tell you that. What we need to figure out here is how. It's actually, to, the opposite of close. Yeah, um, what we need to figure out is how to get you on that lithical down there. Uh, <laughs> the lithical. They love it when I say the lithical. <laughs> um, What's the chanceability of you getting on that thing? Zero. <laughs> Dude, don't start. Mookie will be up here smacking me in the head any second. Yeah, I believe it's Pookie, not Mookie. Did you say Mookie would? I know, I'm sorry, Pookie. <laughs> he I'm said sorry. Mookie. I did say Mookie. Because I'm reading I the s- chat room and I'm trying to talk. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. swear to God, Kenny is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, aren't I, though? <laughs> hey, uh, Tits. Uh, yes, sir. Eric just emailed the show. Yeah, the guy okay. who got shut down for the bag of questions. He's not happy with you. With me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, you should have told him that he didn't want any more bag of questions. And you should have rephrased. And he, sh- he could have rephrased it. If I could take somebody off of hold, I would. Whatever, I'm just telling you. I'll send okay. this. I'll send this to you. Oh, I'll, I'll make sure. Uh, to read commercial, to it. or do we skip the commercial and finish it up with expert tariff segment and Kenny's corner? This is your show, buddy. Remember, well, sponsors are what make this show possible. Sponsors are what makes yeah, this let's show admit, go around. Play the sponsors. Hey, JT, do you want us to call you back? No, yeah, I'll be here. Okay, over. we're gonna go to our second commercial break of the night. You're listening to Pulp Mex. Show presented by BTOSports.com. We're going a little long tonight, um, but you know that's my wife's used to that. And, uh, and like we'll be, what, what's the difference? What, what would you do if you weren't doing the show? You're gonna go sit down on the couch and watch TV with her? Yeah, maybe maybe I'm in love with my wife. What's the big deal? Just because you don't I, have a significant other. I, I would be her. I would be too if I had her. Ah, oh, that's so sweet. Hey JT, remember when I got really mad at her? <laughs> in Burger King drive-through. In Burger King drive-through. <laughs> Who would have ever thought back in that day that I'd be married for seven years, right? My dad's still hungry, by the way. <laughs> Nobody got anything that night. All right. Maybe Inside we'll, jokes are awesome, Maybe we'll tell that way. story when we come back from the Pulp of Mexico. Yeah, we have to. Present, right. Okay, you tell it when we come back. Uh, thank you, guys. All we'll right, be right back. Perfect. 
You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. 
the result of design, experience, and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protective Products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Yeah, 1984, Van Halen. The golden era of Halen. Yeah. Listen to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thanks for listening. Yeah. All right, welcome. Hey, the, the 8 o'clock hour brought to you by Works Connection. Teams like Hart Huntington, Rockstar Makita Suzuki, they depend on Works Connection for all their needs. Why don't you? Pulp MX show, 20% discount if you go to worksconnection.com and punch in uh, Pulp MX. You'll save 20% on your order. Uh, AGV helmets, Valentino Rossi, David Millsaps, it's all good for them. Why not you guys? They've got an AX8 helmet, brand new out on the market. Uh, check them out. 
AGV.com, Vivint Home Automation. Uh, they'll provide you with uh, a, a top-notch alarm as well as home automation you control from your phone. It's an awesome system. I've got it. Villapoto's got it. We know it. And uh, Fly Racing. Uh, thank you, Fly Racing, for coming on board this week. Uh, check them out also on the web. Sponsored Andrew Short, Trey Kennard. Couldn't ask for some better guys. They, uh, they've been on board with us. Tech One Designs. Thanks, Tech One, for the cool graphics this week. Uh, we got some new stickers, Kenny, from Tech One Graphics. Sweet. Can I get one? I don't even have a sticker. Uh, yeah, Kenny, I'll get you hey, one. I, I want to put one on my car. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Um, right next to all the other ones that are on my yeah, back window. Exactly. Thanks to, the, to Tech One Designs, man. Uh, uh, we're going to do a little contest. We're going to do another contest where people design their set of graphics. That's cool. For That's our a good show, idea. And then they'll make it. That's an awesome so idea. So look for that coming up soon. And Kicker, Live It Loud, Kicker. Uh, they're on board with us, uh, Jason Jones and the guys there. I think we should do a, our next contest. <laughs> Welcome to my wife back on the show. Hey, what, what's I so funny? He take, takes his headphones off and then it's like, you know what we should do? Get yeah, no I microphone, have an no idea for the next on. contest. Uh, hey, what? <laughs> no, JT, JT's back on the line. Hey, JT. What's up? Welcome back to the show, buddy. Hey, before we get oh, going okay, too hey, far... Hey. Hey, before we yeah, before oh. we get going too far, let me let me throw this out yeah. there for our new contest. Yep, I want to do a contest with five people, and they're going to design a Pulp MX T-shirt. All right, you like that idea? Sure. I thought you I already did that with the microphone and the wings. No, that was that was my deal, but it was too core for him. It was oh. too too gay. You guys didn't like that. So how about the listeners? I'm sure there's some really creative people out there that could design some T-shirts, and we'll you know. We'll pick a winner, and we'll make some T-shirts, and the winner will get a prize that I will come up with myself. Maybe it'll be like a, a VIP weekend with K-Dub at the pool or something cool. All right. And all the proceeds. I've told you before, Kenny. Anything you want to do on proceeds, the show. Proceeds. We'll, we'll, do a, we'll, we'll do it when all the, after we, the T-shirts are paid for. Instead of putting the money back into the fund, we'll, make a, a, we'll do a fund for the, like, the top privateer in the series or something like that. Okay. In the outdoor series. All right. For next year. Doesn't sound like you've thought this out too well, but we'll work <laughs> on it. I just did it. You know how it works. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. No, I know. Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. I know. Let's get it going. Come um, on. JT. Too bad you're such a douchebag and you don't want to help nobody what? else. What are you so. talking about? Whoa. Yeah, I'm, I'm the douchebag. All right. I'm the douchebag. Sure. Okay. No, you're a blowhard. I, I, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, with, with with the whole T-shirt thing a while ago, we didn't think it was a bad idea. We just think you would actually follow through with yeah, it. Yeah, we're okay with it. Right. Again, we're okay. You've right. said it before. Just as long as the make it happen. As long as the sleeves are cut off. Like the tire changing contest. Right. Uh, JT. So We got my wife here. What's up, buddy? You're married? <laughs> oh, hey, <thank> you. <laughs> yeah, don't tell those chicks this weekend at Redbud. Um, the the Demas twins. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, JT, you want to tell the story, and we'll get we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what Kenny thinks. We'll let Kenny be the judge here. Does anybody really know what the true story is, though, from well, all this years ago? Only, only you and that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. JT, tell the story. <laughs> Phoenix, right. two thousand and one. No, 2000. 2000. Dude, it was yep. so long ago. Okay. So, me and my dad are driving to the races, <clears throat> and uh, Matt is like, hey, come, you know, coming out, you know, my chick, and, like, totally thought this was, like, Matt's chick at the time, by the way. He's like, oh, yeah, my chick's here. We'll, you know, go do whatever, go get some food, whatever. The chick was there. Like, it's like, all right. <clears throat> so, 
Uh, Madison's got his Aerostar van, which he's just super pumped on. Love the Aerostar. Well, yeah, so he lets he lets Pookie borrow it, and uh, no big deal, whatever. Well, little did I know that she used the van to go see her real boyfriend, <laughs> and uh, some shenanigans may or may not have gone down inside Madison's van. Oh, come Whoa. on! You totally added Whoa. that. No, this is what Steve told me. Uh, we'll get to my version of the story after yours. This Go is, ahead. This is the, the version that Steve told me, that stuff went down in the van. And uh, so, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're, going, we're going to get some food, and we're in the drive-thru at Burger King. Don't ask me why we're at the Burger King and drive-thru. Uh, drive uh, so, my dad's like, my dad is completely oblivious to any part of anything that's going on other than my racing and, and he's his life. Yeah. Yeah, he's starving. Like he hasn't probably eaten since the weekend before, <laughs> and uh, so all of a sudden, an argument breaks out about Pookie going to see this dude, and I'm like, I'm pissed. Like I didn't like Pookie at all because of this at the time, but I right. didn't have all the facts. Like I didn't know that Pookie <laughs> had an actual boyfriend that lived in Phoenix and whatever. So. I might have left that part out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You totally screwed me over. So Were you I guys hate, together at the I time? Hate Pookie at this point? No, no, we're just friends. Friends. Yeah. Well, you were no. You were totally you were saying love. this is your chick. At was the he? Time. Was he in love? Yes. Yeah. Well, he was all about it, but she. Yeah, she was like, you know, She's she was committed to some other okay. dude at the time, and like hook, hooking up in Masters in. So okay. So, Smash cut to Burger King drive thru Yeah, we're in the drive thru um, They start arguing, right? <laughs> and then Masters just don't. We're in park. Like everybody's trying to order. You know how it is with like five people trying to order. Everybody's confusing, yelling, whatever. Mathis freaks out, just dumps it in the drive, and peels out of there, <laughs> screaming, no one's getting food tonight! It's just <laughs> screaming at Angie. It's just sheer chaos. And my dad has no clue what's going on. And I just look, I remember look, uh, looking over at him as we're driving home. He goes, this sucks. I'm starving. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. Well, and he's just begging for food. I was upset. I borrowed her my van, and she went to go see her boyfriend. You borrowed her your, your you van? loaned yeah. her your van. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Sorry that I had a life before Steve finally <laughs> decided to commit to me. I had a boyfriend, a very serious boyfriend, who I lived with at the time. So somehow I ended up driving your van, and I went to my own apartment where I lived Well, you lived in day. sin with that guy. Oh, my God. You lived in sin. That's where you <laughs> claimed she banged him in the van. I don't, I don't know where that came from. But why would she bang from? him in the van if she lived with the guy? Yeah. Why would she, no, yeah. she wanted to go. Why would she with the guy intense? either? I'm just telling you what Steve told me. I believe you. I, I believe you. Yeah, JT and I had bad blood for many, many years, thanks to yeah, so you. Yeah, Steve goes, dude, I just let her borrow my van, and she goes and bangs the dude in it. What the hell? <laughs> she wasn't your chick. She could bang whoever she wants. Right? I know. But you don't understand. Matter. Like this, I didn't know Pookie at all. I'm going completely off of what Steve's telling me. So Steve was saying so Steve that was says, his chick Steve at the says, time. This is my chick. We're going to be at Phoenix. Come hang out. I meet this chick. She borrows Steve's van, goes, bangs another dude in it. Not <laughs> no wonder part. you hated me so bad. Oh, my God. Okay, let's hear Pookie's side of the story. <clears throat> no, were that was in, it. Were I you and with... Steve together? No. No, I had a boyfriend who I lived with Did you ever Phoenix. hook up with Steve at the time? Before I that. have known Steve since I was 18 years no, old. No, but so yes, did you? Look- I had hooked up with Steve. Many while times you had a boyfriend. While no, you had- not while I had a boyfriend. Oh wait, Steve took me out one night when I had a boyfriend, and the boyfriend waited outside for us with something very but large. We didn't. We didn't. Until we didn't you got do it. back. We didn't do it. No, that we night. didn't. No. 
but he was very upset. <laughs> he was waiting outside, it was like remember? Three, yeah, it was 3 o'clock in the morning when I dropped her back okay, off. Okay, but let me ask you a question. But it was a giant box fan, so he heard us coming because it was <laughs> up to the apartment. Did you, show her, did you show her the inside of the race truck? <laughs> I, I just – Show her the sleeper of the race truck? Oh, I, I was pissed, but I do regret not getting Frank Burger King for sure. Like – he Where did you go? Victim. Like, what did leaving the drive-thru solve? Yeah. I can't believe that you would I'm pass s- up a meal no matter what. <laughs> I was very upset. I can't believe that. Very, too upset to eat a Whopper. Hey, let me tell you something. Too upset to eat a Whopper. The whole story doesn't freak me out, but you leaving the drive-thru without food. That's, <laughs> the, 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 that's what's effed up, right, Kenny? Yeah. I, 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 back, I, back, I started eating. I back. I, I, I don't think she did anything wrong. I think you might have been in love, and she was like, oh, whatever. Right. And she had a dude. Now, looking back on it, I overreacted. Okay. <laughs> Did you Slightly. Get I mean, you have you ever seen somebody you. just wide open and park, and then they just drop it into gear? <laughs> and you're just out of there, like from zero to 60 in one second because you're wide <laughs> Not open. Not in the aerospace. You actually get the tires to squeal? With like eight people in the band. But, hey, Steve, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you knew that she had a dude in Phoenix. I don't think I knew. But why would you say, "Hey, take my van"? If you what, what what were you thinking? No, I don't think I knew how serious this was. I think she misled me. Okay, wait. <laughs> did you know she lived with the guy? No, I don't think I did. But you knew her since you were eighteen. Yeah, where do you think I lived? Well, this is before the cell phone days. This is pager, calling card kind of. Remember days, when so. you used to spell love out on the pager for me? Was that <laughs> when you? Was that when you had the dude? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe it was the other one. Well, some other girl. I don't know. Was so, like Kenny. Seven, seven, six, two, one, four, three. So, for, 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 <laughs> for years, <laughs> JT didn't like Pookie. He thought. A she, lot, of, a long time. Right. But you guys are good. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, look at the story I was told. I know. Jeez, no wonder. <laughs> well, you know well, how. My you know how. And bang some dude in it. Yeah, what a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know how Not Steve. Steve was. Steve, I, I, could, I could understand. Like, I've been in that position before where, like, you're, you really like a girl. Please come and, home. I miss you. Exactly, <laughs> and and you you you're with a, you really like the girl and she's with a guy, and there's nothing you can do about it but just hang in there, and there's nothing you can do and you're gonna get pissed and have shenanigans go down, but at the end of the day, big papa married her so hey dude in Phoenix that you're probably driving a truck somewhere across America suck it yeah Please dude come home, I miss you <laughs> so what's this guy doing now? That's I don't a, know. Oh, bullshit. She knows, hey, she knows what her other boyfriend's doing, though. She keeps up on him. No, I don't. The guy in North Dakota. Oh, I do not. Oh, yeah, you do. You've got yeah, guilt you written all over oh, your face. Oh, we all know what your ex-girlfriend does now, so don't we? We all heard about it on the Pulp Show. <laughs> what does she so do? So awesome. <laughs> well, Kenny, what does she do? Um, <laughs> I can't say her name ever again. I'm going to get slapped. <laughs> hey, Bob, you there? Yep. You got a, sorry, Bob. We got a little off t- topic, but you got a question? Oh no, that was good. That was good to listen to. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad you enjoyed yeah. it. Well, Bob, do you not think I was a little? Do you think I was kind of in the right if she did bang a dude in my van? No, dude, that would just be wrong. Don't just wrong. like that kind of girl. Come on now. <laughs> but I would go on her side if she never told you. <laughs> What's that, JT? She violated the sanctity of the Aerostar. That the Aerostar was like. <laughs> Holy ground. I really ask you a question. I really like that question. Let me ask you a question. That's just as bad as a man's bed, dude. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. At that point in time in your life, how many chicks did you bone in the Aerostar when Pookie had a boyfriend, but you still talked to her? I never hooked up with a chick in my Aerostar. Did you hook up with a chick, period? 
<laughs> yes, I'm done for the chase. Okay, then what were you so buttered about? As long as you were getting your turn, who I cares? Th- I think she was telling me more about how much she was in love with me. And I think that's why I was mad. I've waited for you for a long time, but I got to live my life. While well, you're out on the road doing whatever you're doing. Uh, you hooking up with chicks every doing. week. Yeah. Don't, don't you forget. Yeah, right. Timmy Ferry. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Timmy Ferry. Did you have the one week? that had the air conditioner that shot towards the back, like the rear air conditioner, so you could have the, the mirror on the ceiling no. and the air conditioner going on? No, I didn't have that. Oh, you are Aero an Aerostar Star owner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was shaped like a rocket, the Aerostar. <laughs> They were, man. They were like a bullet, man. Thank you. That's Bob, like a bullet train, Bob. Knows. Bob knows. <laughs> Bob, what's your question? Hey, what, what's going on? RV was killing it. I was standing there listening to him after the second moto on the podium speech. That guy that called in last week can suck it about claiming that, yeah. oh, RV, he's, he's got to read. Why you got to read all, this, all those podium speeches? Uh, RV <laughs> talked to me this week, this week about it, and he was asking me about that call. He's like, why you got to get that let that call through or something? And I, <laughs> and I said, no, dude, you handled it good because he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I, I yeah, you know, I, and he handled it. He, he handled even better standing up there this weekend because he did it all without reading anything. Yeah, no, he, yeah, yeah, he's he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Right on, Bob. Well, hey, Thanks, appreciate Bob. the call, buddy. Hey, not a problem. Uh, I was wanting to meet show. you there, but uh, didn't didn't get to hook up. Where at Redbud? Yeah, I shot you a Twitter note saying, "Hey, man." I'll be your roadie for the day. You need anything carried, I'll hang out with you. Uh, he, he couldn't carry the cheeseburgers. He had to eat those. <laughs> <things early. laughs> That's right, man. I was going to carry That's a five-gallon pail of them. No, <laughs> um, I, I didn't get it or I didn't see it or something, Bob. My Twitter was blowing up. Mostly when Wygant got the word geranium in, it really blew up. So I miss <laughs> I miss a lot of people that Twitter me. But I'm around, man. I, you can't miss me. I mean, I'm in the media tent. Yourself. I'm in Cowie. That Superman war. It was straining for the comment. Yeah, or? he's really around. <laughs> you're six foot tall and you're 300 pounds. That's a fat dude. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's Ellis. Thanks, Bob. Hey, not a problem. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. See you. Right on, Bob. Uh, hey, um, yeah, that was awesome. Next brand goggles hair off segment? Sure, let's do it. Want to ask JT some of them and you? JT can have them all. No, I got one for you for sure. All right, let's give whatever you want. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. JT. Yep. Three questions. Two questions for you. 15 seconds or less. you got to answer them. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Check them out at xbranddgoggles.com. Goggle choice of Michael Lizzie. Just check. I thought it was thexbrand.com. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why don't you go bang Is another it? dude in Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> Why does she have to go to Phoenix when she can do it right here in town? <laughs> You're away every weekend, dumbass. Hey. Home of the Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, JT, I don't know where to go with that hey, one. JT, every time do you go to Phoenix, if you pass that Burger King, do you just start laughing? <laughs> no, it's actually pretty traumatizing. I actually feel bad for my dad. Yeah, I, I do. I, how hungry he was. I F Frank. Hey, dude, I next, Frank. next year what you guys need to do, Pookie, Steve. Go back to the Go back to that one and – Get, just say, visit it. Eat all you want. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you need, Frank. <laughs> you got the you got the a la carte menu, bro. Everything you want, bro. Uh, all right. JT. Right now, if yep. you had to guess, who's gonna win this uh two fifty F title? Blake Baggett or Dean Wilson? Dean Wilson. One point four. One point six. Damn it. Uh we already know this question, the answer to this question, but I got I had it for Kenny. So let's ask Kenny, because we already know JT's. Feeling on it. Kenny, should Brett Metcalf have been punished in some way by the AMA for wearing his life vest? No. 
All right. Kenny, what? I don't get a time? 0. 0.8. It's really good. Fuck, I killed it. He called a life vest? <laughs> yeah, he called it a life vest. Whatever. You know what I meant. Uh, Kenny, Steve. what are you more proud of in your career? Oh, God. Here we go. Having one of, being one of the trailblazers. Portland? By signing the first WMA rider, which I think you, you said you were one of the first or the first. Yep. Or having your coolers wrapped. What are you more proud of? Signing Jackie. Jackie Hudson, 4.4 seconds. You're more proud of that? Yeah. Yeah. Coolers are a big thing, though. In JT's eyes, that's all that matters. But I think <laughs> that has hey, been. It's, that it's is the first. It's going to catch on. I, I guarantee you we will have some kind of wrap cooler. I don't care if I do it with a Sharpie. <laughs> we're showing up with it. Hey, you know what, though? And I'm gonna, we're going to take it to another level. We're going to do something else next year. Just let me know what's going on beforehand. All right, well, I'll keep you in the loop, bud. Uh, right, because I think you sh- you're going to be a team manager, and then you're going to call me, and I'm going to consult you what you need to do. Bring me in on it. No problem. Me and Forrest. I think me and Forrest got a little, uh, like, we uh, we started talking a little bit this year, so I tried to help him out. I, I think I gave are you? I think I gave him some uh, speakers from Kicker, our old speakers that we had in our truck for yours. For yours. Uh, maybe. I think they're. There's some on the truck now. They're probably that's probably them. Yeah, hey, got them helping them out. Who who did what Wait, in fantasy? Who did what in fantasy uh, motocross this weekend on Butler Brothers? How was it? Tough day. Uh, we did all right. I got I got work as usual because three of my guys didn't start the second moto. Three sick. I was pumped. Yeah, that's no good. I know you guys take that shit seriously over there. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a disease. There's a bike on the line. I mean. My mechanics won two bikes in two years. So. Crazy, huh? Truman's won two motorcycles. Who who yep. puts the bikes up? Uh, motorsport, motorsport outlet, right? Motorsport yep. outlet. Yeah. Wow. They Dude, run the it, whole deal. It, it's funny when anything to do with money or like he, Truman can sell those things. That guy always prevails. He's a luck box, dude. Dude, he is so He's a lucky. He's a luck box. A He's luck lucky. Box? Lucky as fuck. Oh. Hey, let's talk about this real quick, Steve. How did you spend your 4th of July to celebrate our independence? He's Canadian. He didn't even know there was 4th of July. I didn't. What did you do? But let me tell you something. Right down the street from their house is the biggest fireworks show in Las Vegas. It would literally take them 10 minutes to drive there. And you only have to get out of your car. Red Rock? At Red Rocks. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, to, to answer your question. What did you do? We celebrated by going to a movie. And then buying fireworks and lighting them off in our in our front of our. What yard. did you light off? Sparklers. Sparklers. <laughs> yeah, I bet the dogs are pissed. They hate fireworks. Huh? Dogs hate fireworks. Fred, Fred was scared. They were yeah. scared. Hank was fine because he's the man, but Fred okay. was scared. Fireworks. Let's talk about this. You wrote sprinklers. Sparklers. <laughs> Sprinklers. <laughs> they went sprinklers yes. everywhere. It was actually incredible. Uh, I'm just jacking with you. But, hey, how many did you light, Steve? <laughs> Three or four. Did you use a lighter or did you have the burner? No, a lighter. There, there's a photo of me. Happy 4th of July. Tits, who are you talking to? Uh, Moser. He would like to speak to you guys. Yeah, uh, it's up to uh, Kenny. Take it. Let's do it. Let's open them up for everybody for like another 10 minutes and we're out. 702-586-7857. Give us a call uh, before we check out of here. Moser, what's up? i just got a couple things to say. It'll take about 10 minutes. <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you light your sprinklers. Moser, am I, am I right? It's effed up that she possibly could have banged the dude in my Aerostar. It didn't happen, and you know it, Moser. 
that was the best story ever. Uh, I hate I made that my story. Day. As long as what I made your day. What up? What up, Moser? What do you got? Thing that, only thing to save my night. All right. So show number 32, 18 minutes in, my man Leighton at KTM is the guy we I was trying to reference earlier. Okay. So show he's 32, the guy we need to talk mean? to. Leighton at KTM. Yeah. He loves Mathis. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a big fan. Do you have the clip? Anyways. No, I don't have the clip. Well, I listened to the clip, and then it didn't really – it wasn't as – in support of the 350 as I remembered it being. Then <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pull it because that was, that was kind of more or less. It's been a long night for me, guys. So what do you want to know? Uh, what are you wearing? What do you think Dude, I'm wearing? that's so you know, funny. It's kind of my fallback question. Do you have sleeves on, Kenny? What do you think? <laughs> sleeves on. Who was, who was the dude that you were uh, – what was the, the deal with the picture on the plane? I was, like, super blurry, and the guy was, like, wearing a mask. I didn't get it. <laughs> he was wearing a mask. No, he wasn't. He just looked like he was wearing a mask. He's That's the really idea. Dark. He was super dark, and the guy smelled like a freaking <laughs> kennel. And the guy was leaning <laughs> over and breathing on me and smelled so bad. It, like, I, I, want, I, dude, I, I was, like, literally had the barf bag in my hand the whole time because I thought I was going to puke. The guy smelled so bad. I wouldn't be surprised if he had flies circling his head. That man needed more than a shower. Why did you call him a racist? That's just because the guy was black. I, oh. I, I didn't really mean it. It's just yeah. One of those I didn't things. like that. I'm, not, I'm so the farthest thing from a racist. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, let's did you see the lady in the background of that picture? <laughs> that she was, was freaking. She was mad out. that you. Took yeah, the and then I got up to go to the bathroom, and she goes, "Why would you do that?" And I go, "Can you smell him?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> hey, I go. That's why. Tits, do you have the the segment? Uh, let's quickly do the segment. Uh, will you know? Oh yeah, I, I, I know. I surprises. Will tits know the mountain? Good job, Swizzle. It's funny. Three three questions. Uh, Will Tits legendary? We're gonna testing his MX knowledge. He's uh, it's been around, not that long. Last week, two out of three. I was impressed. Two and a half. Two out of three. Uh, Moser, uh, let's ask. We'll ask Kenny, you, Moser, and JT if Tits will get these questions. Question number one: What team did Brett Metcalf start his professional career on in America? Kenny, will Tits know this? No. His Yamaha, first, Yamaha of Troy. You said you were going to ask Moser and JT. Uh, I'm going to ask each of them each question. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's no, wrong. I'm surprised. It was a Yamaha one. team, though, wasn't it? No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Yeah. And what was his Give number? Give yourself a buzzer. What was his number? To. You got to take yourself his team and his number. You think <laughs> I'm gonna if I, if I don't know his team, you think I'm gonna know his number? Yeah. Why he had the same freaking number the whole way until he had the until he earned his you know right. What was it three thirty eight? You're so give yourself yeah. another another buzzer. buzzer. All right. You just freaking hey. it, it was him and uh, <clears throat> Moser. The, the other Australian dude. Moser. Will tits know? Who? What's the answer? You don't. You, you, KTM. KTM. Oh. One twenty three. Yeah. Moser. Will yeah. tits know? What series Ricky Dietrich used to race? Will Tits know that? Yes. Yes. He's in the news. He knows. He raced it last year. Tits. I'm going to say the work series. There you go. Give yourself okay. a, a, a ring. Um, or, uh, we'll go with this one. There you go. JT, will Tits know 
What team Nick Way debuted on in professional racing? Will Tits know that? Nick yep. Way's first team. No. Come on, I'm dude. I'm saying no. Moser? Just because if you've seen his face, you JT, you would know. Moser? I'll say no. Tits? I want to say pro circuit. Very good. Job. Good, good job, job. buddy. Two out of three. I remember he was on like Terra Firma 2 or one of those ones where he oh, was. Oh, uh, so that's a giveaway. Yeah, I that's, the, that's the only reason I know that is because of Terra Firma 2. Or Without looking at the chat teams. room, what team? I, I'm not on the chat right. room All right. ever. Who was Jeff Glass's sponsor when he raced? I don't know who that is. Okay. Who was Ryan Dungey's mechanic before Mike Gossler? Mark Valcor. Yeah, I knew that one. Of course. That was a question from Nate Davis on Twitter. Yeah, suck it, Nate. Um, all right. Who 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 was <laughs> the guy that believed in Brian Dungey so much that he <laughs> brought them to the forefront for Suzuki? Said, "Hey, you guys need to look at this guy. He's the real deal." Was it? Uh, I I don't know what his name is, but he was probably one of the Suzuki uh, recruiting agents for the amateur series or something like that. I, I don't know what We're his not name talking is, baseball. We're talking racing, bud. The amateur series? How's that baseball? Because you're that saying it's – You're talking about recruiting and recruiting. agents. Yeah, Kenny, I, I don't – I'm not – I'm with I'm, – Kenny, I don't like your question. <laughs> you're 0 for 2 on asking questions, by the way. Let's ask Pookie a question. Who is it, Ricky what position? What position is best to bang a dude in no. an arrow star? You know what? <laughs> just, just asking. Dude. Let's say if you did. Not cool. I'm just saying. No. Nope. You ain't getting none for a long I don't time like it. now. She's just did like you, you. Look at her on her phone. Just on her phone. Did you have one of those magnets that you can stick on the back of the car that says, "If this fans are rocking, don't, don't come a knocking." Don't bother knocking. I would have killed for that guy on that Cheaters TV show, Joey Greco or whatever his <laughs> name is, to roll into the wherever they were getting it on in the van. In the Burger King. Roll in the Burger King. Mr. Mathis. Mathis flipping over his own van. What's going on? I the, love uh, you. We've located, we've located them. They're actually at a Burger King parking lot. Would you like to go there? Here's video footage of what hey, was Mathis, just going on. Hey, Mathis, do you know on. the answer to that question that I asked? Uh, Big E, Eric Bartolos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from Answer. Yep. Uh, he was working at Answer then? Yep. Um. I never would have got that. Brazil yeah. photo chick. Whoa. Uh, well, I didn't say anything bad. She just worked there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> do you know what? When I when I used to uh, you do uh, answer an MSR, do you know whose chick used to be my gear girl? <clears throat> she used to be like the girl that did all our gear and take Robbie the Skaggs? Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Skaggs. They were married. Not yeah, anymore? Yeah, she hooked him up. Like, he got a lot of money there Yeah. that deal. Yeah, oh, not... she she controlled the who, who gets yeah. money and who gets deal, and Robbie yeah. Skaggs got all the money. Dude, I'll tell you what, like nice deal. Out of any gear sponsor that I've used ever, MSR gave us so much gear, dude, so much gear. Like there was boxes of pants and like three different color waves. Are you saying one industries it doesn't do the same? Did you see that Laker game the other night? Hey, by the way, you guys <laughs> glossed over my four out of five points on this thing. I, I Why is it always about you, Tits? Because. Uh, good job, Tits. I mean, what do you Thank want? Thank you. That's all I want. Do you want Boom. a pat on the back? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> There's the what about Steve Spree? He knows uh, all the answers. Go, Manitoba Boom. titles. <laughs> hey, uh, Kenny, I was talking to a team manager this weekend. They talk shit on me, of course. And they brought up <laughs> your, your team manager of the year award that you got second in. To Dave Osterman. Yeah, they said. And they thought it was funny <laughs> on the show that you said you didn't care repeatedly, but then you went on for 40 minutes about how you didn't care. But I, he, he, I don't know. 
But here's the thing. Here's a here's what they told me. Who was it? J Bone. <clears throat> here's what they told me. I cannot. <laughs> it was J. It was J Bone. It was J Bone for sure because he was just butt hurt that he was. I cannot. Okay. I cannot reveal my source. Okay, that's fine. They said that they talked to two other team managers, so that makes it three, who said that you went up to them and said, "Hey, listen, I'll vote for you if you vote for me." Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and and the guys did. They did because you were voting for them. In the meantime, Watson is racking up the votes. Oh, wow. It all comes out. <laughs> who told Can you, you confirm or deny this? <laughs> who, who told I you can't, that? I can't reveal my source. Well, I, I did that to about five guys, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> very, I don't know if that's I'm awesome, impressed or disgusted. No, I, I think that's good. It's a very good politics. Win at all costs. I, hey, you know what? <laughs> oh, he wanted it so bad. He got second. He, he got second, but Osterman was just a little bit better. Uh, hey, like I always said, if I was Chad Reed's team manager, I would have won too. He didn't do shit in my eyes. Every, and all those other team managers that were nominated, they're up there. I guarantee you, Forrest Butler, shit in my eyes. John Mischief, all those other guys. Keto, John Mitchell, as you once said. Yeah, John Mitchell. All those other guys did way more than Dave Osterman. And I'll tell Chad to his face, and Chad knows it. <laughs> That guy, yeah, he's good at developing the, <laughs> developing the bike and all that shit. JT's just laughing. Because Dave Osterman, dude, Chad designed the gear. Chad designed the team shirts. They did, good. They, everyone <laughs> designed everything. He didn't do shit. So, hey, you know what? He had a whole cheering section, his kids there, all that shit. And I say you win a team manager award, you don't deserve team of the year, too. That's what it is. And I had big plans, dude. <laughs> If I won, it would have been like the Stanley Cup. Everyone on my team would have had that trophy for a week. I like that. It's actually for a day, the Stanley Cup. I would have gave it to him for a week because I do things bigger and better than the NHL. All right. Moser, you want to hang on? Like when Tyler won private chair of the year and brought everybody up there. Yeah, how about that, dude? (laughs) Moser, do you want to go? I think the real question is, Kenny, is can you grow a mustache? Uh, Fuck, I haven't tried, probably. I wouldn't, though. I'd like... Some crazy dude on what's that show where they come in and they have like the pedophile guys <laughs> to catch, catch a predator? To catch a predator. I'd look like they like, could be front running. They'd be like, uh, Mr. Watson, uh, you drove uh, 300 miles uh, with some lube and a six pack. What exactly were your intentions? <laughs> you have a six pack like of natural white, a roll of X website, and a hardened Huntington tank top. What were you doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and and <laughs> that. That dude got caught cheating on his wife. That's the best part. Yeah, I saw that. Let's take a question. Uh, Colin, you there? I'm here. What's up, man? Hey, got a question for you. I was arguing with some of these uh, some of these idiots online. Now, if a team is sponsored uh, by so-and-so, do they always use their sponsors? No. no. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's definitely – Many cases over the years of teams being sponsored by oil companies and then just using other oil. That's common. That happens all the time. Right. That happens so much. Kenny, you got any other ones? Any other products? Like, not specific. Don't You, you don't got to name names, but. Uh, tires um, the big thing was that this new air boot that's out that uh, I think Motocast now is uh, that put out. And I just, I don't <laughs> think the teams, factory teams are actually using it. And these they assholes are. kind of think they are. think that, they are. The boot Somewhere, they are. Yeah, power oh. and are. Um, you know what? Cool. Gloves. Riders use gloves. A lot of times use different gloves uh, than a sponsor. 
How do they get yep, away that's with that? That's what it, I, I so thought. They, just they, just they can't imagine that somebody will pay money to somebody uh, and they don't use their pro- uh, product. So well, you know what? It's, it's, the, it's the, bottom, the, the bottom line is if... What works. Exactly. And you know what? And, and those sponsors know it. A lot of them yeah. know it. They don't care. But like, let's say, for instance... If, do you have an example from your past, Kenny? Or uh, JT? Do you, can you guys name names or have an example? I'm not going to go there. But, uh, <laughs> okay. When Ricky, Ricky used the Bridgestone a couple times. When, when yeah, he but that first went to Dunlop. Well, there was just one time um, that was publicly. I mean, that was a big deal, though. That wasn't something that was hidden, you know. Yeah, um, I think some of the teams like are sponsored by certain piston companies, but they don't actually use them. Oh, that's a good one. Back in the day, for sure. How about yeah. clutches? Yeah. Like the recluse clutch, that type of deal. No one has uh, sometimes more with like aftermarket clutch companies like the Barnett, KG, stuff like that. The closest really thing am. I think anyone's ever come with running a recluse clutch is when they get bit in their hotel room by the brown spider. The brown recluse. <laughs> I think Factory Honda uses one, right? I don't know. Ask uh, Chad. Yeah. Hi, George. Yeah, why don't you ask Chad? More, more Dude. Oh, I hung up on Moser. I thought it was his line that hung up. Um. <clears throat> I'm over you know, everybody in, telling uh, me that I'm not going to win team. In 1999, when I, worked for, when I worked for Tim Ferry, Top Privateer, yeah. EA Sports Supercross Series, we were sponsored by Azonic Bars, O'Neill, yep. and they work like shit. So we bought O'Ne- a Renthal's and put an Azonic pad on it, and then Renthal sent out a, a letter to all their dealers saying, hey, look, at even our competitors use our bar. And then Frank at O'Neill called me and threatened to sue me and Timmy, and I was really scared. I didn't have ten dollars <laughs> even to put together, so I don't know what he was going to sue me for. I was living in a van. You know why? Because you're doing burnouts in the Aerostar out of Burger Kings and burning <laughs> your tires up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did I ever tell you the Biafi helmet guy threatened to sue me one time? No. Yeah, I, I was using uh, Biafi helmets in 2000, and so I got like a. I did pretty well that year, so I got like I had a couple of different deals, and I ended up doing the Husky deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that worked out good. Well. Yeah, it was the best decision I've ever made. Well, they had Showy, like, we had a full Troy Lee everything, like, so, and he wants to use Troy Lee, or uh, Showy helmets all the time because he had, like, a Troy Lee model. So I obviously had to run everything they were using. Well, the Biafi guy said that I should have negotiated my deal where I could wear a Biafi there, and he was willing to sue me for me to, for it to happen because he had first right of refusal on my contract. So this gonna, went on for like two months. Like he's calling me, telling me he's going to sue me every who day. Who was it? Was he an Italian guy? No, nah, he was an American guy. He's just an asshole. He's going to hold up your deal with like a factory team for a lot of money, just over a helmet deal. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, no, I have first rider refusal. You can't do it. I'm like, dude, I've never had a ride this good. Like, I mean, what do you want from me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was pretty brutal. I yeah. mean, he, I guess after I talked to a bunch of people, he did the same thing to Red Dog. He did the same thing to JSR. Pretty much everybody that wore his helmet, he would try to pull that with, and hmm. he was just—he was just a blowhard. Oh, blowhard! There's that word again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of freaking douchebags in this industry that do stupid shit. Like, I don't want to say no names, but we are sponsored by a pipe company, and their stuff. Like, they didn't do any testing, and they were—they were—they said, "Oh, the Martin team used, you know, this muffler, yeah. and it's going to pass sound." We get to the first race. It's not passing sound. We're just having mass problems. Their, their, their technician that worked for him was at the race. And I'm like, dude, your guys' stuff isn't working. It's under power. It's hurting our bikes. So we put Yo stuff on. And the guy's like, dude, go ahead. Put the Yo stuff on because – This guy's we- name rhyme with Fred Shambles. 
Anyways, to make a long story <laughs> short, the guy shows up oh. and they kept trying to make a pipe and send it to us and it never worked, never worked. We go all the way through using Yo stuff. We go to Seattle and this guy shows up and says, you have to run these pipes on my bike, on your bike. You have to run them because this is our biggest area where we sell the most pipes. Uh-huh. And, you ha- and I'm like, no, we're not running them. You know, and I had a heart backing me. You're not running them. And like, I'm like, how could we take something? And his deal was, you guys aren't going to win anyways. We don't care about your results. We just want them on the bike. Oh. I'm like, whoa. Oh, uh, I had a blowout with New Tech Fuels at Tri- Moto Triple X at Daytona. The guy was freaking out. I said, listen, your stuff sucks. It doesn't work. And we've been buying VP. And you know who was – Kyle Lewis was a douchebag that day. He told me, you know, he's kind of doing a lot of deals back then. He said, hey, Mathis, if you can't run New Tech Fuels, then run VP, and it's okay. And I said, this is what we got to do, Kyle. You know, I'm sorry, but – he said, it's okay. The dude shows up at Daytona and goes, hey, you got to run New Tech. And I go, talk to Kyle because, you know, we can't, we've had a lot of problems with it. You guys haven't been responsive to us. We can't run it. How do you know what you were running? Did he put his freaking – did he take it out of the gas tank and look uh, at it? Because in order to he get – all the fr- barrels of VP in the box then? Yeah, and then also <laughs> in, in order to get free VP, we removed the New Tech sticker on the graphic kit. Just put a sticker oh, on the Oh, yeah, top. that's a bad move. So – I said, hey, listen, I'm really sorry. I apologize. We had a lot of problems. We haven't been able to get a hold of you. Please speak to Kyle Lewis here. He will set everything straight. Kyle goes, yeah, dude. He should have been running it. (laughs) Totally threw me under the bus. (laughs) And the guy's like, yeah, I talked to Kyle. Kyle says that you need to run that. And I'm like, you know, getting all mad. And Nick was freaking out. And, yeah, it was not not good. Daytona Speedway. Ugly fight. Almost like the Burger King incident. (laughs) All right, hey uh, Kenny, do you want to do Kenny's corner? Or do you want? Are you over it? Uh, MacGyver and Jason McCormick. Well, let's do it another time. I'm kind of getting tired. This is the longest show we've ever done. Oh, she, she wants some extra pay tits. Is that what you want? <laughs> what, what you? That, that's exactly what I'm. Are, are saying. we getting? Are, you got something to go? I'm sending you an overtime bill. Let's go to Burger King after this. Dude, my dad's waiting. You got to bring that up, man. Jeez, now everybody's gonna think I'm a horrible person. A whore. Yes. Who <laughs> bangs dudes and arrow yes, stars? and it didn't even happen. Her boyfriend's arrow stars. Oh, I can't that believe. Dude, that dude said you're a blowhard. <laughs> uh, Kenny, thanks uh, Thanks for coming over right from the airport. Right here. Right from Destin, Florida. I really wish we could have had more time for stories about, did you get any chicks? No. Any chicks? No. No chicks. Just drinking? No. And partying? Dudes? Just. Dudes? Just... Did you pick up dudes? No. It was, I'm not, I'm not, it was fun. You just blast. <laughs> it was fun. JT, is that not pretty vague? <laughs> Kenny's no over it right now. No chicks. Yeah. All right. No, I'm just wondering how it was going. Maybe, uh. I'm, no, I'm, I'm done with that crap right now. Maybe. I got to focus on the big things coming up. Signing Hanny and stuff. Whatever it is, I got to focus on that. Maybe next time me and you could go to Destin together, Spring Break Buddies? Your destiny. <laughs> Absolutely not. I would go with you if. You? No, you wouldn't go anyways. What do you mean you I wouldn't even, go? You don't even leave your house, bro. I don't leave my house. I no. was just in Redbud, Michigan. Dude, if, if it's on a dirt bike race or go to the vet or go to the supermarket, you don't go anywhere, <laughs> dude. That's just the way it is. He's got you. No. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to work to so make, make mortgage payments. Yep. And pay so for that. You tell me, you and tell pay for me. that Murano downstairs where you probably hook up with dudes. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> hey, do you tell me that really you don't have no time to do anything? 
besides work and type? I is mean, that all you do? Ask yes. her. Check hockey scores. Thank you. Who's exactly. a workaholic? Who are you talking to, Tits? Mosier is very upset that you hung up on him. I thought his phone went dead. All right. Good night, um, you guys. Thanks for calling in, everybody. <laughs> this was awesome. Mosier, I hate to tell you this, but It's Moser, not Mosier. He calls him Moser, Moser Valley every time. I know. Moser Valley, yeah, I, I don't care. JT, but uh, thank you for staying on all show. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's, it's, holy shit, it's midnight. It's one in the morning for you yeah. right now. Yep. Good night, JT. All right. Thanks, JT. Appreciate all right. it. All right. See you guys. Push See you in. Go all in. Uh, thank you to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Kenny's getting out of here, Worst Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Kicker, everybody, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Austin Stroop, Jimmy Albertson, Matt Lemoyne, Dean Wilson. That was a long time ago. Tits Legendary, thank you. Pookie. Huh? Did you already think Jason Thomas? Or whatever, yeah. Did you uh, Pookie, your wife? Pookie, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. Ruining my reputation. Everybody hates me. Well. Hey, that really is an awesome story. You freaking out and <laughs> not even thinking about food, and you're yeah, just you like, I'm like out of here. She looks like more of a douchebag than you. What's that, Kenny? I said, she didn't do, she didn't do anything wrong. You look like more of the idiot than she does. I agree. Yeah. It's because yeah. he's so madly in love with me, and he couldn't have me. Thank you, so for, the, thank you for the green card. <laughs> thank you for the green card, Pookie. Appreciate it. Yeah, Sweet. Happy Fourth of July. Uh, happy Canada Day, July first. No show next week, right? Pookie's birthday. No show next week. Take the night no off. No show next Steve week. Steve was talking about me doing a podcast with him on Monday night about seven o'clock. Is that oh. will that work for you? Sure. Okay. Kind of like the time he flew flew out of town on my birthday. That was awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go to a national. Sorry, I had to go make money. Really apologize. To support you and your drinking habits. <clears throat> yeah. I'm trying to save money to buy you an Aerostar. <laughs> so we can relive the memories all yeah. over again awesome thanks everybody for listening there's no show next week but we will be back after Millville regularly scheduled appearance and uh, yeah thanks again everybody for listening send in their designs for the t-shirt yeah well Kenny why don't you say it send them to Kenny at hhtat.com right no Set up pulp a mech show at Jenny. Put your headphones on if you're gonna talk. <laughs> it's funnier without the headphones. It is actually, yeah. yeah. You can just hear you can just hear little bits. Uh hey, if you have a t-shirt design, send it to uh send it in to uh pulpmx.com. Yeah. Don't forget to buy your X brands, BTO Sports, and uh get your cylinder board from uh JGR. Cylinder boring. Thanks everybody. See you in a week. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.